<laughs> Come here and find out. Oh, it cheers you, but you wanted to attack it first. Oh, well, well, you put it in a brown bag for you? That, yeah. <laughs> that was like a huge swig. <laughs> <laughs> here, it's come on, smooth, go, come up to your, come up to your mic. It's smooth. Yeah, this is this is just pour an inch. Le- leave it to leave it to Ryan to have to do it straight out of the bottle. I just sorry. Okay, we like bad, prep bad. these, my bad, my bad. prep these glasses, and then he absolutely threw some backwash. Now let's do it real. Pour like a smaller okay, inch, bad, and then we'll do, do, do. It's do, all good. You just couldn't contain the excitement. I've done that too. Yeah, that's all it was. Two, two, that is delicious, though. Dude, smooth. Do two fingers. Yeah, two fingers. There you go. Yeah, that was a little, little Some light. fingers are bigger than others, so. Now we'll do the. All right, so. The proper cheers. Reunion. Yeah, man. Shit. This is like a. Mm, that's pretty good. Such a good stuff. All right, go ahead, guys. Move, move in on your mics. Put on my stuff. We're going. We're going. We're on already. Just have to edit it out. I don't know. I don't. I have you edit it out, right? Why? We we can edit stuff, but I don't. I don't usually like. We'll just start with that. Who gives a shit? Whatever. I do this. <clears throat> just remember, the internet's forever. Yeah. It is forever. Forever. I was thinking about this on the way on up. I was like, man, what a, it's going to be just a fun episode because <laughs> it's going to be memories, bourbon, and bullshit. Yeah. And the conversation is going <clears> to <throat> flow, and like, I'm sure the shit talking is never going to quit. So it's <laughs> watch us watch us go on for like five hours. We'll just we'll just get like super fucking faded. One of us will pass out. We'll just keep going. Yeah, and it'll probably like, be me that passes out, and then you guys won't know how to turn off all the equipment. Come on, let's be real. I'm the one that fucking always passes yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. In 10 years, someone will try to cancel us, and then I'll have to explain to my I, kids 20 years from now. Like, this you doesn't said, like, feel... That's not mean. I don't ever grow a beard. That's yeah. stupid. <laughs> this doesn't feel much different than 20 years ago, besides, like you said, the facial hair and a little more body fat. No, but you know what's amazing about, honestly, when you serve with someone, I could go for friendships, too, because I have the same thing as some of my friends from high school, but uh, no matter the amount of time that passes, because you've had shared experiences that it, you could pick up. Yeah. Like, literally, we were just talking about it. The last time I saw Ryan, I was leaving Okinawa, 2004. Here we are, 2022. And then the last time I saw you, honestly, I think it was more... Like 2006, maybe yeah, 2005. Because I, I, I think remember, it was after I got out. Because I was I was well, back in Indiana at that point. I think so. Yeah. I got out in 06. So I think I came up to your so house. So then, the, yeah, yeah, you did. Because I think I threw a party. I might yeah. have come through a party. Because yeah. I always threw parties when I was home. Yeah. But then the time before that, like Marine Corps wise, was I think I was on like a layover waiting for pass passport stuff. Yeah. Uh, in Virginia, and you were up at DC. Oh, yeah, wow. this is shortly after. Oh, that's stuff. right. Yeah. I do remember seeing. Because we you. went out, we went out briefly like, for dinner. Yeah, and yeah. Just catch up. Like we didn't Shit, have much I forgot time about that. Yeah, I was flying out. Like the you, next uh, day or did you end up at Henderson Hall? Did you? Were you stationed yeah. there? Well, technically, I like I fell under that unit. Yeah, was Marine Corps, but from oh seven to about like two thousand nine, maybe early two thousand ten, I was at the Pentagon uh, working at headquarters Marine Corps for 
uh, the 34th Commandant of the Marine Corps, General Conway, and then the 16th Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps, Carlton W. Kent. What were Team those? Team 16, shout out to them because they're, we're all still in touch. It's like one big family, man. We all keep in touch. Wait, you kick it with the Commandant? Yeah, General Conway. Yeah, General it was Conway, all, yeah. buddy. Big Jim. Big Little Jim, Jim was Jim Mattis. <laughs> do, you know? do you keep in touch with him now? Sometimes, not, so not not so much. Just like hey, General Conway, and like if I see him, it's always respectful. Like, yeah, very fortunate through a lot of my career because he actually pinned on. Well, uh, I kind of got a little bit of trouble with it because it was a breaking tradition. But when I got when I pinned on Gunny, he I said I said, hey, you know, Sergeant Major Kent came to me and he's like, who do you want you to pin on Gunny? I was like, well, you and my mom. And he's like, you sure you don't want the commandant to pin you on? I was like. I mean, he could swear me in. <laughs> like, here I am thinking, like, yeah. hey, you do, it's my ceremony, yeah, Commandant, yeah. you know? But um, I said, hey, I was like, you know, I'd, I'm not one for big flashy stuff anyway. And um, I wanted him to pin because it's the, the epitome of senior enlisted. And then, of course, my mother. Obviously, it's my mother. Um, but then the funny thing is, is that when I got promoted to Gunny, um, and I'm sure we'll cover all this, but, like, you know, they had in the Commandant's, like, conference room it was really nice whatever my uncle is there my, my mother and the people from the staff and we go through the whole thing really cool very like humbling and then they general conway moves on over to sign my paperwork my enlistment paperwork because at the time they're offering like bonuses mm-hmm. and there's combat camera taking pictures and so guess whose photo they use to start getting marines to re-enlist like oh, yours general conway signing off on another on de- yeah Gunny all Mac over the runner. place yeah you were, you were part of the marketing campaign oh for sure they weren't gonna pass on did you get any money for that the i got like fifty thousand dollars oh for uh, your bonus or for bonus uh, yeah that was damn, like before taxes crazy. and then the government said, yeah we want our 27 percent uh. yeah whatever and Meanwhile, you're trying to recoup things, recoup money because like a no nine, uh, housing market, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cars, so like you get the tax whole, the breaks. Whole economy. On, hey, buy a new car. You know, get eight thousand in tax rebates on houses yeah. and stuff. So. Yep, I remember getting that. I remember yeah. getting that rebate. That's what I did, and then obviously that was like my primary residence for for years under Chicago. Yeah, I think you had to, I think uh, under that rule, you had to have that as your primary residence yep. for like yep. two years or some shit like two that. Two years, and if you sold it back, you sold it, you had to give it back. Yeah. 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 And then they tried extending it also. Did you see that regular Jack Daniels? But, um, yeah, like... Yeah, we have, we are well stocked in here. Thank you for bringing all this shit, man. Oh, yeah, so I'm not a... I'm just a Jack guy, man. I like all bourbon. Well, I'd say vast majority of bourbon, but this Jack's de- my go-to, man. This definitely is an Okinawa feel to it. I, I was drinking. That's what we were drinking a lot of over there, yeah, right? So I mean, that's, Jack Daniels and fucking well, you go out to like Kinville, and then the Mamasans were the only. Kinville, yeah. yeah, the Mamasans would just be like, "Oh, give me Jack and Coke," and it was like this much Coke, and like <laughs> this much Jack, and like I only need one then. You yeah, know? yeah. A fifth of Jack and chicken taco rice with cheese. Or remember the the in Kinville going out the gate two street. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the red line. What was it called the red line or the green line? The, the marine buses, red whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Buses. It was a yeah, color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of times... God, I forgot about that. those. I forgot that's how we did it. The buses. Yeah, man. You get off at Kadena. But if we were, like, but if we were like out we rode, too late, we'd have to take a cab home. Which was yeah, the honchos, <clears> which was like oh, 200 bucks. Yeah, the honchos. Was that was expensive. I mean, it was... Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If you had Marines throw well, in the back. I was just going to say, I mean. They attack on cleaning <laughs> fees. <laughs> we, you, know, you probably don't even remember this. Jake talks about it all the time. Like, I th- it might have been New Year's Eve when we were out. 
And I just started whizzing I, I, in the back seat, and you and Jake had to scream I, and yell. <laughs> no, I, you guys yeah, started talking. Yeah, it, was, it yeah. was the three of us in that cab, wasn't it? Yeah, was, it was, was us three. It was New Year's Eve or some shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go, being the ugly Americans. Yeah. Dude, dude, they wrote a whole book on that. So, so my just, thing, as being an immature like twenty-year-old, I was more like, "Fine, if you think that about me already." <laughs> Yeah, Let's but you, prove but, you right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you just have like this joyous drunken state. Like when you when you get when you get I like don't know if joyous is the word. You just get hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't yeah. know that's joyous. But, but, but what's more like dark from, like, two blocks away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan's over there. <laughs> Ryan probably just pissed in somebody's face. <laughs> and they laughed about it. The yeah. guy that he pissed on laughed about it. Yeah. Oh, it's just Mikel. It's funny how people everybody. probably think this is going to be metaphoric. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he was not out. giving them life advice, everyone. <laughs> he was uh, literally yeah. too drunk to control. <laughs> All the discipline went out the window. Hey, yeah. the, the demons inside oh, were just man. coming out in yeah. laughter. Yeah. Uh, I think it speaks to exactly the type of people, uh, great people, you can meet in the military. Because I will never forget in Barracks Old 2020, right? No, Barracks, it doesn't matter. Is what that what mean? it what was? How foreshadowing well, yeah. it was 2020. I think it was Our Barracks building? Barracks building. Oh, that's the number of it? I, I don't so. remember. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. I have to check caring. my Amazon list if that Amazon was even <laughs> around. Yeah. But, you know, we all had to share that, that dumb uh, one community laundry room. Oh, yeah. And you didn't oh, really God. venture to go up to the second, third, yeah, fourth floor because yeah. chances are there was like... Unless you're desperate or whatever. But yeah, or like a meth lab on the fourth floor or yeah. something. <laughs> all those service company guys. That's crazy. Know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the I remember... The motor tea like, washer and dryers. Yeah. Obviously, like, you do that stuff on Sunday or if you were smart doing it earlier. But I remember always going out the door, head down, depressive state, looking at that horrible blue tile that was always waxed and, like, you could slip to death. And yeah. I look up, and then there's McKelvey jumping from, I think, Gunnelfinger's room like this into his room, butt naked, just laughing. And I just stopped, turned right back around, and I was like, I'm not getting my laundry right now. <laughs> Oh god! And but today, man, running you would be like, oh, dude, I would yeah, get so much trouble, yeah, dude. Done. Oh my god! Uh, Hickey would have made it like a sexual harassment thing. Oh yeah, if, good old. He what he he became an officer or some shit, right? Yeah, so we are actually in the same field later on, which is ironic. oh intelligence or whatever. Yeah, man. So like, I'm sure he grew up a lot too. <laughs> If when you're listening Hold to Picky, apparently not. I bet he's I like a, one of those liberal Marines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, so 2002 to 2004, Okinawa. You went to Miramar. Obviously, I think you wrapped up your time in Henderson Hall, right? Something like that. Yep. yep. And then I, le- I, the only way to get out of that off that island was uh, stop loss. Stop move was in effect as of 2003. Going into Iraq. That too. And like, hey, the only uh, way off this island is if you do a beat billet. And I was like. Fuck me, man. I don't want to be a drill instructor. I don't want to be a recruiter. And good old Master Baliente. Was, was MSG. Just, oh, yeah, wow. he used to say, hey, you want to know the, the gem of the Marine Corps? And what a character. He used to brag about was. it all the time. He was yeah, a he Mr. Was, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh, absolutely. Didn't he retire while we were over in Okinawa? He, no. Um, no, he was still there when came, I left. Yeah, he came. I th- so you know who still keeps in touch with him was NASA. NASA, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously they hung out still more after we left yeah. and all, but he always wanted to be a teacher, but he left after that. But then after, the only way I could get off that island, I will give him a nod towards Valiente, though, is that, like, he told me about MSG. Yeah. It did, in fact, turn out to be, like, the hidden gem of the Marine Corps, opening up a lot of doors, um, whether it's through any of the soup 
salad of alphabet letters, if you will, of like agencies. Um, I mean, you can get promoted in MSG faster than DI. That's what happened and, with me. Yeah, right. Yeah, man. And and um, after that, for me, it was the Pentagon headquarters, Marine Corps, and then I was going to get out. And then I did a lap move to counterintelligence, human intelligence, like amazing field, but also full politics. Not necessarily politics, mm. but a lot of my experiences where you you come across some of the best Marines. Yeah. And then absolutely some of the worst Marines, all in one field. Well, what about what about like ignorance is bliss? Are you exposed to like a lot of information that's tough to well, just t- know about? And yeah. like, oh god, I wish I didn't know that that was true. Oh, for sure. And then on top of that, you have firsthand experiences of seeing it in action. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And then when you understand, like what what? So I wrote out the rest of my career in uh, counterintelligence, human intelligence. So I went from going to two meth. Camp Lejeune, yeah. Under Second Intel, uh, at one point I was the most deployed gunnery sergeant. We're like 800 days deployed. Something That's like that. nuts. Me man. and another Marine had like a like, in the Marine Corps. Yeah, we had Holy like a record going. Like oh, I'm going to beat you, and they're like, No, Did, you're going to beat me. You hadn't met your wife yet by that point, right? No, well, I'm I'm a third recipient. Oh, I've been through three marriages. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. Man, that's I a whole know. other story. We'll talk. <laughs> Whoa, about yeah, shit! Man. I didn't know. How long? Know how that? long have you been married right now? Uh, going on four years. Oh, okay. So okay. Ashley, Shit, amazing. Dude, I thought, it was, the, I thought a, it was the same one the whole time. I know well, yeah, about well, you. Well, well, both my first wife and my current wife. My first wife is Ashley Jane. This I was going to say I thought. And if you ever want to get in trouble, don't confuse the middle names. It's like, hey, man, it's off by one letter. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, but, you're like AJ. Ron Swanson. You're all AJ yeah. to me. You're <laughs> like what, Ron Swanson with your three ex-wives. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, too. Is like people hear Ashley that. Ashley, too. Tammy. Yeah. Tammy, too. People hear that, and immediately, like, you get written off. It's like, well, you're, there's something wrong with it. No, there's more. I mean, I've never even been married. I think yeah. that says what? Well, hey, Cuckoo. you know, you, you think that's true, but, like, my parents have been together almost 50 years and never got married. They really? just got together and had four kids and just well like, i've always yeah, that's another <laughs> yeah, thing that's, that's another genius. thing is i've always said like that's why i don't give a fuck about gays getting married or whatever because yeah. it's a stupid fucking piece of paper yeah. and i think we should just be able to say yeah we're married because we love each other without the government having to get their greedy little fucking fingers on but well, that like my view on that real quick is that, like i was raised in a household where you live and let live mm-hmm. like respect and dignity is key yeah you help others out when you can and even when you feel you can't you help them out yeah but when you start like doing these broad labels because they're over emotional or you're trying to force your beliefs or opinions on the one like now you're going to hit like this wall that you're never going to break through yeah, almost yeah. on pure merit and principle that like hey man like you're trying to get me to believe this stuff for the sake of this but if i were to go 10 questions deep with you um, like what that really is, I guarantee you I'll get to the root of your your, your so-called belief and then I'm going to upend it and then you're going to be mad at me because I just made you question your whole <laughs> process. You know but, what I mean? Like, oh, I never thought. I was like, of course you didn't yeah. because you're like in this irrational state of emotion. You know, but yeah, so and I'm sure we'll skip around a lot, but yeah, I've been, you know, it, it's something I don't like to disclose too much because it's kind of embarrassing. I learned to live with it because it's the truth. Yeah. But married three times is a story behind each one and recognizing where I'm at. Third time's a charm, bro. For sure, man. Uh, through the stuff that me and Ashley, my, my wife presently, have been through both individually and together, I would say most people never go through in a lifetime. Yeah. 
Um, and I'm beyond grateful for her. Like she is the ultimate partner, gives me a lot of drive, supports me, and it's it's like vice versa. Yeah. And before I never had that. You know what I mean? Where it's like selfless devotion to another one another. I'm like, hey, I want to, you know, I want to see the best in you and pursue that. I was like, oh, I want to see the best in you and you're feeding off that. You I can I mean? see all that from your, I mean, just stupid stuff on social media or us talking. Yeah, or you've, told, you've told me a yeah. lot about your story with her and stuff. And, like, well, I can see that with you guys. Yeah, and you guys, do, like, and obviously you guys know me well. Like, I don't post a whole lot of personal stuff. I've seen it. I mean? It seems like it's gone up a little bit, yeah. though. Since well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but has. it's just like, but not, got, I mean, it's got, like my kid's birthday or whatever the fuck. That's well, pretty and, normal. And the, the family stuff I, I is kind of close hold. But also I know that, again, the Internet's forever. One point or other, if my kids were ever to go back, uh, and want to like look, you know what I mean? <laughs> I hope they get a good laugh. I hope they learn it too. Thing like, hey, this is the principles that he stood for, but also to be like, hey, I could see it evolve over time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's like a journal. I'm not good at keeping. That's burning. a funny ass way of. I can't yeah. even well, imagine what my kids would think. Because my meme game is my strong. Here's the time that here's the time that Dad said that. Uh, oh, he got his COVID shot, so now he could go snort. Uh, cocaine off of a hooker's <laughs> ass. <Buttholes. laughs> Accomplishments. Yeah, they, that would be a good laugh for him. Yeah. That's, that's, laugh. that's the same uh, thought process that we have with this podcast. Is it's like it'll you, you know this is it, if you watch it later, you know it's an evolution of thought. Hopefully, there's oh, for sure. you know it's it's encapsulating in time. And as far as like the whole like it's on the internet forever cancel culture, I don't give a shit. I already did oh, all the things yeah. I want to do. There's nothing that someone <clears throat> could be to be like come up to me. And well, like, I think it's uh, what cancel our age. I don't care. Our, at, at our point, at our age, we're part of that middle generation that didn't have technology. Then they have technology. Now it's like super important. Like these kids have to watch what they put on the internet. Yeah, and in there's like pros and cons of that, right? So like I know I always tell people this. My analogy is like when I went home in Chicago, we didn't have social media, the internet. You had like dial up bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, that was terrible. But growing up in Chicago, everyone followed the Bulls. Like Michael Jordan oh, yeah. was a god. Absolutely. You know, and so to me, like I see it with my kids, they want to be on the tablet, but I try to keep it within measure of what is. And now I'm at a point where because of recent trends in society, I'm uh, screening a little bit more. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, all right, so if they go home and they watch YouTube and they're watching people do things, I also take the approach of like, well, it's no different than me watching like the Bulls. Yeah. Within reason. All right. But when there's too much and it's like they're melting their brain, then, okay, now I take it away. I was like, you got to go outside. Yeah. But now the, it's that's more like, like we were watching the Bulls in grainy television. Now yeah. it's like that super HD shit. That it's a metaverse, really, man. You sit courtside. It yeah. sucks you in like a Well, way plus worse. you didn't have like athletes taking crazy stances to get, get, you know, get clickbait followers who are obviously just repeating what they were told and not looking into to like their own opinion or their research and then discussing their own opinion. You didn't have that. My, Michael Jordan never would have done that. Shit. No, no, no. And you well, still well, he, see... He very specifically, like, it's, it's a known story. They tried to get him to be political, yeah. and he said, Republicans buy... Nikes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he true. said, "I'm, I'm not participating." Yeah. And that's why you don't ever hear Tom yeah. Brady fucking go political. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. But there's a time and place for that. You know what I mean? If you want to come out after, I mean, you could say, "No, I don't care." Like everyone knows, like LeBron takes it, in. but then you look at it, LeBron, and you know, if you call him out on it, 
depending on your color or your skin, you're either called a racist or you're just called, like, why are you picking on him? But then when you were to sit down, if I were to sit in there in a room and just have a thorough conversation with him, I guarantee you he wouldn't know anything he's talking about. LeBron is <laughs> yeah, the like, ultra like, – he's the ultra example of this, though, because he's yeah. such a fucking hypocrite. Well, and someone got to him when he's young saying, hey, you need to use your platform and push this message. Well, wait a minute. Is it, is it something you believe in? Like you've thoroughly done your research, you've experienced it, you believe in it? Or are you just pushing what people tell you because you think it's popular? Because how many times, like, well, you know, to pick on LeBron, that something come on up and you're like – Okay, you just made an ass out of yourself. Like none of that is is true, or part of it's true, and you're just tell, not telling the whole story. But when you get someone else that gets up there and they can speak, LeBron does. About LeBron, it you're depth. right. LeBron does a lot of half truths. Yeah, and you know, he's well, he's he well, the about thing human is, rights and gets trillions of dollars from China and blah blah blah. blah. Well, the thing is, is he's he's an example uh, that's representative of a lot of people. This uh, this generation. I think that's coming up. There's just no foundational knowledge. Yeah, it's the the, the information is so overwhelming, coming from every angle that there's no. There, I don't even know how you would set up a foundation of knowledge unless well, you have yeah. like important people in your life that are helping you kind of establish your views on the world. Well, that and if your <clears> inner <throat> circle's jacked, yeah, and you lose all sense of like reality. Like one of the yeah. things I love doing is I haven't been on a plane in years, but mainly because I like to drive across the country yeah and when you're driving through you get to see all walks of life yeah i mean you see america for like what it really is you see the good and the bad and <laughs> you've like, been on a plane for years in a couple yeah, years well, yeah reach down there and kill a couple it. years um press the bottom that's a whole other story but like sorry really sorry. bad turbulence one flight scared the living with jesus out of us sorry sorry tim just oh, trying to, we're getting like a little kickback from this thing so. can you reach it yep just the bottom button there you go there you go um there that that's better on? That's better. No, that one's fine. Okay. That, that one's yeah, good. I can't even tell you the last. But you weren't on a plane. Sorry, I totally no, derailed good. you with an air conditioning good. problem. Here. Um, <laughs> but it, I couldn't tell you what year it was, but it's been a couple years, wow. and we had like <clears throat> insane. Now, mind you, I've been on planes and helicopter rides oh, yeah, in Afghanistan, Iraq, where you could you you know you're getting the the birds getting shot up. Oh shit! Like that type deal. Yeah. Right. And hydraulic fluids leaking all over you, and you're like, "Fuck, we're going down." Type Damn. stuff, right? But we went on a C-130 or some shit. No, this is more like like the Chinooks and like yeah. birds, you know, and they're doing their thing. Oh, there's funny stories behind that because after a while, you become so numb, you're just like, "Whatever, I died." Yeah. Die, you know, type of stuff. <laughs> but me and my wife were coming back from, I think Chicago or Kentucky. She's from Kentucky, and we're right outside of like, we're trying to actually get back to Virginia Beach. And we we had we're heading we had to go catch a flight in like Raleigh, North Carolina or something. And we go we're, we're like flying into a storm, and they announced this. And we're like, hey, we're gonna circle the storm, and hold here until it passes. We're like this does not sound smart at all. <laughs> yeah. And like a half hour, they're like, hey, we're running low on fuel. So and we're like, oh my god. Like, okay, so we're gonna have to go land in, in the storm, right? So we're trying to fly towards it, like the worst turbulence ever. Yeah. Right, and the rocks are like like we grab each other's hand. She grabs mine. I got her, and like she's starting to pray. I'm just like, man, this is like terrifying right now. And what made it worse was that I'm sitting. I always got like the aisle seat or whatever, and I'm sitting next to this guy. Um, and he's like, he's like, I was a pilot for 30 years, and I only felt this turbulence once in my life. And he's like, there's only one reason I'm scared right now is because like, I'm not the one flying. And I was like, holy fuck! <laughs> <man."> <laughs> so, and I was just like, oh god. So we land, and you just see like people are screaming. You know, I was like, we're we're done, and the whole time we're thinking about like the two kids. Like this yeah. is this is horrible. 
beyond scare, we landed southwest too, normally southwest, whatever. Sorry, southwest, but it was shitty flight. And um, I got some beef right now. I just read about it today. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, we land, and um, they're like, "Hey, everyone, stay in your seats." And we're like, "No, I'm getting off." I got off, and me and my wife are the first ones to get off. Cause I got to worry about her. Yeah. And then you see like 15 other people follow us, so we rented a car and drove all the way back to Virginia Beach. You know what I mean? They made it, but I was like, "Whatever." We would have got there in an hour compared to four hours. Yeah. Like not dealing with that. So that like. Freak the living crap out of us. So you did twenty years in the Marine Corps. You yeah. got you were in shot in. You're in helicopters and planes getting shot at. Oh yeah. And your worst flight was, was a it, fucking it was, Southwest, was flight. Southwest flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Southwest. I mean, there's been times where I was like, I, I got on a plane because I had to go TAD in like 2017, 2018, and I could feel the anxiety creeping. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, yeah. crap. So I'll go to the bar and like start drinking a little bit. To ease on up. But I'll tell you this, man, and my, a lot of the veterans could probably relate. Like, your first time going to a deployment, no matter what you could do to prepare for it, you're never prepared, right? Whether you're a grunt or whatever infantry, because it just depends on what your experiences are going to be. You could watch all the war movies. You could read all these books. Like, I did all of that. I talked to veterans. Like, two of my buddies, um, one specifically, uh, Jeremiah Workman, is a Navy Cross recipient from Fallujah. And here I am getting ready to go to my first turn in Iraq. But 2004 Iraq is drastically different. And 2007, 2008 Iraq, right? Yeah, like, there's still yeah. enough going on. It was dying down, especially when the MRAPs got into theater, partly uh, because of the push that General Conway did to get him into theater. That's another story we could talk about. But, um, I mean, you're talking about a dude that... I mean, what, what was the deal with the MRAPs? They were just, like, a very capable vehicle? Or so, what? at the time, now, mind you, like, uh, my career has almost been more of, like, a witness like the the billets I had, the places I've been, ironically I'd come across. It's very weird, but ironically I'd be see key players in history. Yeah, unfold behind decisions that were going on. Right. Yeah, I remember a lot. You had your toes dipped in all these different I was like, weird situations. I was like the the, yeah, the yeah. dude in the room, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, to be yeah. in the room. Yeah. And on, and when you're either a staff sergeant or a sergeant or even a gunny, people are like, nah, peasant. Don't mind him. He'll get yeah, us yeah. coffee. But I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm yeah. learning whatever. Not that General Conway or Sergeant Major Kent were like that. None of them. But I got some, what you're saying. In yeah, general. Some, the some were, were like that. But so a lot of means, like, for example, a lot of means to get pissed off when we were in because, uh, like, when General Hate, well, we went Jones for us, then Hagee, then Conway. You had and, three commandants? Well, I mean, in the first one we were in. Oh. We were in. Who, who was, Jones. Who, yeah, Jones. Hagee within our time during Okinawa. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately um, Conway replaced Hagee, right? God, so I I during 2003 when I was going into it, Hagee was the IMF CG. And IMF was tasked, like, if we go to war in the Middle East, you're going. But then Hagee got selected for Commandant. So he's like, nah, fuck. <laughs> you know, so he goes, <laughs> General Conway takes over, and now he's doing the invasion. So you're talking about General Conway that did, like, 14 months, 18 months, over uh, overseeing the primary operations from the invasion to, like, Fallujah 1. Where did we invade? Like, 04? 03. March 03. March 18. Yeah. Yeah. So I had been in a little less than a year. So we were all stuck in Okinawa. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I remember first. I was working. I got fapped out to uh, another company to be there. So I was working yeah, with First yeah, Sergeant Smith. Yeah. 
He came in singing "Bombs Over Baghdad." Like, that was the most the popular we, thing in Kintown. Like, yeah, what a bunch yeah. of asses we were! Yeah. Like, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Like, ah. here, here we are. Uh, you know, Fuck terrorism! <laughs> years George later. Bush is the man. <laughs> yeah, and years later we find out it was all just lies. That oh, that's him. But anyways, like, but, the, but you witnessed this. Oh yeah, this to the to the MRAP thing, like you're you're asking about. So I remember controversy about the MRAPs. I don't the casualties remember. were through the roof. Yeah, because it was like the armor was shit or something like that or. What was well, the deal? It, it depends on, on what one you're, you're talking about. I, it's very hazy. I just remember a, yeah. I remember the MRAPs being like in the news and some kind of fucking Pentagon Wars kind of problem. What with the fuck yeah. is an MRAP? So a mine resistance ambush protected vehicle, if I'm not messing that up. Yeah, it's right know. around you there. Would so know. You would know better than that. The, the thing Close is, enough. though, from 03 to like, I would say mid 07 early 07 like casualties were high specifically 04 to 05 04 in that, in that kind of vehicle not in that in, in oh, just in general in in got you got you okay and during Fallujah 1 um uh, Jack and the Coco what I tell you is we all know said election year Thanks, bud. Bush versus Kerry Coke. yeah and they did Fallujah 1 and when Fallujah 1 they got within so much of uh distance of the city center where they almost took the whole city and general conway and the, and the coalition forces were like told stand down and they had to wait six months right so we could. it came down from like the the administration like hey we don't want these casualties up you you guys will go back in after the election which is crazy to think about so well, give them time to regroup and stuff oh, when man, you almost they, had they, it taken now, over i'm not going to speak on behalf of like Fluja veterans because Fluja one and two if you were there like it was just crazy stuff right yeah I've talked to enough of them to hear. And they like, when you're that close to taking a city and like fortifying it and push them all out, they were told like to stand down. And then for six months, if you look back, cause I think Fallujah one was like in the spring of that year. And then they had to go back in and in the fall. And that's where like a lot more casualties were happening. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Right. So I remember talking to workman. He shared some of his experiences leading up to it. And, you know, he would eventually be awarded, uh, the Navy Cross because of actions he took in one house. So he's got a good book called uh, Shadow of the Sword. Really good, really insightful into the trials and tribulations of dealing with PTSD and everything like that. Damn. And if you read his citation, you want to see something that's like all inspiring. Um, I would read that citation of that Navy Cross because it's crazy. But anyways, they 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 do it. They push out. They go back through more Marine casualties on the second half. Now, General Sattler's there to lead the invasion to help, like, oversight, planning. Obviously, it's the Marines going door-to-door. They clear it on out. Yeah. Casualties high. One of transition to this is that, like, IDs were one of the most leading forms of, of uh, casualties yeah. in there. Right? So, ultimately, it's time for a new commandant. General Conway went from IMF to the J-5 at the Pentagon, and then he got selected to be nominated, selected, whatever, to be the, the commandant. And one of the one of the coolest things to see at the time at this time I'm coming back from MSG, so I did a tour in um, Minsk, Belarus, right next to Russia, mm-hmm. and then I did a tour in Islamabad, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And then they said, "Oh, they said, where do you want to go next?" So they like very humbling, worked hard. They said, "You could get your choice of wherever you want to go." And I was a meritorious staff by like year number four, right? Yeah. And I was just like. What do I do now? I You're number like, four in the in the Marine Corps. No, no. You put, 
At four years, you picked, he picked up staff in yeah. four fucking years. <laughs> well, he picked, picked up, up corporal in like one year or something. Yeah, yeah, I picked up Gunny in six and a half. Damn. Where, so, what what rank did you hold the longest? Was it Gunny? gunny yeah. What's average for Gunny? Fourteen years. To pick up Gunny is fourteen MLS. Fourteen years. Damn. Yeah, that's odd. Oh, so I could come back, dude. You were always like on fire. Like I've told you this before. I got promoted really fast in corporate America. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, I'll tell you this till the day I die. I watched you as an example in the Marine Corps getting promoted so fast. And that was on my mind while, like, when I went in to corporate America and I was just at the bottom. Philosophy on it. It's very humbling to hear, man. But I'm I'm sidetracked. Happy for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. But um, to wrap up the MRAP thing, right? So, what I really loved about being at headquarters of Marine Corps at the time, I was engaged to my first wife that I met on the program. She wasn't Russian. She was visiting her brother who was an American. Um, a rising star in politics in Kansas. Your ex My ex-wife, yeah. Rising star. No shit. Very rising star. <laughs> I will always give her props. She's very intelligent, very driven. Rising star. Here where, I am. Now, so where did you meet her? In Minsk, Belarus, at the embassy. She came to visit her oh, brother. Oh, you were on MSG duty. Yeah, she came to visit her brother... When and where is that? What, Minsk, what? Minsk, Belarus. In what country is that? Belarus. Belarus. Oh, Belarus. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. So that Belarus country. is a neighboring country, former part of the Soviet Union. Gotcha. Of Russia. There's a lot of talk of them because their current president, real dictator, Alexander Lukashenko, was going to enter the Ukrainian conflict oh, gotcha. to help out Russia. That's no. where they've been back in the news. But Sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. I just no, got it. This is good. crazy. Yeah, okay. it's all good. So, so you meet this girl at an MSG. So she comes to visit her brother. Why was she allowed to do that? Well, you, I mean, it was fine. It was, no, I mean, Belarus has always been like... I, if I was yeah. stationed in Belarus, my sister wouldn't be like, I'm going to come see you. Well, she's going to come visit her brother. Oh, you know okay, I mean? okay. Like, that's Lyle cool. No, that's cool. A, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I'm just like, a co- was a good dude. He is a good dude. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, anyway, sorry. All good. Yeah, so he came to visit, and we just hit it off, kept in touch. Obviously developed a relationship from there, and then I went to Pakistan. We tried the long-distance thing. Not easy. No. Got engaged. We met up in, did a vacation, met up in Rome. And then I knew from there at a young age, like, oh, this is the one for me. <laughs> oh, young, dumb, and you know, full of you yeah. know what. <laughs> um, but we were just, like, super young. Yeah. You know, and we, we, I think when you look back on it at this point in life, you're like, you think like, oh, wow, I'm on like your little wee wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so anyways, I, I, so my career went like this. Uh, contract PFC, Lance Corporal, Meritorious Corporal, uh, Meritorious Sergeant. No, not Meritorious Sergeant. Picked up Sergeant Easy on MST. You get 100 points towards your bullshit. You yeah, pick up yeah, quick. Yeah. And that was year two. Were you, were you a sergeant when you, uh, by the time you were done with MSG training? No, it was a couple months after. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So my goal upon coming to Marine Corps, <clears throat> obviously like enlisting on 9-11. I thought about it for two years before that, but I was like, you know what? My grandfather, World War II vet, uncle, um, drafted during Vietnam, never went on over. So third generation Marines, I just want to match my my grandfather. Like, and then I'll get out right, like four yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Out, right. Uh, but when I picked up Sergeant, I was like, this shit's too easy. It's like a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is like, he just, I just bought it. I mean, like the Marine Corps to me was nothing different than how my household was being raised. Like people yelling at you, like, okay, that's what we come from a loud family. Yeah. You know, do this, do this to the like until you get it right. Okay, no problem. Like yeah. physical fitness, 
garbage. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah. if you if you are, if you can't a, pass a PFT, you're fucking. Yeah, screwed. and you know, and then if you're competitive, like you just naturally want to get a higher score. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, and then ultimately, like if you recognize the military, and I think this is anywhere you go. Like, just my uncle gave me the best advice because he was a grunt during Vietnam. I wanted to be a grunt. Like, who didn't want to be a grunt, right? And they said we can't. I, I didn't want to be a grunt. I did because I, 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 I bought into it. Right? <laughs> yeah. And when it went on in, they're like, we can't send you to a year from now. And I was like, well, that's garbage, right? And so I regretted it. And um, I said, he's like, well, I said, well, I, you know, I talked to my uncle about it. He's like, Tim, he just passed of ALS, so that sucked. But great Sorry. mentor throughout my life. Um, he's like, hey, no one loves the grunts more than me. But I'm here to tell you that, like, get something that would allow you to be in a position to either know everything that's going on or get a retainable skill. Because he's like, unless you want to go on to become a cop or, you know, an agent, then gotcha. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was like 18. You know what I mean? So um, he told me, he said, hey, he's like, when you get there and you get in, just play the game. That's it. Yes, sir. No, sir. Just play the game. And I always had that in the back of my head. So when we talk about, like, First Sergeant Benton and all other stuff, I was like, just play the game. You know what I mean? So anyways... Pinned on Sergeant in Belarus, pinned on Meritorious Staff Sergeant in Pakistan, which I had a fight for. Would you? What, is that like a board? Like you went through with MSG's to get different, corporal? man. Yeah. So like board but, is like but, your By the way, just so, so we keep saying MSG duty, somebody might be listening. We're yeah, talking so, about like embassy duty, correct? So, so it's like a Marine Security Guard. Marine Security, yeah, Marine Guard, Security Guard. But now they changed it a, mm. a decade ago. It's Marine Embassy Security Group. Oh. That's yeah, that's a whole other story. Sounds I was pretty woke. Too. Three three words, <laughs> three words to four words. Remo- sure. uh, I'll tell you about that because I was in the room when they were forming it, and I was in the room when it was received by the commandant, yeah. uh, by General Conway. I was like, yeah. "Oh, I just left there." <laughs> you know? um, that's funny, man. So you've been a fly on the wall in some dude, funny ass places. Insane. That's fucking crazy. People always tell me, like, "You should write a book." I was like, "Yeah, maybe." You I should. It's, it's, it's funny to me. You Seriously. Know what I mean? But, but, but anyway, so you picked up meritorious staff sergeant. So what's different? Yeah. How do how do what's that? What's the process? So on to go security meritorious. Guard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know when you. <clears throat> When you p- go to pick up Meritorious Corporal, like it's a board, it, it's a popularity contest, right? Right. You know, and, and, and didn't you do like, like march the march the platoon. Maybe depends on where you're at. I remember when you picked yeah. up Corporal. Maybe I remember when you were yeah. going through that. Yeah. Well, at first one I lost to Ross, right? And you I lost like, to Ross. Yeah, dude, it was so bad. Oh, that's I, so hey, game Ross, McNass. love you, yeah. but I should have won that fucking. <laughs> board, <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> Ross was a cool dude. He was. He was, and I won't take that away from him. Like he was really cool. Ross was. Super he left up. early though. He wasn't there that he long. He went on a machine. Oh, he that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it um, seems like I just I see posts from Ross like just yeah, leaving China time, yeah. or some shit like. Well, that. he yeah, he uh, I don't I haven't followed his life too much. I know he was in the reserves. He got promoted. Uh, I think first sergeant. And he did some contracting work and this and that. I think he's out now, but yeah. But I remember. So we did the board, and well, yeah, I'm always like nervous about this. stuff the first time going. And it was me, Andrews, good old porn killer Andrews, Damn. Jason Andrews, and oh, Ross. We got to talk one. about yeah, him. Yeah, we'll come back. To <laughs> so Yo, Ross after goes this in there. story, we're going back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ross goes in there, knocks out the park. But he's always been like, yeah, yeah. Not, that's not me. I'm like, my style personally that I feel comfortable with is like silent, competent in your work, and confident. Yeah. Not to take away from Ross, it's just me. So I'm not vocal. Yeah. I've always been warned about like, hey, watch the silent guys. Because you're either the most dangerous or hardest working, they just go for the job. The loud ones, watch them, but know that there's a chance they're just being loud, right? Yeah. So me and Ross 
Ross won it. Congrats to him, obviously. But then you notice the difference that, like, when you put on that NCO cap, either you have your guys that back you like he deserved it, and others are like, oh, you're a fucking NCO. And you, you guys were in the same office, right? Same office. Same All of you to, guys were in the yeah. same, because Andrews was in your office, too. What the fuck? Wasn't it wasn't in a battalion it, competition? S1. Oh, yeah. No, it, it oh, all it depend was, on, depend oh, on who you submitted. S1. Oh, okay. Submitted. You know what I mean? It's all Yeah, down supply, down. we were never told about it. Yeah. <laughs> Gunny, Gunny Lloyd and all your others that you had down there. Gunny <laughs> Lloyd was holding you guys yeah, down. Yeah, they did that like, one. No, we don't get time to get promoted. Yeah. North Korea is coming. You, know? well, you, wanna, you wanna talk about the uh, man. Gunny Lloyd was the man holding everybody down. Yeah. But, um, I have a love. I I, I have. I, I won't sidetrack yeah. us, but I like Gunny Lloyd was tough, but he was. I could he tell, was good to me. I can tell know. behind the scenes if you're a good Marine, he took care of you. Yeah. If you were a troublemaker, he probably took on like the tougher. I mean, it was, he took it was, me on one of the best deep sea fishing fucking trips. Yeah, I've I remember ever that. It, it, it was almost like if you had his attention, it was because he. He he saw something good in you, yeah. you know. And Hands he, down, I would God, he that. was in my life all the time. But anyways, we keep taking away from your ability to tell the story. So, oh so, no, it's all good. I just can't so, help it. I'm just so excited Marines about these. So you got, yeah. so you got you, Ross, a porn killer, and uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. and I, probably some other people from around the battalion, and obviously they did the battalion first, then group. Ross went on to win. Like, congrats to Ross, but obviously he came on back on MSG. Blah blah blah. But I remember Delgado, who I love. Yeah, well, I'm sure we all re- love Romero. I mean, I, I talk to his family almost every day. Yeah, I, mean, I love that family. Yeah. I, wish, I gotta make a trip out to go see them because it's been years. Where, where are they now? California. They're in yeah. California. Oh, poor them. Manaphy. Manaphy. I went to Delgado, who was only a sergeant at the time, and I said, hey, man, I was like, can you help me explain why? Because I saw the, when we were your admin, he saw the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Like, can you help me explain how Ross beat me on pros and cons? <laughs> And he's just like, well, you know, uh, he runs the mail office. I was like, that's not true. Yeah, I like, what do you mean? I said, I said, I run it. I just don't oh. talk about it. You oh, don't you, hear the it was you and Ross in there before. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I said, you just don't. I said, Ross was only in, uh, his only responsibility because things were getting crazy. We're like, hey, man, just sit here, go through the mail. And if it needs to be stamped, return to center, stamp it, I'll go do the rest. Yeah. It was just, cat. I mean, if you remember Ross, like he just had a lot of like, Hyper, someone say, hey, he's ADAD, whatever, yeah, yeah, ADHD, yeah. whatever, run around, and like you just couldn't get him to settle down. So, the only thing you just like, hey, just take I care did. of this stop. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Tearing your shirt. <laughs> anyway, I was in the office, like, holy crap. <laughs> that, that escalated but quickly. I had been in the unit for like three weeks at that point. Is I remember that, like, oh, you're going to ruin my shirt, bro. <laughs> but, I don't but, know what to do. <laughs> by the way, Ross is about what five four or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. and again, yeah, but I only weighed like hundred and eighty pounds back then. Much respect just, to Ross. I met him. I met up with him years ago at the Pentagon. We were just crossing paths, and we went out and like then grabbed some lunch. Great dude. It's not. This is just a young kid stuff. Seriously, I was yeah. a dipshit. So we then. we know the process. For... At least he didn't piss in his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't on the piss list, Mike McHale. <laughs> Or so we know about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a regular battalion board. Now it's different, I'm sure, but you go and you appear before whatever, blah, blah, blah. MSG, you're scattered all over the world. At the time, there was like 149, 156 embassies held by regional commanders, if you will, and each one is a lieutenant colonel. So then the group is in charge by a colonel. So my company commander isn't a captain. It's yeah. a lieutenant colonel. And the only way to do it is by paper. Yeah. So I picked up uh, Sergeant, and I was like, cool. So Belarus was known as a hardship tour. They have them tiered. 
It's like yeah, yeah. DCA, designated country. DC and then tiered like three, two, and one. Three being the worst one. Meaning like you're not going to have much of a life when you're there. Yeah, right? yeah. So I was like, cool, I'll go. I did well in school to where they're like, hey, you earn our trust with any of DC posts first. He's like, the good thing is when you go, though, you'll get a post of your choice when you leave. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I knocked it out. Right? Great post. And I met my ex there. Overall, a lot of like great. That's great what kids. took up a lot of your free time back then. <laughs> yeah. Talking well, to her. Well, she only from... visited for like two weeks, and then I ran up like. Well, that's what I'm saying. I was going to say buying yeah. phone cards and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all like Belarusian internet. Yeah. Send, oh, sending, uh, yeah. send, sending old school letters. Oh, you know? for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just a just a sidebar. There's a comedian who's like, uh, you want to know how dumb people are today? Look, compare the letters that come back from the soldiers, like 70 years ago yeah, versus now. For sure. Like, like the ones from 70 years ago are like, Dearest Virginia. My grandfather's, all his letters from World War II God to his damn. mother. I'm reading through them. I was like, oh, my God. That's this crazy. This is awesome. Like, because I got to see, like, his mindset. And there was, like, like newspaper clippings from the battle, you know, in the Philippines and Peleliu yeah. and Bougainville. And I was like, and you're Jesus. reading this stuff. And you're like, oh, well, this is well, well, the, the comedian's punchline is, like, you know, the one from World War II is, like, Dearest Virginia. Please send my de- dearest regards my, to my, my family. <laughs> it is so difficult in the long days without your beautiful face. And then you flip to today's. It's like, Kate, it's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Praying emoji or high five I can't, emoji. Uh, I, can't remember. Five, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what comedian it is, but that's. Yeah, that's man. Don't fuck anybody. But those. Uh, <laughs> The the board to answer your question, all paperboard, man. But I remember when I was in Pakistan, I went through three deck commanders. One was leaving. They found a temporary one. And the third one was coming up. At the time, the ambassador there was Ambassador Ryan Crocker, who is a declared ambassador for life. He's been all over the Middle East. He would go on from Pakistan to Iraq to Afghanistan. And it was under Iraq between him and General Petraeus that they accomplished the most, and they follow each other in Afghanistan, right? So Ambassador Crocker ultimately in the end would, like, pin me on to staff sergeant. And I got to know him, like, very well and everything. Um, but the gunny we had at the time, he was what, just, What's like, an ambassador? Ambassador? Like, you are the Are lead. they a politician? Eh, it depends. So you could be appointed as an ambassador, or you could rise through the ranks and, and ultimately be selected to be one. Oh, okay. And he was a traditional, like, hey, I'm with the State Department. I'm going to rise. They wear the suits ranks. and shit, though. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, you yeah, are the yeah. lead dignitary in that country. Okay. Anyway, all. sorry. That's no, it's all good. Like, yeah, people yeah. people need to know because you'd be surprised how many people don't know. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, oh, what is he? Like a senator? Like, no, he is like the official lead dignitary in that country to be re- representative of our current foreign policy. But what might his system. formal job have been or something? In the past? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, in, yeah in, so there's tons of billets. He could work at consulates. You know, he could work at but embassies. are they Marines? No, 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 no. This is That's State what I'm Department. saying. This is like State more of like political. So they're government kind of. officials. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And yeah, he had, he's had like five or six ambassadorships, which is a real big deal. Yeah. A real big wow. deal. Most are entrusted maybe one or two. Yeah. And don't, it's kind of like you pay people back who donated to your campaign. Like, hey, I'll make you the ambassador of Ireland, you know, oh, or Canada. You know, man, like that'd be sick. easy stuff. That'd be sick. To well, be the best part about it is yeah. you get diplomatic immunity then, right? That's taken with a light term. Oh. Uh, it depends, right? Um, 
not everyone is eligible when you're a, diplo- like a diplomat. I had a, di- a diplomatic passport. And oh, like, he was like, you don't get diplomatic immunity, bitch. You're a Marine. Let me go back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Give me a coffee, by the way. But the ambassador more, if I'm not mistaken, I think all ambassadors do, but I could be wrong there. I don't know. But yeah, only yeah. like one person really gets it. And but it, 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 ambassadorships come in, you know, it's, it's, it could be a big honor. It could be just like kind of like a nod towards, hey, thanks for donating to my campaign or working yeah. my campaign. Because you got like... Ambassador Crocker, been through all the presidents, um, like both sides, focused on the foreign policy because that's what he knew his job was, right? Great in the Middle East, was there, knew the Marines that were bombed in the barracks in Lebanon. I mean, like, just loves the Marine Corps, loves the military, learned a lot of of leadership lessons from that guy because when you'd have weekly, they call them like country meetings, country team meetings, and you go in a room, secure and you're briefing on various topics. And I'd have to go on multiple uh, times and be like, hey, this is what we got going on in the Marine Corps, blah, 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 and, you know, security stuff. Um, but there was a time in Pakistan, man, where that, I think it was Danish or in Switzerland, like someone wrote that, that uh, made that caricature of the Prophet Muhammad with a suicide vest. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone, like, went ape shit. The, the comic, over. the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And it went, like, ape shit around the world, you know? And then they're like, oh, crap, we're in Pakistan, right? So in Pakistan, they have a diplomatic enclave that uh, the military, especially Pakistani rangers, could help secure. And they had multiple gates, but there's two main gates, and then there's like the side gate, right? And it's like our compound was 37 acres, and we're in the far back. So they started at like this mosque. They pushed them down Constitution Avenue. Like there's like 10,000 people, man. And they push them on down, and the rangers are like, you know, they're beating them with batons and this like it's like hurting cops get like, the they fuck don't out care. of here yeah, yeah, yeah and they push them to the next gate and they're like, well no one puts security at the last gate right so ten thousand people storm through they like set fires to the egyptian uh, embassy to like the india especially the india embassy yeah. they're throwing bricks and everything yeah. yeah they had a few that were trying to get in the british compound but the brits like don't mess around right they're yeah. they used to see them just pummeling dudes and kicking them back out yeah you know, and then like they're storming us, and but leading before, leading up to that, maybe it was before or after. Maybe it was before. Maybe this was after. But anyways, the the Marines and the RSOs, like we, it was like at that, my time in Pakistan at the time, man. It was kind of funny because we had every type of three letter agency, and it was like the Wild Wild West. So you had all these guys who were all armed up, yeah. and it came down to like firing, from what I remember our very last gas canister, our CS canister, and you see this dinky red thing go, bing, 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 and then they broke, and they all ran back. Jeez. And we're like, oh, my that God. That scared them enough? <laughs> no, no, I mean, they were moving through, but like oh. we were increasing them. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know how much we had, and then it would and just whatever, right? Um, <laughs> so the next country team meeting, what I really respected was he came to us, and he goes, uh, I'm in a room with him and, and RSO Scott Fuquar and who's, who's, others. What's RSO? Regional Security Officer. Okay. So they oversee the entire security of the compound and like the coordinate stuff there. Um, and he's like, "Hey, we want you to do like a threat assessment because you Marines know the compound." And I was like, "Oh, cool." And I didn't know what I was doing, right? But I was like, "Let's look for every possible weakness and this and that." We did it. We presented it to him. Thought I was being slick. He's like, "So what do you guys need?" And I was like, "Well, this is what we have for our armament." Like, this is what we're limited to. This is what the RSO has. And um, he goes, well, do you all have, like, any squad automatic weapons? Do you have any, like, you know, how much ammo do you have? Yeah, saws. You know, do you have any of that? I was like, no, sir, we don't have that. I was like, I I found that. Oh, shit, you don't have that? Not at the time. No kidding. But we have M4s. 
I was like, but that's, I was like, you got to understand. I said, for Marine security guards are, yeah, no, right? <laughs> well, it's even worse at embassies because the windows don't open up. They're all ballistic. So yeah. a Marine security guard's duty. So they're like, wait, you just got to get out the ro- out roof or what? If you get in the roof, yeah, we actually made modifications to the whole compound at that time. Damn. To prepare for the, anything that was next. But, um, we didn't. MSG is typical. Yeah. Afterwards, well, dude, to make sure nothing, <laughs> and then nothing came. So, dude, the, the <laughs> thing is with the armament when he went through school. Mind you, I went through in two thousand four. I'm sure it's more robust, especially because of like Benghazi now. But when we went through. It was like eight seventy Remington shotguns, nine mils, and only like so many posts had M fours. Right. But your job is internal defense. So your you job guys don't is have like an army uh, armory at every. We do. Po- we do, but but they but don't have M4s and shit. Only so many posts had them. Well, why would until until Benghazi, from what okay. I was told, and then they upped it across the board. But why would a well? I guess the hardship post is is more got to do with like the but, um, the but where I was going with that is why wouldn't a hardship post have like the, the best or whatever? The yeah, like the, so the that bigger one did, weapons. Though. We had M4s. Oh. We just didn't have saws. You know what gotcha. I mean? But well, what I respected with him in that meeting was Ambassador uh, <clears throat> Crocker turned to the RSO and was like, he's like, so can I just pay for the ammo myself and get you guys more ammo? Like, can I just buy these guns? And, and the, the ambassador? RSO's, yeah, the, the RSO is laughing. He's like, no, so you can't. You can't do that. And uh, I said, that's like, sir, if you can't, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't know what my work is. <laughs> I'll out. shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Especially if we need him. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, and uh, yeah, so then the best part is, so that week you you tend to know like the ambassadors' movements. You have to, right? Yeah. So that people know. I mean, that's why you're there, right? For sure. And you know, to protect classified information is number one. Then Americans. That's that's how it goes. You know, yeah. like there's a whole process behind it. And again, this was 2004, 2006. Benghazi was a game changer for obvious reasons, right? And I could even talk a little bit about that. But um, he comes back like a week later, so he took a personal time. To go back to D.C., meets with Condoleezza Rice, the other meeting on all the stuff. Next thing I know, within a week, we have crates of, like, various weapons coming through. Damn. And he was like, you talk about support. And the next country team meeting we had, he goes, if anyone comes over that wall, as soon as they touch that wall and are coming over, he's like, you shoot them and shoot to kill. He's like, I will not have any American killed on my watch. Right? So what you find out, though, is that Corporal Corley that was there in the 1970s, the other time when... Islamabad was raided. He was on the roof and he got shot. He was killed. The bar there at um, in Pakistan was named after him. You know, so and he had seen enough on his throughout his experiences as a diplomat to be like, I'm not messing around. Jeez. We'll figure it afterwards. But no one's dying on my watch. And I was like, that's leadership. Yeah, bro, like, you got some awesome. fucking crazy stories from us just starting out at little fucking admin PFCs and yeah. shit, dude. That's crazy. What, what is what is the staff size like at an embassy? Like how many? It depends on the size of the embassy. Is it only Marines there? Uh, for embassy security guards, yes. But then there's other agencies um, that get their get their allotments. I'm just texting the wife. No, it's um, all good. It's all good. So uh, it is all good. <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it is all good. Let's say that again. <laughs> um, Heyo. Hey-o. So, so I will tell you, though, like in Belarus, small country, very adamant threat. We only had like a handful of Marines. Pakistan, larger intelligence threat for obvious reasons. That's where you went post, after. Yeah, post 
right? They did not like America at all until Dick Cheney said, well, bomb me back to the Dark Ages if you don't help us out with Afghanistan. Mm. So wait so, a second. One, one second. So you go to a hardship to location hardship. I'll to tell Belarus. You that story too. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, hey, you can go wherever you want. And you're like, Pakistan. Yeah. No, what no I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. But my debt there was one in 10. So meaning one deck commander, 10 Marines. But more gotcha. ones that were seen like combat and shit, like Iraq, Baghdad. Or like one Kabul, to fifty or something. Like one in twenty, one in oh, thirty. Twenty thirty. Yeah. Uh, oh, bigger embassies, like in Rome, or like around certain, uh, you know, units, if you will, or like diplomatic parts, like one in twenty. You know, I mean, Egypt's one in twenty. What's typically like the highest ranking guy there? Or it could go up to master girl, sergeant. I guess. Yeah. If I, it would yeah. go up to master sergeant. That's master sergeant. Yeah, but those are normally designated to the higher post. Were Were you a master sergeant at all on MSG? No. Oh, no, you got out. I got out. I left there. As a staff sergeant, and then oh, okay. I thought so. This I thought, is kind of funny because yeah, yeah, you okay. asked about the post selection. Yeah, right? yeah. So I did <laughs> the first post in Belarus. I'm like, oh, I know. I like, I want my choice of my next post, whatever. Fucking Brazil and or something. So I on leave, man. I take leave. And a cool feature of MSG. I don't know if they still do this, but Marine Security Guard duty. I have all my bucket hey, list. Tim, was, we, we've we like angled the microphone or something. Just is this do better. That. There you that go. Better? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it better? Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I go on leave, but my bucket list was like, hey, I want to go to Rome, Italy. Yeah. And I want to go to Dublin, Ireland. While I'm out here. Oh, right? that would be the oh, shit. Yeah. So yeah, this guy made shit. it happen, right? So I, I call. Uh, obviously, when you're low on personnel. When you leave, someone's got to fill your, your shift work because you're doing like eight-hour, ten-hour shifts, and it's nonstop. You don't really get days off. It just depends on what you do yeah. and how many people you have, blah, blah, blah. So I call the embassy. I give the Marines in touch at Post 1, and I'm like in Dublin. And I was like, hey, it's like, you know, can I come visit? If I come, can I stay at the Marine house? And really cool Marine. Uh, he goes, hey, and, and here's the, the assistant detachment commander. So he's like, let me check with the other guys because you want to be respectful that it's their house too. Yeah. He could have easily said, like, yeah, man, come on by. We'll take care of you. Didn't, right? So I went there. He got it cleared. I said, I don't care. I could sleep on the floor or wherever. It doesn't matter. I just want to – I won't even be there much, right? So go there. Great time. Love the Marines there. Meet even some locals. Really cool time, right? And there's spots opening up. I was like, oh, this would be a great place for my second tour. Like, who wouldn't want to say you lived in Ireland – for a year, right? You might end up staying there. Dude, 90% of those guys got married leaving from there, like with locals. With an Irish girl? Yeah, dude. Damn. It was one of those posts that you go to your, like, you're like, chances are, you're, when, if you're on your last post there, so they changed it from two tours of 15 months to one tour uh, for a three-year tour, one tour uh, each. So three total posts, posts yeah. right? If and you went there, there on your third post, chances are you're, you're getting married, right? So... Blast. I went there during St. Patrick's week because they used it to kick off all of the tourism. Did you have Libo? Oh, yeah. It was all Libo, dude. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't stationed there. I was you were, you were there Oh, no yeah. shit. No shit. My bad. My bad. Dude, and I, like, when I went there, I hated Guinness. Like, I, I was like. Oh, I bet. Dude, they, I, they, they, they probably Guinness have. Guinness in Okinawa? They probably, dude, not the same. Yeah, but. It's they, not the same. But they probably have you. way better beer there. Dude. For it sure. It is, like, something off of, like. Another the beer planet. of God. Yeah, he's <laughs> pissing in a cup yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> McKelvey's God of Liquor, yeah, pissing Guinness. You know, um. so we go to the St. Patrick's Day parade, and it's like seven in the morning, and I'm with this other Marine. It's getting married to an Irish girl. Great dude. Dude's name is James. Um, 
And uh, he's like, hey, you want a drink? And all the bar, I mean, it's it's packed already. He's like, you want a drink? I was like, yeah, man. Forget it. I don't give me a drink. He's like, all right, I got you. And he comes back and he, he's got a Guinness. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Drink that. And he's like, no, he's like, I, he's like, everyone says that when they come here first time, just try it. And I was like, oh my god, what is this sweet Billy goodness? Nectar, <laughs> <And the> nectar <laughs> of the gods. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> what is this sweet dehydrated nectar of the gods? What, you know? what, what ounces? How many? Was it like? Was it, it a was big a, thirty-two uh, ounces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, I was wondering where he was because I didn't know this about. <laughs> it's all my protein shakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was gone for a while, and I didn't know that there's like a at the time. I didn't know that there's like an absolute true way of true fashion of pouring a Guinness. You know, you got to let it set all the suds for like two yeah, minutes. Yeah. And you want it the proper ways where it's like an eighth of an inch at the top with the foam. If it's not an eighth of an inch, it's a, it's a shit. It'll Guinness. fuck the whole thing up. Yeah, right? yeah it's yeah, an yeah. experience, right? So anyways, I was like, man, this is this is amazing. Go on. Great time. Um, I meet a this Irish dude named Aaron. He's like a bartender at the time. Of course, Marines all make friends with bartenders, right? He's only like 22. A good dude. He turns into like the best tour guide. And him and I like hit it off. And he's like, he takes me to the Dublin Brewery. And um, is he gonna go, he's like, do you really want to go on this tour and see how this shit is made? I was like, fuck, no, I don't care about this <laughs> tour, man. What do you do? You pour in some whatever? And I was like, let's Because at the top is a circular glass bar. And you overlook all of Ireland, right? So when you yeah. go into the distillery or the, the brewery, they give you what they call like a worry stone, and it has this little plastic ring on it. And in the corner, it says Guinness on it, but the little corner, like a dime-sized drop of Guinness. So it's a cool little collectible thing. So we go straight to the top, man. It's like early as shit, too. We go straight <laughs> to the top. And we go right to the circular bar, and I hand them my worry stone, and they pull off the ring, and they give me a fresh Guinness. Like it's being sent up from where it's being made, like right on up. And I look down at it, and I see this lady doing, the bartender doing this stuff. And I'm looking at my drink, which hands to me, and there's like a shamrock in it, like the flick of the wrist. I was like, that is freaking What's that? Cool. I don't know. They, the way they poured it, because the foam settled perfect, oh, that they had a shamrock on the while top. While she was fucking around yeah, with Yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, that is so cool. So anyways, great trip. I get back, and I got to decide where to go based off a wish list of availability. And I'm looking, in, and looking at this list. And it goes, uh, oh, two spots open in Ireland. Like, hell yeah. And I get precedence um, or priority. Two spots open in Rome, Italy. Like, even better. Fuck yeah. And then, like, two spots open in Iceland. I was like, I heard Iceland women are beautiful. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not. It, Denmark yeah. is the icy one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's green, Greenland. 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 Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse yeah, I've watched Vikings. Green, Greenland's yeah, 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 ice yeah, yeah, and Iceland's yeah. green. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I go in there. And um, my deck commander, I tell him, I submit my list. I, get, I tell my deck commander, and he's just like, all right, good to go. And he's like, oh, by the way, just so you know, I've recommended you for a slash, meaning assistant detachment commander. And I'm like, oh, thank you, sense. but no thank you. Like, there's spots open at Dublin. Like, maybe I'll do that. What does that recommendation post. do for you? Is it more money? Is it another rank? Nothing. It's just more responsibility. It's, it's fuck it, that. <laughs> it's, it's probably also what? Like, it's good for your... It's good no, for your I career. mean, what is it, what it, is, it even matter for, like, it. like again? If, if your goal, yeah, if your goal is to make a career <laughs> and get promoted, which mine was not, like, I, I was dead set literally on doing four But you years. were already ahead of the curve anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you picked thing. up Staff Sergeant in four fucking years. Well, this is like, before Staff Sergeant. I was a sergeant. Okay, okay, I was a sergeant at two. And but I already met my goals. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was like, hey, I just want to do my four. I was doing some college, got my associate's degree, and I was like, I just want to write this out, and I'll go back. And I got my GI Bill, the usual stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I, I figured, but by, by then, 
it looked at that time like the, the Iraq war was intensifying, but we already did the, did the invasion. So it was just like, hey, hold and build up. So like, I missed my chance. This and is what we, year? 2004, 2005. Okay. It was hot, but w- back then, the majority of Marines that we hung out with, and even my perspective was, like, we did the invasion, it's over. Yeah, I mean, well, the, ma- the media ha- only yeah. had so much to go around. They had um, Afghanistan to cover. I will so. say that I have a, I have a re- recon buddy yeah. who was in from, like, 08 to 12. Yeah. And he saw a lot of bad Oh, for sure. Like, like, crazy. ISIS. Like, it you're talking crazy. about ISIS, Iraq. Oh, okay. This, this is okay. different. I mean, you're talking like We had Saddam, already came in, invaded, sure. did our bombings. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah, went yeah. up against the Iraqi yeah, yeah. Republican Guard and the bleh, they, you know, blew them to pieces. And then, I don't want to be dismissive, but we did. And then you went against like the militias and then we pulled out and then the rise of ISIS. So you had like three different chapters, yeah. right? And different experiences. But the problem is with ISIS, uh, get off on the side tangent, is like a lot of those guys we trained. You know I mean? yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're still giving them weapons to this day. Oh, for day. sure. <laughs> um, so anyways, with those posts, you know, I mean, what an assistant detachment commander does is like you're the A slash to the deck commander and blah, 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 right? But I told him. You're was special. Like, yeah, yeah. You're the special boy. I was like, thank you, but but please, I would rather do that for my third post. I was like, I want to go. And, you're, right, so, and so you're a sergeant at this Sergeant, time. yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So then and so he um, says we recommended well, you, you for whatever, whatever. A slash. Yeah. And you had to be a sergeant or above to be an A slash. You well, would you, would, going back to the promotion, the meritorious staff sergeant, do you think that had anything to do with it? I wasn't that even in, that? that wasn't even being considered yet. Oh, okay. That was at Pakistan. Well, but it was part of the package when you well, put it. For sure. For so we're talking yeah. about your decision about Pakistan. Yeah, yeah. Right yeah I, okay. well, I'm sorry. I know we're jumping all, around no, a lot. No, no, that's all good. But ultimately, ev- everybody, including us, to follow. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but asking about, like, how do you go about selecting post, right? Like, this is a, yeah. this was the process now. It's changed again since Benghazi. It's probably changed even more so. But at the time, that's what you could do. So I come in, my buddy calls me. I won't say a buddy, but a Marine at the, the post at the embassy calls me and says, hey, brother, the results came in. You got it. You got to come and see. And uh, he's like, you're going to Dublin. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told my driver, he's like, Igor, Valencia, Vladimir, whoever the fuck drive me there now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So we go there, and I'm running all excited. And I, I grab the papers, and I look, and I'm like, ugh, Damascus, Syria. What the? F- and, I, and they're laughing, right? And I'm like, guys, this is not funny. And it says A slash. They like, fucking Man. pranked. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, be shitting me. Ugh. You know, I'm like, all not upset. Even funny, no, bro. dude. That's but not you know what? Though, I think that's karma. To when I told Rutherford, Pookie, that I, and I made those fake orders that he got orders to Germany after he bought that car. I think that's karma coming back to me, <laughs> dude. I, I briefly you remember, remember that. I briefly remember He's that. Like, oh, that's I all I remember. <laughs> and it was like for four days. Remember, he was I like a that... fucking little whiny bitch for well, four days. Well, remember. Uh, what was it though? What'd you do? Well, remember we taped him to that chair. I sent you all that picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We taped him up first, and then I told him because he was up for orders. I looked up the codes. And I chose like AFRICOM or UCOM Marine Post and I made up fake dummy orders and I gave it to him. I said, Hey man, you got orders. You should come check it out. Where did he where did he think he was going? He was thought he was going to like not not Home. Berlin, Germany. What was the other one? Uh, there's another post there. But whatever. He thought he was going to Germany. And he already had like a sister. And you and you army. were telling him that he was going to Well, dude, where? we went to full tilt. Like I made orders and everything. I had them stamped and all that shit. <laughs> to go where? To Germany. Oh, okay. From Okinawa. 
He thought he was going to go back to like. Oh, I mean, when I, when I asked. Traveling where, the world on the that's, US dime. That's what, I, that's what I meant. Where did he think he was going? He thought he was oh, he, going yeah. east. Coast. He was, thought he was going to like Lejeune or something. He was from Hotlanta, good old Atlanta. Oh, so he yeah, thought he was yeah. going back to there. But he, if you remember, he went and bought one of those, put a down payment on one of those cars at the damn PX, probably get like a 20% interest rate and shit. You know, he's picking up stateside. And um, I remember I was telling either <laughs> we duct taped him and then I told him and he was pissed off. Or, or well, well, no, well, you're right because we let it go on for a couple days shit. before we told him. He was starting to when he was starting to make, he was about to make the phone call to go cancel the car. And I was like, oh, I gotta tell him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he would, you know, he would have lost decisions We let him call his family. He's I'm going to Germany. He called his sister in Germany. And we're all like snickering, like, oh man, you're gonna have fun. You know, like you already have a Nazi ass roommate, Jason. <laughs> he'll he'll talk to you about it, and uh, he's like, "That's not funny, man." Blah blah blah. If, uh, if, he, if honestly, he probably would go back and be like, "Oh, you should have let me call the dealership," because that probably ended up being probably. one of the worst decisions of his life. Probably. I remember he got in trouble <clears throat> from NASCAR for not talking about buying a car because those guys were all scam artists, man. Like, oh, hey, it, you had a good deal. You got like a fifteen percent interest rate on it. It's Shout okay. out to NASCAR. Yeah, dude, NASCAR was cool. I was the, jealous of you guys. Yeah, but dude, he was so like. Lucky. He's the only officer while I was in. Like, he's like a brother. Is like, he, is he, he, yeah, is yeah, he still he in? He did, Dude, he retired me. He did such I, a good job, though, yeah. at holding us responsible. Like, he was the ultimate. I mean, he was, he was kind of, he's quiet-mannered as it yeah, is. Yeah. But he was the ultimate. Led by like, example. We just did what he said because it was like, dude, he's so fucking cool to us. We would well, feel bad if we let him down. You fear him? You feared more disappointment. I respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feared his disappointment. It was, it was I, loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, he was, earned it. They, like, there was one time he got like upset about me for something that I fucked up or whatever, and I and it was one time in two years of being with him. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh man, that sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I felt so bad. Remove the dagger. But from he my was heart. my he yeah. was my commander for my platoon commander for. Two years. Two, two years. two years. Bro. I mean, I had him for the 18 months, but so he retired me. I reached out to him because he's What, like, what he's is he now? Ago. Is he like a colonel? He's retiring. He's a lieutenant colonel. He's going to retire June 12th. He's going to retire. But yeah, um, was, I saw he wrote a book a couple of years ago. Yeah, I had did, to order Does anybody up? know what it is? It is. It's a historical book. Called? It's a. I, we'll we'll, we'll put it up on the screen at this part. Great we'll book. Put a link in. Um, thoroughly written. He's like going to be a. Do- I think he's almost done with his doctorates. He's been a school junkie ever since. He's we've been, we've been talked for degrees. like a little while now, just because of whatever. But I mean, he still is like, you know, he still fucking gets a hold of me to this day. You know he's what not, I mean? Like, yeah. he, man, he's just the man. And I then obviously. He, I still go see the Delgados and shit. Oh, for like, sure. We, we, like I said, we're fucking. What's what's Delgado up to? Is he? Is he, he works for. He's retired. Well, no, he Did retired he from the Marine Corps, but he works for. Uh, he works for the city in some job that you just, just hates. I mean, he no, 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 like loves. Oh, does he? He pretty much does the same thing he does in the Marine Corps. Been, he just doesn't get fucking yelled at all the time. That's what Rutherford does. Bro, Rutherford was working on base for a while. He's is, like, is Rutherford still in Atlanta? I don't know. I see. I'm. I'm I just saw him on Facebook. He's like a pastor. Yeah, he's like very, 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 very very religious. Hamlin's probably smoking crack somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) With that letter opener that (laughs) uh, (laughs) I checked out. I'm just gonna be honest. I checked out his Facebook, and he hasn't done any activity since like 17, and it's all like weird, like close-up fucking Samsung, like the old Hamlin was the redhead kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. that admin group was fucking weird, dude. Oh. Dude, we had some. But 
we still had you, me, and Delgado. You know what I mean? Like some yeah, fucking... it was fun. I mean, I mean, we, we had. But like... we literally had a guy who is, by the way, is this is are we going? We, into yeah, it? yeah, we're going into it. You want to go into it right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Let's, so let's we have give, a guy. Let's give this like about ten minutes or so. <laughs> Let, let's let's try to. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm on the train now. My momentum's going. Go, do it, dude. Okay, go go go. But so by this, the way, this guy's in prison. <laughs> like fucking twenty five. Did you know miles that when from... I sent that to you? Did you know that? Yes, yes. I had heard about it. Did you know well, about no, the documentary? I thought it was you. I don't know who you, told me. Like, no, it was it was Romero, like two and a half years ago or three years ago okay. or some shit. I didn't know about the documentary at all. Somebody, wait. So you only found out about it like two or three years ago? Three or four years ago, something like somebody, that. Somebody, somebody sent me a link uh, to like a headline because it happened in like 2010, right? Yeah, it might have been me, man. I think it was. It might have been you. I think it probably was you. But yeah. I've I've known about it for a long time. I remember living. I remember I was living the house I was living in, so it had to have been about two, 2010, 2011 that I heard about it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so Jason Andrews, uh, yeah, those let's, interested, let's look it. up uh, the documentary of Natural Porn Killers. Very catchy title. It's a it's an e like an entertainment television type yeah. documentary, yeah. but it's a hundred percent true. Here's the the it whole is, deal. Right? Like, <laughs> I remember being at MOS school with him, and everyone at first looked at Andrews like, oh man, he's like. A, Good to go, Marine in shape. You know what I mean? Like that's your okay, first impression. Okay. If you first look impression. at him without him talking, yes, yes, first impression, for sure. He's he high, you know, bro. Man, he had a high and tight, man. Dude, like my biggest sign. Mac, one of the things that Mac noticed about him was that he was in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It's true. <laughs> hey, gotta give nuts. Like, well, then, like, like porn star shape. Yeah, he was absolute porn star face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, <laughs> Ah, well, at that, first, when you're doing the school inventory PFT, like, you know, you're young, dumb Marine, or like anyone that runs a 300 PFT, it's in your like, oh, wow, like, you, you must be. Is that what, yeah, he did? what a good was Marine? He yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, he was, he was, a he was, yeah, he was yeah, definitely. And then when you got to hang out with him and listen to him talk, you're like, oh, what a fucking dumbass. Yeah, but he you was know? one of those guys that stood in the mirror and he's like, oh my God, I think I went from four to five percent body fat. He said so many weird things all the time. So here's where all the, I think, like, all the indicators were right. So one thing we were at MOS school. I'll never forget this. There was a chief. You went to MOS there. school with him. Yeah, man. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Go, go on. Me, him, and Ross. We okay. all went, and we went. We would go to Okinawa together. Okay, I got it. Here. You know, so like a chief warrant officer five, Joseph. I'll never forget this because we're we're doing our things. We're getting ready to graduate, and Andrews is talking to this other marine who he'd later marry, like this redheaded girl. I think. Whatever. We all went to MOS school. I remember together. her. Yeah. She came around when we were in Okinawa. She visited. She yeah, visited. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Wait, she wait. visited. She she was in the Marines. Yeah. But she, was she stationed on Hanson or no? No. No, she was, she was stationed stateside. Stateside. Yeah, yeah. But she oh, came okay, over okay. and visited. But they met in MOS school. They got married when they were on like leave or whatever. So Andrews got in trouble at school because he was found to have a tongue ring. I mean, I'll never forget this because <laughs> of course. Chief Officer Joseph was like, he's like, I don't. He said, I don't even know what to do. He was a black guy, right? No, no, he was older. He looked uh, like he looked like a craw I mean, either I'd say more like Joe Pesci. Okay. He looked like Joe uh, Pesci. Okay, okay. Anyway. And he's got like good, good when he's twenty seven years in, he's like, I don't know what to do with this guy's, you know, the Marines are, are the, it's changing in the Marine Corps. And he's it's like you see that his brain is like hurt. Because the culture's changing. By the way, chief yeah. warrant officers are the best rank in the fucking military. They they can be. Uh, I would not say that for I, I say it lightly for the O2 or the counter intel field. It depends on. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've never but that it would be a bit, depending on the field. I would say yes. 
Um, and I could talk about that. Again I had too. a bad experience in Tijuana, and a chief warrant officer got me out of a lot of shit. That makes sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. If it's used the right way, if they're good dudes, yeah, right? yeah, 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 that's yeah. anything. But anyways, we we <clears throat> all get orders to Okinawa, whatever. And, and Andrews, what you start to find out is, I know that I knew something was up because we were doing fire watch one night. We had us walk around the stupid fucking barracks catwalk. God, that shit sucked. And. You know, I mean, you guys know me well. I loved like fucking with people, and at the time, and and um, I remember Andrews like the door was open. He was walking on by, and it was really dark out. I just like jump. Oh no, no, no! They had the the windows open. I was staying inside a room, and he was on fire watch. And he he um, walked by, and I was like, "Ah, motherfucker!" <laughs> like to pull him yeah. in. <laughs> and instead of being like this, you know what I mean? Like the normal, like you know, I'm gonna punch you or throw a quick punch. He went like, yeah. like, so I was like "Oh man!" <laughs> oh, that's weird. I was like, that's, Tough guy. That's strike one. You're yeah, not cool yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. He goes, "Your shitty body." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we get orders Okinawa, and of course, like the typical stupid way the Marine Corps is. It's like, oh, if they PT good, they must be a good Marine. Like, that's not necessarily true. That's a measure of one aspect, right? Like, because of the internal discipline, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Andrew said hit it off well before you showed up because me and Andrews arrived together with Ross. And then Gonzalez was there, good old Gonzo. Gonzo. Yeah. He, um, he's doing well. He's, he's in Texas. Uh, he was a really good dude. Yeah. And um, we'd go running through Kintown, and Andrews would always, like, run in first, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and he could talk the talk on how to talk to higher ups, right? So fake. Like everything about him is like fake. Yeah. Well, anyways, time goes on. He's in, um, roommates with Pookie with Rutherford. I remember. Yeah. And I remember we're going out on Tequinto on Friday night. Rutherford. Yep. Yep. And I go on, you know, everyone always left their doors open. I okay, just walk right in and, and Pookie's in the shower. Andrews is out somewhere and I see a copy of Mein Kampf next to the no. bed. <laughs> and I said, Shit. I go, I go. I said, Rutherford, are you confused or something? What the <laughs> fuck? Why are you reading Mein Kampf? He's like, I know you just hear it, his voice because he's taking a show. He's like, bitch, that's my racist ass roommate. <laughs> and I was like, and I go, uh, Andrews comes back and I grab it. And this dude's dressed in like, you remember that dude that used to come by and make us suits? Bro, he was wearing, he always wore turtleneck sweaters. Yeah, remember, and the remember tight the dude, ones. like James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had come, a suit made, but. Yeah, and he came in there like this. I wore it to my brother's wedding. Pink button down shirt and. And at the time, pink wasn't a symbol of like confidence. It was like, hey, what the fuck is yeah, that type stuff? Why you know is I mean? this dude wearing pink? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's weird, you know? It's still not a sign. Be- of uh, I know. Right? <laughs> it's definitely not the new black. So I grabbed yeah, the mind yeah. conf. I was like, hey, Andrew's like, what the fuck is this, man? And I've dealt with, for me, side story, like coming through Chicago, there's one of the many things I couldn't stand were gangs and especially skinheads. I had skinheads in my area. Any kind of like. Yeah, I understand exactly. Yeah. Extremist groups, extreme, oh, exactly. Extremist me and my groups. Used to I run fucking around and hate Chase it. these guys down and like beat them down when we catch them because they're troublemakers, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, he's oh no, I you know I'm just I like history and I was just reading it and I was like okay, strike That's two. That's psychology, man. not yeah. history. So strike two, right? And so so there's a wimpy response to yeah, a joke, man. and then he has yeah. a mind conf. Yeah, that's so two. then um, oh, Andrews so deploys. <laughs> Remember, Andrews deploys to uh, Rock, to uh, Korea. Oh, he did the Korea one, He yeah. did the Korea one. He did it before I did. It was like, I think it was Croc or something like that. Yeah. But anyways, he comes back, and he's got his damn, um, I forget those boots on. Well, first off, I got to back up. He had, he he had the, special leather boots made. Because remember, we were tricolors. The shiny ones? Yeah, he had special leather boots made that went up to here. Like the real? Like right by like two inches below the knee. And I'm like, and he would try. That real Nazi shit. Yeah, that dude. Real 
and he tried to cough. That's why he yeah, did. Yeah, he would try to roll his. Dude, this is such an angle on Andrews dude, that I didn't know about or forgot oh, people about. People forget. I, I, I don't know, but but now that you're saying it, yeah. I remember all this shit. This I swear my to God. memories are insane. Dude, and right? I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, my crazy. memories insane because so, I do remember the mind cough, but I did not even recollect it until you said. Dude, it. So when I'm putting all this together, and like he shows up boots. Hey man, those are nice boots. But he's starting to like slowly. Whenever you cuff them with the like the boot ties, you get a little higher, a little higher, right? <laughs> and um, what? I, was like, I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that, Andrews? And oh, sorry, I was like, put those so things down, good. man. Yeah, no, like, what are you doing? You know, you know, you know at the admin we had like the help desk, so you see him get out, and he's just like, rolls but his, the weird his thing. thing of, okay, this. man, that's so weird. Now, so my, I'm good. I got the the whiskey. My stuff. only, uh, my only like. Like story, my story with him, where I just wanted to murder him, is, is like we. So remember when we did that two weeks out in the field? You, oh, I love. We that did that story. two weeks. I heard out. you guys talking about a recent episodes. Well, no, like, no, no, but that's that's mine and Jake's. Like that's yeah. that's where me and Jake, like we met before that, but like really that's where it. me and Jake yeah. became like best friends automatically. It was in that field. Oh yeah, for sure. But for um, sure. Yeah, but, but training, there dude. was one yeah. time when we had just because you know we were humping. Every other day we were humping like fucking seven miles, eight miles, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, we Good had just got done humping. Elliot leading the way. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Elliot. El- that was his name, oh, Elliot. That's all fucked up. Yeah, there's is a story about one? him, too. That was He's the one. the one that did that? Wait, wait. Who no. got us all fucked up? Who got us lost? He was in Elliot charge. was the one that sent us off to go do that. You that remember Elliot. that? He was the one that set it on up. Okay, yeah. he was. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, so we had, like, we had like stopped. You know, for one of our breaks, and we were eating MREs, and I can't, I can't remember what happened. Me and Gunnelfinger had like a like a dispute between each other, and he pissed me off, and I, and I can't remember. Him. I slapped him. That's right. That's and right. I looked I at you, and I was like, "What the fuck is that, McKelvey?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, "No, you're like, oh, calm down. Let me explain." <laughs> well, McKelvey. whatever. He's he, like, if he you was never talk to me, me again, I swear. But, but I got I, but the thing about <laughs> it was, is I was new, so yeah, it was like whatever. Yeah. And uh, but me and Gunnelfinger were the same rank at that point. So and and now we know who Gunnelfinger is, so we know I was wait, right. Wait, 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 <laughs> him. But, wait. I, I was I was zoned out for a second. You slapped Gunnelfinger. Yeah, I can't remember. Face. I, I can't remember what our dispute away. was. I thought for a second you were okay, saying so you, you slapped remember that. Dude, Dude, you have a memory like a fucking. Elephant, I was two feet bro. away, man. That's I got stories of that stuff. So I smacked him in the face, and Andrews was like, "But I, this is what I remember. I remember oh, he being rank. I remember I, he, he tried pulling put, some senior Lance senior, Corporal shit. He's senior PFC, but I'm the senior PFC here. I wasn't scared of him physically. I was yeah. scared of him rank wise. Because yes. when you're in the Marine Corps, you're, you're like, man, they could fuck my life. You're up. programmed. Yeah, they can fuck my life up. But this, this senior Lance Corporal can really fuck up my career. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, but, you, like, you, you, you in hindsight, right now, but, but like, like I said, I've been at the unit for a month and a yeah, half, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That's totally true, though. Now it's like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> and now we know, we know Gunnelfinger and we know Andrews, so we know I was right. No matter what yeah. happened, we know I was right. Yeah. But I smacked him, and I remember, like I said, I wasn't scared at the way Andrews, like I wasn't physically, I was scared of his rank, but I remember thinking, dude, why is he all like... He's like, don't ever do that again, or I will get you in so much trouble. And I'm just That's like, because right, you were a PFC, he was a Lance. He he never picked up corporal there. Yeah, but yeah, I remember yeah. it, it still it doesn't matter. The he mindset. was a non NCO. Yeah, the mindset though, because like, it's pumped. But into the you. thing I remember yeah. about him the most was his faggy fucking body language. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like, just you, you do not do that again. I'm like, what's wrong with this weirdo? God, man. But now I'm, we know. I'm, so anyway, 
I just remember watching. I was like, "That's the wrong." Okay, let's get into this. Because <laughs> <laughs> when he came by, when they left, I said, "I was like, what the fuck was that, man? You can't go hit around people." And say, "Hey," and it, <laughs> it's all worked up. He's like, "I don't care if you never talk to me again, but I got to tell you my story." And I was Wait, like, "That was me." Yeah, and you? Yeah, was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Calm down. So man. what did I tell you? You you told me that yeah. he tried like pulling some some PA, like locking you on as the lance corporal, and correcting you. And you're like, "Get the fuck!" And you try to explain yourself. And then he tried to tell you to like, shut up. I know which he was doesn't being a go real over bitch. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he started trying to like pull Lance Corporal rank on you. So, but I don't think Gunnelfing was a rant, Lance Corporal at that time. No, he was. He Dude, was. no, he what, was a what, PFC what, when I got there. I know that. I think this happened though when he was a Lance though, because he picked up. Man. So, he picked so, up I, so he, I think, like, it, dude. I but think it regardless was, of rank though, yeah. I think the point is that he didn't show you respect. He was interrupting you and trying to lock you on as like the senior person there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember you trying to explain something to him, and he kept doing it, and you just sn- like slapped him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was just like just a moment where you just hey, any human being, like, hey, bitch, <laughs> keep interrupting. I don't, but I don't do that. I, don't I just hit people for no, no reason. You don't. So like, you I think he. Guys, gra- I think there was something physical with him. Yeah, I feel like he grabbed me or something. Yeah, he went like this. Something to physical to, yeah, happened. Yeah. So I know something. I wouldn't just slap someone like yeah. without being. No, they like they got to rip your shirt. Shout but anyway, let's get back to fucking Andrew. <laughs> but, but I just want to say, like, between us, uh, there's not like a big rank deal between Private PFC and Lance Corp. Well, when you're like, the new really guy to the unit, yeah, when you're the new guy to the island, if, yeah. you're, if you're corporal, yeah. when you're when you're you know, 19 like, years old. And you, well, yeah, let's say like six, six, 19 year olds. I understand what yeah, you yeah, mean, yeah. but like looking back on it, like Lance Corbin, well, PFC, stupid. who gives a fuck? Yeah, so much. let's get back to Andrews here. <laughs> so, so the big freaky fuck. Yeah, okay. that comes out. He tries to correct you, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. He looking like a. So then he deploys to Korea. So again, like strike one. Like shitty marine tongue ring, right? Well, strike yeah, two, my strike, strike three, three boots. high boots. <laughs> right now, <laughs> what the boots. fuck is this? So then he goes to <laughs> Korea, comes back, and he has his um, boots on. He has like red shoelaces in. What? And I'm like, in, in, in like Doc Martens, right? Doc Martens. Yes, yes that's, that's the that's the most so racist I'm, shit. Dude, so the... he's wearing them and and he's God. walking dude, through dude, the barracks. Right. And I go up to him. I was like, Hey, Wait, that's racist. Yeah, dude, it's, a a sky, huge, it's a sign of skinheads. It's skin a huge yeah. sign of skin skinheads. Skin yeah, skinhead thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a huge, it's dude. not even like debatable. You got to go so watch huge. Higher Learning. This is where I learned yeah, this stuff. Higher Learning. No, not Higher Learning. Well, yeah, Higher Learning is one. And then, American uh, History X. And Mexico, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. But exactly. but also, so Rutherford said he was racist, who was his roommate. Yeah, but Rutherford's so chill, man. Like, he yeah, Ruther- was, was like, yeah, whatever. But still, bitch, like, yeah. he obviously was picking up on something. Rutherford. Yeah, Rutherford, yeah, Rutherford, yeah, yeah. Rutherford, Rutherford That's my racist ass roommate. <laughs> yeah, 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 and by yeah. the way, Rutherford was a black guy. Yeah. You know, Rutherford is black. So, and he's like, whatever. He's like 5'2. It's super like sweet guy. Buck, I buck, honestly. He was a nice guy. Yeah, so nice, dude. That so is then there's crazy. the the the, the red I forgot du- about Doc Martens, right? And I I pulled him aside in the barracks and I said, Andrew, like, what the fuck is that, man? He's like, oh, you like him? There's just my style. I was like, fuck no. Like I know what that means. I was like, if I see you with that stuff again, I said, I don't do well with skinheads. Like I'm gonna fuck you up. I was like, I'm and by now, like we all know yeah. who Andrews is. We've Jesus, all been. I mean, like man. Like That's the only insane. thing you had to do in Okinawa was either work, hit the gym, drink, or like go adventuring, right? Or go to you know get solicited by Scientology or whatever those guys are hopeless yeah. witnesses. You <laughs> know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to hit the gym a yeah. lot. So I was like, Andrew's like, you do that shit, man. I'm gonna like you change, but I'm gonna fuck you up. I don't care. And everyone's gonna believe me over you, you yeah. know. But then the next time I'm coming back from the seven day store or the old, um, you know, they had like the food court there, the shitty Taco Bell all that crap. 
And I'm walking up. Grilled stuffed dildos. <laughs> and he's walking towards me, and he's holding hands with that girl that ironically looked like his wife because they met in, in Korea or something like that. And I was like, you guys get a divorce? Oh, I'm going through divorce, this and that, blah, 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 right? But when I'm looking at his hands, he's got a bracelet, wooden one with, like, strings on it, and on each little uh, tab of it are swastikas. And I was like, Andrews, so come here, man. I said, I warned you last time. I "I don't know what the fuck's going on with you, but you take that shit off. I was like, or I swear to God, I was like, this is your last warning. If I see you, I'm going to, like, fuck you up. Listen, listen. So this is the best part, too. So I go, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And and he tried to interrupt him. He's like, stop. The conversation's over. I was like, I see it again. No words. It's just my fist hitting your face. That's it. Because you're wearing Nazi shit. Bullshit, right? yeah, yeah. And you're not going to pull that, oh, you used to mean peace and love and, like, Indian. Like, no, man, you're not Indian. Like, It's called fascism, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and there's, like, nothing. It's one of those things where, like, why didn't you report them? Like, I don't know. You know, you keep that stuff in house. You clean up. Like, old school Marines, you know, you slap people on the field. You take them, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So you just didn't. You just you addressed it there, and you gave him ring. Dressed it like that a man. was a big thing. With all of us, none of us were tattletales. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? That's, yeah, I can't be a tattletale. Yeah. I just can't. But he never did. He never wore it again. So I was like, okay, we're, deal. We're fine, right? So deal. then, if you remember, there was one night out in Kintown. They all got drunk. Andrews was like crying, literally crying. <laughs> he was, him he, and that girl. That, that a girl, faggot Nazi. Like that, that's some this fucking funny man, ass it's shit. It's crazy when you do a psychological <laughs> profile on this guy. So he's with that girl. And they got into a heated argument, and he, she, like, slapped him and all this other stuff around, right? And she's so pissed around town. I was like, what is going on? Because I stopped, like, unless I was with you guys to have some drinks. Like, whenever I went out, I always took like, hey, I'm not going to drink much. Like, people I just remember crazy. our office outings. Yeah. And then it would be us three or two. It would be guys you fuck. trust. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 never, yeah, yeah. I, I would drink more when I was around The homies guys. in the unit. That's the homies it. in the unit. That's all I was. But yeah. doing those Kintown patrols and everything, I'm not getting in trouble here. Blah, blah, blah. So, anyways, I remember around town, I, I might have been on the Kintown patrol. But, anyways, I see this girl. I'm like, what's going on? God, and I Andrew's forgot about crying, the patrols. And he's walking off. And all I hear is this girl go, F him. He sucked more dick than I ever have in my life. And I'm like, oh! She said like, it to Anders in front yeah, of you? Yeah, in front of everyone. Everyone's like, what? And, she, and he's like, oh, you see him run over. Like, please don't say that. He's like trying to calm her down. Right? Oh, we knew before. <laughs> we knew before. <laughs> so, and I was like, what just happened? Matt, so, hey, Mac, you could have stopped a lot of murder. Okay, with this, this isn't knowledge. a multiverse motherfucker. But you Dr. knew, Strange. you knew ahead of time that this motherfucker was sucking <laughs> yeah. dick and worshiping Nazis. Yeah, I probably oh, could. Jesus, but hey, man, MSG duty sick. was calling. I had to go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dude. Listen, so we, well, it gets worse. We're not done here. Okay, okay, it gets okay, worse. Okay. She's saying he sucks dick yeah, and shit. Yeah, so he. <laughs> He runs back and, and you know, then like calms her down, all this other stuff. I'm like, is that true? Like, what the hell? Do you really suck dick, bro? Yeah, so Andrews is leaving. Turns out he's not getting a divorce. He got orders. He's going back to Chicago to work at the INI where she's at, right? His wife. Yeah. The one that we met. The one that we met. Yeah, because by. So what's up with this little girlfriend? Well, it's just whatever. She just said he sucked dick and then disappeared from the up. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So Also, how do you get those orders? But, anyways, yeah. Jesus, and uh, it was just crazy, dude. Stuff it's crazy saying. because I remember all this—the little whispers that we hear in the office—but it wasn't ever like, 
we were just so young and like not part of the world yet and shit that we didn't we were like yeah right he's not like fucking dudes and like whatever yeah yeah he, yeah. he was in your guys's platoon so you know our you, like section. more in our, like our squad he was in your guys's section i i mean i I, you had way more interactions with him, but I. I, I mean, obviously, we're all just going back to the same. Dude, I, you, I just remember clearly, every time like, we'd have hung a, out with you guys. Every time a lot. we'd yeah. have an office yeah. function, I remember like showing up and seeing him in his tight turtleneck and being like, "Oh, <laughs> what the fuck, bro!" <laughs> but but also, I mean, we all lived in the barracks on the first floor. I think his room was like two. I mean, two we doors. all field did at the very end. Was it the very end? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, something yeah, like I that. I just know that because mine was like three doors away from me, like right by the exit. Jesus. Yeah. What um, a freak. Well, it was twenty eight twenty. So anyway, 20, okay, so you're saying it, it gets worse. Twenty eight twenty. Yeah. All right, that, that, you're saying it gets worse. So it gets worse because so now he gets orders, right? And there's one time where like he was on, um, I don't know, the unit did something to fuck up, and we had fire watching every floor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Which happened a lot. You, you yeah. a lot. You mean Tuesdays? Seventh crime. Yeah, yeah, seventh crime. I was a legal clerk in the back end. We I was doing, a legal clerk for like three months yeah, one time. Yeah, and yeah. we were doing NJP. Like every it was yeah. NJP Friday. Yeah, your four or five yeah. NJPs. That was yeah. awesome, dude. Those were awesome. They uh, were fun, dude. Those, I remember, those are awesome when they weren't yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't get NJP till I went to Iraq, so we're all good there. Yeah. Um Good old J.B. Miller, a.k.a. Yeah, J.B. J. J. Miller. He was my guy. Yeah, yeah I was a legal clerk. And Sergeant Major, I can't remember who. The, he was a short little dude with a high and tight, and he was mean as fuck. And he was from East Chicago. Oh, you had, um, he was from East Chicago. I think it was like, well, we had You're Caldwell insane. was the main one I was under, Caldwell. I, he became then after he that, was Sergeant was like, Major? But he was briefly. a first sergeant. He was a first sergeant, though. First sergeant, then pin out sergeant major, and he went up to third lab. Damn, your memory. Yeah. Dude, insane, your memory is insane, bro. Insane. And then it was like sergeant major, like Jenkins or Jennings or something Dude, like that. Jennings. We gotta, we, yeah, yeah, Jenkins. Jenkins, yeah, Jenkins you're right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, this large guy. This he was that. nice, but he was like a real hardcore yeah. motherfucker. Anyway, so we got to yeah. go to Andrew. So yeah. then um, he's leaving. But no, we had, to, we had barracks duty when they were all walking around. Because by then we got to know... I mean, with you being in, like, supporter service company, blah, 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 and we fapped out some of the clerks and everything to go out there, fapped out as, like, you loaned them to other units. Yeah, we used to And we wanted time. to spread our admin assistance throughout because the first sergeants were asking for it. But, like, Jessica Carlo and others were on the second floor, so we go and visit God. them and hang on out. Yeah, man. <laughs> Throwing out and, names. Yeah, and, and I remember, damn. like, she's good people, too. Do you remember my friend Montalvo? Where, where was Carlo at? What was she in? She was in was supply. She admin? She's a supply. Oh, was she? Carlo, yeah. Dude, that's she, supply. she had that yeah, fat that's ass, right? Mine, mine name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had the skinny waist and the fat ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget who else was, Yo, she was there, cute. but her anyway. room was um, that blonde-haired girl. I can't remember her name. Right. Spivey? Not Spivey. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Spivey. Bro, we got to get back to Andrews. This is yeah, 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 we're yeah, we're getting all over. This is the reunion cast. There's a yeah. million stories behind all, all these this people. That we're, anyway, okay. So, yeah. anyways, um, we go on up there because I think we're all going out. We all hung out because of, cause of you being in supply. Yeah. We, supply and admin, a lot of us were close. We'd all go out together. And I remember Andrews had Firewatch on the second um, floor, right? And um, at this point in my tour, <laughs> I'm all about giving Andrews a hard time, right? Because I'm pretty you, sure... You're the corporal now at this point, right? Yeah, I got promoted corporal. I'm Bro, pretty you sure... you saw his worst freak shit. Well, this is even, like, this. I think this is the culmination But what I'm saying life. is you have yeah. that mentality because of yeah. all this, like, dude, this guy's a freak. Like, I'm psychoanalyzing, like, everyone. You've been you with know? him all over the world. 
yeah. you know, America and Japan. Yeah, yeah. J-O, uh, you did, obviously, you went to admin school. I, but so that's, that, I think that story. is the little shit in the Marine Corps that we, like, when we're that young, we're just going through it so we don't even know what's going on. But when you look back, you're like, dude, I was in North Carolina with this guy. We spent weeks together. We lived together. Then we go over to the same duty station. We're just like, we're around each other all the... We don't even realize how connected we are getting to these people. Didn't didn't Andrews come from Chicago, too? Because here's another indicator, right? Me and you went out. Me and you went out from Chicago, so I think I don't think he came from anywhere. Well, if you sat down and you know, he he honestly didn't though. That's what I'm saying. I knew it. He moved around a lot, and what should have been an indicator, right? Because when I first, I'm like, oh, when you all when we joke around, say, oh, he's in he's in shape. Like, look, he's in shape. When I first met him, like 300 PFT. When you talked to him, say, hey man, like, you know, what are you doing to train? He's like, oh, you know, I was. uh, I was a gymnast. I was a male gymnast. Like, oh, mother. Oh, my God. I do remember Nothing a gymnast yet, but like, hey, now what's you up? Say I remember He's that. A, and then you talk to him, and then he was on like this, he claimed to be on like this German gymnast team, right? And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can't yeah, wait for I'd our listeners it. to hear what he really did. <laughs> so, and then when you talk to him more, it's like, so what did you do before the Marine Corps? Like, oh, you know, I did like some escort stuff. Like, I was like, what's that? And me, you know, my young mind, I'm like, what do you mean? Think security or some yeah, shit. Like, oh, like, like bodyguard. Okay, so like, uh... you like valet Parker or something? Like you're, <laughs> yeah. you're escorting people. I'm like, I don't know this stuff, man. Yeah, yeah me too. Me too. And yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I was a male escort. I was like. Oh, so you were like one of the guys at the valet pool. That, that I that. honestly didn't know what a male escort Me was. Me neither. And then I was like, but later on, I was like, oh, I was so stupid. It was, it was right was there. My fucking dude. <laughs> How old is he? Is he? The, he's our age, right? Was he older than us? I think he was older by like a oh, year or two. He was about the same age. Yeah, he's about the same so age. So tell me about this Firewatch thing. So we go on a Firewatch, yeah. right? And we're getting people, and I, I walk up the stairs to, to go get the crew, and Andrew's in his uniform. And um, he has a book out. He has a duty log book and like a novel out. And I said, I said, hey, Andrews, and I know I got to like, I'm learning to be an NCO, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, you can't have fucking books out. Like, what are you doing? I mean, you, you just can't do this. It's all oh, okay. Yeah, sorry, Corporal. I was like, this goddamn right, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, so, anyways, uh, someone came on by. I thought it was one of you two. But someone came on by and they said, hey, I said, Andrews was, they go, Andrews was like doing his patrol. And did you happen to see the book on his desk? And I said, yeah, man, I already cracked on it. I was like, no. Did you see the book <laughs> on his desk up there? I said, well, what, what was the title of it? I'm thinking, like, did you bring like mind conflict? Like, there? I why is slavery right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and uh, it was, no, it's, it's all about me. And I was like, what? He said, yeah, it's like a journal book. This is all about me. And I was like. I was like, whatever, man. Maybe he's keeping a journal. I've tried keeping a journal. Journals, I'm horrible at it, right? So anyways, um, he got orders. He's leaving in a week. He comes to me and he says, hey, would you mind shipping this box to Chicago for me? Um, and I said, yeah, no problem, man. I got you. I was like, he like left me some money. I go ship it, right? So I held on to it like a week later because like, I, I forgot. But like Marines are coming to come up to me, starting to come up to me. And they're like, hey, I'm missing like dvds that i've like lent andrews like did he mention anything to you like i'm missing this i'm missing that who's saying that to you it's a gunnel finger oh a bunch Hamlet. of guys from our yeah, office yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Gotcha, I was gotcha. just like i was like man this guy's shady as shit so I was like, let's just bust open the box i bust open a box like totally legal whatever but i bust open a box and there's all the, the shit he was gonna send it home Jesus, and then there is this you're just stealing swiping shit yeah man shit. yeah all this stuff and um but the one thing i remember about opening it is that there's this the book all about me i was like 
Is it labeled like? It literally labeled? says all about me. It's a but book. like he wrote it in marker or what the fuck? No, it was a book you could buy. It's a it, and it's a journal that has questions you can fill in, right? Gotcha, gotcha. So we're going through it, and the two oh. things that I remember, <laughs> the two things I remember, because I was like, ah, ah, you know, and they said one of the questions was, I mean, basic stuff. Where were you born? Blah 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 blah. Right, awesome. and one of the one of the the questions I remember was it says, "What is the most, uh, what body part do you find most attractive?" <laughs> and it says penis. Right, and I'm like, dude, oh dude. man. And so then I'm like, <laughs> oh this man, is jacked, this is jacked up, right? <laughs> and then um, another question said something like, "Who do you have a crush on that you haven't told yet or are afraid to tell?" And I said, "Gunnelfinger." And I was just like, I fucking yeah. knew it, motherfucker. And, and Gunnelfinger knew this. He knew this because I, I remember so because we he liked it. We were we were. Uh, Totally what? making fun of Gunner from the like, Oh, that's messed up, man. I was like, ah, ah. he's been. I was like, how many times did he think about like giving you a little bit of Andrews? You know what I mean? I wonder how many times he did it. <laughs> I don't know about that. But... No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah. Kidding. But uh, anyways, kind of. I remember oh telling God. people. I was like, Cause I said, here's your stuff back. And, I, and you know, being young and dumb, I was like, I can't. No, I can't oh. ignore this. I had to tell like oh. the guys. You know what I mean? Um. The higher ups, yeah. Well, not the higher ups. I didn't tell them. Oh, you! I oh, told, you told the like, crew. Like, you told, I told like, the crew. Gunnelfinger and like all. Gonzalez. Delgado might have known, but oh, we told we fuck. told yeah, yeah, Delgado. Yeah, yeah. He was laughing about it. Bro, like, I really got to pee, guys. I'm so sorry. Hey, will you uh, grab a tray of ice when you go in there? I don't know if there's any left, bro. Well, let's wait for we're taking a, a piss break so that uh, we know the edit piss break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just me and you can just keep going. Yeah. So, um, if there is ice, bring bring some ice. So Delgado knew. Because uh, I told him, I remember we were all laughing about it. But when you know, like, hey man, partly like I worked in the mailroom. I know what I do is not only inappropriate but illegal. And I was like, whatever. My way, the balance of I have Marines coming to me saying that things are stolen. They believe who stole it uh, is Andrews, and then I find it in there. I was like, then whatever. It's CDs, DVDs, also the ship or whatever. Yeah. So then um, I box it up. I send it to him. All the stuff that was his. I kept it in there. But, I mean, when I say it was other pe- people's, I mean, their names were on it, right? Yeah, like, it's like yeah. you, it's irrefutable. Well, it's like, I mean, if you can, if you can like, describe the item. Yeah, for sure. So this, it's all this. stuff that we bought, like, blowing <clears throat> our money every paycheck. You know, whatever. So, anyways, I sent it to him. And then um, Facebook was not on the rise yet, obviously. I think maybe a little bit of MySpace or mass, no, mass email chains. That's how we kept in touch a little bit. Yeah, right. E- emails I remember for sure. I don't think I for remember sure. seeing MySpace yeah. while I was in Okinawa. MySpace to me, I was introduced to it when I was on embassy duty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was, it was like two years after yeah. I got out. Of, maybe even yeah. the year after I got out of the Marine Corps. Yeah, it was just starting to get around popular. the same time. But nonetheless, getting the arguments over like who is your top six friends and why yeah. didn't you choose me number one? You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. What song are you going to play? Yeah, <laughs> for your job, like yeah. yeah. But uh, I go. I think a year or two go by, and we all keep in touch, and we find out that Andrews and his wife didn't work out. Um, we got divorced, but Andrews decides. To stay in Chicago, like, why not? Big city. I mean, you're so. So the Chicago tie is that he went to I and I duty to be next to his wife. To be next to his, his wife. Ring. But but seriously, how the fuck did he get I and well, I and I order? Well, because um, military policy, oh. policy, they got they have to at least try to get you within fifty miles of your spouse. What what, what was the spouse doing? Admin. 
And she was what? what? I think she was so at the time. What, Great Lakes or something like that. Or? Yeah, but Great Lakes or or, or and she Meseps, was a marine, not Meseps, Um, what's that called? Uh, you know, I and I duty. Or there's Great Lakes I and I. Or um, when you go, when all the new signees go and report in. Yeah, the RSS or whatever. Yeah, that stuff. RS, the recruit station or whatever. Yeah, and. um, Where we all swore in. Yeah, exactly. That. And I'm I'm (coughs) dropping the term. So she's she's working there, and then in order to get him close, he gets to go to INI. Correct, because they're married. Yeah, what a lucky lucky slice that was. But for the the intent behind the policy, it's pure. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. Which is good. No, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, I think that's good for families. Hands down, especially if you got kids. Yeah, yeah. But he but in to his uh benefit, like he knocked out Okinawa and chances are you're not going back overseas unless you volunteer for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that that key stays with you. And at the time he was probably thinking about doing a career. So anyways, I hear through the grapevine that he's back in Chicago now. Obviously he got the orders there. Um, Thanks, maybe it's a year, maybe it's two years. We all slowly keep in touch. I'm on MSG, MSG duty at the time, and it uh, turns out that he got a divorce from the girl, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. The redhead? But, yeah, the redhead. Okay. But it, um, he ultimately decides to stay, stay in Chicago. Like, why not? It's a fun city. It's before it went, like, really to crap. I mean, there's no way I would live in Chicago now. Oh, hands down, no, and I grew Hell. up there. I grew up there. Uh, too expensive for all the reasons. Yeah, I mean, I... I I, I don't get to claim it the same way. But, but Gary, I mean, Indiana. I mean, 40, you know the, the culture. from downtown. Yeah, man. The Midwest there. culture. Yeah. So I think I'm home Hook on leave, yeah. man, right? And I think I'm home on leave after Pakistan or Iraq. It doesn't matter. Nice. I'm home on leave. And Facebook is around because I'm looking at Facebook. And I see this. I see Andrews. Someone shared it because I think I was friends with him on Facebook. And he has this fake British accent on. And he's going by the name of DJ Veritas. I feel like I kind of remember Yeah, he's going by DJ Veritas. British accent. And he's going by a British accent. And he's saying that he has a purple heart. Oh, damn. And now Don't I'm like. Shit, dude, man. I'm through the roof on this stuff. Because by this time, I know too many Marines uh, that either were killed, hurt, you know what I mean? Or, or we all lost somebody, know someone I lost. And, um, happy Memorial Day, by the way. Happy Memorial Day. Which happy? Is yeah, that the right word. Throw in front of it. Um, hey, it's Memorial's Day. Well, always remember. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, um, let me get that. Code. Well, plural. A lot of people died. So, <laughs> what? I see what this interview that he's doing. He's working at some club. DJ Veritas, right? DJ Veritas. And he's talking about he's got a purple heart and something. So I message him, and I was, like, or no, on the com- on the video that he posted and shared, I said, hey. That accent is as fake as your Purple Heart claim. Fuck you, Andrews. I know who you are. Shots yeah. fired. This is on Facebook? Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. And he messaged me. He's just like, blah, blah, blah. Going all he private fired. messaged you after yeah. that? Did, he, hey, did, he, try to, did he try to tell you that he got one in Chicago? That would be that would good. Rack. He's that would the only be guy, believable, right? Only guy in the history to get a purple heart in an <laughs> INI duty yeah, yeah. station stopping That's a, something crazy, man. But like I message him and you know, we're jaw jacking back and forth and he's like, I'll I'll mess you up, I'll kick your ass. He goes, You were always jealous of me and my PFS. Oh. This is what he said to you? Yeah. And oh, I said, Andrews, fuck. I said, I don't I don't play this game. You know what I mean? I was like, but if I ever see you I'm going to fuck you up. Tear you limb. I was like, I'm not going to say anything. Because the fact of all the stuff I know about you from my own experiences, like the Nazi stuff, the uh, the stealing. I hate thieves. The yeah. stealing. And now I'm seeing this. Like, I get it. Hey, man, you got to be a persona for 
an actor or something like got to do your thing. Like I don't care. But when you claim at that time, given what's going on in the country, to have a Purple Heart and I know your ass doesn't. That's uh, that's fucked up. That's yeah, the worst it's, thing it's, you can. I mean, that's yeah. the worst thing you can. You know, and like I'll make fun of you for your fake accent, whatever. I yeah, don't yeah, care. yeah, yeah. You know, but whatever. like claiming a fucking purple. Yeah, heart. like now you cross the line, line, right? So, anyways, he's like, I'll, I'll I'll mess you up. We're going back and forth, and I just I, I got rid of it, walked away. So then, um, years later, I hear about him going to jail, okay. right? And Jason Andrews, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? So it turns out. That after his little DJ stint, uh, Andrews started to go by the porn star name of Addison, which is a famous street in Chicago. I live off of Cumberland oh, yeah, and yeah. Addison. That's, that's where Wrigley Field started. West yeah, West. started his, his porn entry into. Bro, you got the nasty beats. <laughs> you should have made that documentary, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. So he started to like dabble into just, it, right? Just... Addison. And I'm like, what the and it, like apparently he's like he has an episode on Bang Bus and he's like doing stuff and then he but starts, it's like gay shit though. Then he's right. then is well no it he was wasn't all in the beginning, Jake. Oh, was right. it? He, he has he sex with girls. He, we know that. Yeah, it turns out. I didn't know. I don't. Yeah, I, he's I, turns I don't, out he's bi. You know, and it's fine. Whatever. Can, yeah, like, like I don't mean to make, I don't mean to make it sound like I get like I, so somebody's gonna stop listening because what? Oh, full disclosure, like this gay phobic or yeah, whatever. I like, personally don't care. What you do, as I long as either. it's like not illegal, yeah. immoral. Who am I here to judge? But like I, again, I told you at the beginning. Like I come from family, like live and let live. Just don't project your shit on me. Yep, I'll respect and you. He was a major projector. Amen. Yeah, a major, major, He's a you know? huge projector. And at the end of the day, and we can talk numerous stuff, and I'm sure we will. But like, hey, if you're happy and safe, I don't care. Do your thing. Yep. Like I don't, I really don't care. But with this, where it's going, right? So it turns out he ventured into that. He did like some some stuff in porn. It was like both men and women, mild bisexual. So then he meets this porn star through the industry. He was having butt sex, so everybody knows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he meets this porn <laughs> porn men. star that that's also married, and they make a few uh, films together. And then they go to which was uh, by her her porn name was Sunny Day. Yeah, Sunny Day. Her real name is Amanda Lug. Yeah. Nice. Also in prison for like twenty, thirty years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so anyways, they're they're in Tennessee. Yeah. And she would do these house parties where they're doing stripping and like just gangbanging. I don't know, whatever sex parties. Yeah, and um, bikers is what it said. Yeah, bikers. And this guy was a tattoo. Uh, he owned his own tattoo parlor. Had a ton of money in, it, in the house, and was they known to fuck these kind of girls. Yeah, and he was like, they, so Andrews and her set this up, and you could see the text and evidence. They're like, hey, you know, he's really drunk. I'm gonna go put him in the back room and pretend to give him a massage and. Andrew's texting back like, "Oh, I'm so excited! I'm so hard right now. Like, I'm gonna leave the back door open. I'm gonna come in. Blah blah blah. Like, it's some like Bonnie and Clyde, you know, natural born killer stuff, you know. <laughs> so whatever, she lures him back there. He's face down. Andrews comes in through the back door with a sledgehammer, God. and to the back of the head like at least two, three times. Like caves this guy's skull in. Then they go on the run. They catch her." Well, she told the cops in the beginning that, yeah. like, oh, he made me do it. Yeah, and all that. Yeah, but then yeah. they found all her text messages. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think it was just three shots no. to the back of the head. I mean, I think they... He went full tilt. He, he like, bashed his head in. Yeah. I think they, like, stabbed him a bunch yeah, of times. and like they, they, like, spent time, like, mutilating the dude. Yeah, it's, it was some it's crazy. It's harrowing. So we went yeah. from uh, MOS school... To this guy, <laughs> butt fucking dudes and smashing them in the back of the head with hammers. <laughs> um, so so then he goes on the run and they catch him here in Florida. 
So he's in Florida here. And yeah, they sent yeah. him up to put him up He's, for the death penalty. No, no, that's not where they caught him. That's not what it said in the thing. Where they catch him? It was I in think, a different state. Maybe it was in Tennessee then. Yeah, it, it was like a totally different. He went and started up. another life. Yeah, he tried. And then to, his it was girlfriend, in Tennessee. the girlfriend yeah. he was dating in the new city. I can't remember what the new city was, but he, yeah, I think it was Nashville, Tennessee. It was well, whatever Tennessee. it was. It was a Tennessee it was, was a small community, and the girl saw something. She's like, "Uh, I'm dating this guy." Yeah. So he's in Florida, and they put him on the death penalty. And, uh, death or he, penalty. Or, I'm I sorry. Hear. I'm sorry. He, he was going to get the death sentence, so he pled guilty. And then you could actually go and on then, YouTube and look at like the, the victim's family members confronting him. You see pictures of like the video footage of Jason just taking it. I mean, obviously, right. Or they're like screaming at him or something. Oh yeah, like, they're oh. just like looking at her, like going off. Okay, you know I mean? but let's let's he, he's, let's put he's this a, into context. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck him. He's a weirdo. He's right. But the guy he murdered, from what I've seen, got himself into these kind of positions anyway. Nah, well, mean, who cares? I don't know about murder positions. Yeah, but if you're fucking like 20 strippers a night and you're doing a bunch of... Co- I mean, that's what he said in the fucking... In the thing, it said that he was known to date hookers with coke. Who cares? I mean, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. He it's not, he's, yeah. he's a partier. He he's a partier. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say no one deserves... Uh, All I'm saying uh, is karma comes back to bite you sometimes. And some of these dudes, from what the documentary made it sound like. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Oh, really? I didn't well, watch it. I, I watched the titles. I watched until the part where he gets sentenced and all that. But like, oh. I heard, I watched the part about the guy that they did. And I've, I, you know, in my mid-20s, I was dealing weed and like hanging out in strip clubs and all the time. And some of these dudes that do that shit, are, they're scumbags. Yeah, yeah, I mean, their night is... And they, they've they done shit. I mean, puts the, And I'm not saying he deserved it that night, but I believe in karma. Yeah, I mean, he. who knows? He, he but probably, it doesn't he matter. This is a fucking hilarious But, but, the, <laughs> but the Andrews thing. So, the, so he's he's in jail like about three hours I remember sending out that... Yeah, we should all go visit him. Get the podcast. <laughs> Bro, can you we imagine? Really fucking can should. you imagine? With a boom, put it over the window. Hey, yeah, you, yeah. Hey, you <laughs> Nazi fuck. How do can you, you feel imagine? That? They're like, uh, uh, Andrews, you got some visitors. But imagine Ooh. this, though. <laughs> how would his. How would uh, his. Said, okay, but how, as a Nazi, do you defend butt fucking dudes? No, so that's the whole like duality. Like, like, right? uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but this yeah. is my thing. Thank you. This is what I was leading with. This. So, like, like ima- imagine how messed up you have to be. Like, you are literally a homosexual Nazi that, like, you're just conflicted, <laughs> right? You go out of your way to room with, like, well, he didn't go out of his way, but, like, you roomed with Rutherford. All these signs, you're like, man, this is a mentally. Instable, unstable individual, like total mental health issues across okay, the let's, board. Let's, I was going to say, who did he even hang out with? It was just random. It was just random. Obviously, he liked Gunnel Hamlin and Rutherford. Gunnel Finger, Hamlin, and who? Hickey and Rutherford. And Rutherford. They all hung out in the room all the time. What did? Because your room was right across from Gunnel Finger, so Hickey was always in there. I think. I think. Rutherford was a victim of circumstance, though. I don't oh, think that. Sure. I don't yeah. think that crowd. He didn't choose him as a roommate. Like, hey, just go in there. Keep. I don't remember that shit. crowd doing stuff like we no. did. But they, we they did a lot. Like, we did a lot of office outings, though. We used went to, to go to Beach. fucking Tony's all yeah. the time and fucking Tony Romo's or whatever the fuck. Tony all Romo's downtown. We went to Naha. Yeah, we, and we like, used to go meet the Delgados down. When and, I pinned down Corp, we rented out all the beach houses. Bro, I'll tell you what. I mean, we're getting all. We're talking about the like growing up shit right now, but. uh uh, Lily and Bianca are, are like 
two of the most like level-headed, beautiful women. Oh, I mean, sure. they're just like who's I, that? Uh, who is that? Delgado's, uh, Delgado's kids. kids, and they're like Romero where, and Angela's kids. They're just the best Angie. people. So I wish how I got old to are know their now? other children. So Bianca just got married yesterday. Oh, well, congrats! So she Bianca. just got married yesterday, and then uh, Lily is just—they're just great, great girls. They're, so they were like one. No, no, they were like they're four. Like, no, they were like four and seven. Lily was like four. Yeah, or, they were. Lily they were had like her. One, Lily, yeah. Lily had her big old really magnifying young. glasses. Yeah. And I have tons of pictures of us all hanging out at the beaches there. Oh, they're the I best. I wish I just got to know. I mean, time flies. Distance. Such a great family, but their other two kids, because I know ultimately they had like a son and everything else. I don't know everything else. Oh no, no, their son. Me and him are homies. So yeah, for sure. We're He's like, the we're like, kid. he love. Like, we love each other. All the kids yeah, but it be. The his confidence and how he just goes out on a whim to perform and embrace like his who's that his son oh yeah 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 I just but it's not like stuff. a so if we're we'll just get a little sidetrack here but with the Delgado family there's such a um so it's basically Angie's family mm-hmm. and there's like she's got like eight or nine brothers and sisters. And so they all have like four or five kids, and it's just this Every huge party's like, a fiesta. dude. Yeah. But but it's not even. They're just so close, and fa- I, I don't respect any more family than I do them. Yeah, I really don't. They're just like well, well that was our benefit well, when like, we got there, though, because Romero and Angie took us all in. We'd go to their houses, spend t- after hours. We had to go they somewhere. Always made sure all, we were good all the time, and they were is, they is were Angie, good to even the weirdos. San, Sergeant Delgado is like well, well that's what it was when yeah, I yeah, yeah 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 yeah. But uh, he uh, he was Mexican, I guess, right? They're they're is the Angie, most, except is for they're, they're conservative Mexican. Mexican <laughs> is Angie Mexican too? Yeah, super yeah. Mexican. Yeah, okay. Well, they're that, that explains straight yeah. like that's from Mexico. that's the be- that's Family's one of the big. best things about Mexico. But they're so big on family. They're super conservative. So like, back on track, real well, quick. Well, I mean, though. I would think a lot of Mexicans. It depends. Yeah, it depends. Know, it depends. Yeah, 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 you're, always, yeah. you're always a product of your environment, right? They're Depending just they're just out. good people. They just yeah. no common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and they love each other. Yeah. Back on track to wrap up the Andrews thing. I remember sending you guys the link. Yeah, because I, I sent say, it out. I think it was you. And I remember sending it out. I was like, "You believe this crap?" You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, I had to be you." Yeah, yeah. No, I think I remember Gunnarfin was like responded back. He's like, "This isn't funny, guys." We had a monster oh in our midst God. the whole time, and I was just like, "Hey, man, you're he, just still upset that he, he likes you, yeah, dude. <laughs> he protected you, him. You're uh, you got raped a couple times, so you're just mad. Like you're just you you were last on the list, buddy. I was number one. If he ever Bro. came back, you know. Oh God, don't. Even so yeah, you talk about just people that you go you serve with, you you kind of grew up with. I and mean, the guy. I mean, basically, the thing is, is the guy was weird from start to finish. I don't remember a single positive interaction with Andrews ever. I mean, I didn't have a lot of them. I stayed away from them for the most part. Every single interaction I had with him was just like, you're a fucking weirdo. If we ever went out, though, it's because you had to. Like you said, we had to work with him every day. We had to see him every day in the office. Even to go out on Libo, you had to have a buddy. Yeah, unless you're a certain rank, then you could go out. So yeah. like you kind of just brought the most in case you went someone to leave early. You had someone like, hey man, we're yeah, yeah. hang out. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, but, bro? But I've literally talked to Marines that have been in Okinawa since after I was because like right when I was leaving is when it was like they started being like, okay, Lance Corporals can't be out after ten and shit like that. No, yeah, because remember the Libo cards? They're the gold and the. Crimson. But that those started getting implemented a little bit at a time when I had like a month left. Oh, for so sure. So cards. when I but got now there, I heard now I heard so that, it's crazy. Like oh, Lance, sure. Lance Corporals can't go out after ten off well, any I, base. I don't blame him. I, I went last time I went out there. 
I don't blame them because I know the stupid shit that happens out there. And uh, so I, I remember when I was leaving, uh, well, let me back up. So when I first got there, you had to have your, sh- you literally buy the policy. Libo attire had to resemble like the Charlie service uniform. You had to have your shirt tucked in, you had to have a belt on. Or if you didn't, you got like a 6105. Highest way to dress on <laughs> right? the planet. And then, Mormons, we're basically then they loosened Mormons. it up and then NCOs were allowed to get cars again. Because at the time, uh, it was Sergeant Major Jesus. McClure, who was like in Sergeant but Major Black. We all bought a van together. Yeah, we did. Remember that shit? But that was because we were allowed to at that point. We yeah, were yeah, allowed yeah. to. Even non-NCOs yeah, were allowed to. we were yeah. allowed to at that time. We had a car. I, I bought, um, uh, what, what was his name? Uh, Sergeant. You bought somebody. The, the, the guy from Chicago. He was also from Chicago. Uh, Contreras? Uh, Contreras. Yeah, Contreras. Yeah. Contreras. Remember, he had, a, he had that four-door skyline. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I remember that. Gonzalez. Had I to bought that the, from him, but I wasn't licensed. Li- I bought that from him, but I couldn't drive it because yeah. I got in trouble. <laughs> Little boy got, got in trouble. Was it allowed to go anywhere? Yeah, but like you know, the last time I went, did we buy there, that together? No, no. We no got is that van. what you're talking about? No, no. The we the bought last a van. Off the van. Me oh. and him. We literally bought a van, and Negron got his license. Well, Gonzalez did. So two of them, two the of them, and two drivers, yeah, 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 yeah. and the deal was like, "Hey, McCullough, it looks like you can be the last one off the island. You take care." Of yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think I did anything. I think we, <laughs> I think we like all chipped in like two hundred bucks to get around. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. like I mean, yeah. that, that's the thing. I mean, it, you're le- you get orders to leave. It's like, hey, who wants to buy my car? But for it was worth it for the, like the hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, and that's when we Just did get the, this out the, of my the bar life. hopping bit. And then we did a we did a camp out one time with like the Dogados and shit and rented. And we did the the e club challenge. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that yeah, shit. What's, that what's the E-Club challenge? We started up at, um, uh, I mean, there was Hanson. There was like, what, Collins? No, no, Schwab was Schwab. Schwab. Yeah, Schwab, Schwab was, was above. And we got there early, and we worked all the way down, at stopping every E-Club until we hit up Naha, and we just drank all day. No shit. We had shirts oh, made. It was like our own bar crawl. Uh, bar <laughs> crawl. It was our version of it. And we had like a little guy doing it on the hump. Just that fucking stuff. dumb entertainment shit you do to keep your mind occupied, right? Yeah. Do you, do you, do you guys remember, you, you, me and you have talked, we've been doing the, you know, living together for three months, so I brought this up a couple of times. But do you remember when the uh, when they were building that company headquarters building right next to the barracks and our new cut, office yeah, they cut they they cut the uh, power in the PFC barracks kelly building yeah they they cut the the power to the barracks like from seven to five bro, every bro, day bro, for bro. like when i hear about all shit. this shit now where the marines or the whatever the marines or whatever they're talking about like barracks with mold in them and shit like that i'm like dude, dude it's I, we were living in that shit. we're coming full circle though because a few things on that so you talk about like life in the barracks over at 2020, we had first arm Benton. I remember you had to make the, the leadership philosophy was like, Hey, when you show up at a new unit, hit them hard. So they know how bad it could get and then loosen up. But this guy was a dick and he was doing dangerous things. Cause if y'all remember, like we had corporal, I think it was Corley. He was a Sergeant Corley or something like that. I forget his name. I could be wrong. But anyways, our doors faced in cause they had to, cause of uh, tsunamis. In the hallway, yeah, we always we had Marines jumping out windows if you're on the first deck to to not mess up your inspection. Yeah, but then he complained about oh, the runners. Sure. Oh, damn, he complained about that. the runners, and where we are, we had Marines with spray paint trying to spray paint the runners to make it perfect so to be inspected the next morning. And we had Marines up to like four in the morning, and we still failed. I was like, this isn't even that was crazy. And then yeah, we still like, do it three hazing. days in a row. But yeah, it was hazing. Your like, room would pass. 
And you'd still have to fucking... Yeah, but, so but guys, one room failed. But, but I'm talking about... Yeah, all that's there, but I'm but, but I'm pointing out a, a period of time where they just cut the power. Saturday and Sunday too. Like there was uh, do you remember this I where remember they just vaguely. It was vaguely, it was like yeah, it was like vaguely. a couple months where we just had no power during the middle of the day. I just remember there being so they could work on the building the building. Store, yeah. And it was like and there was a huge uptick of people getting in trouble for underage drinking and yeah. all that. And it was like, "Well, what do you guys expect us to do?" We're sitting here and there's nothing. It's hot, but like it was all it's like fucking nuts. Twenty-one year olds. I remember yeah, yeah. times I just heard shit. like Spivey down on the first deck getting railed by Chapman. <laughs> I remember going knocking on the door. It's it like hey! not, only, not only getting railed, getting pregnant. Yeah, and I remember well, when she got pregnant and had to move to the company office. She's like, I ain't, I ain't doing field day. I'm not touching Windex. You'll kill my baby. And then I remember, kind of right, yeah, kinda, yeah. <laughs> which is not, fine. She's a she. I, I agree with the Windex part, but it's like you should have thought about that before you got pregnant in the fucking Okinawa barracks. Well, the thing too well, is, well, that's the like, thing too. When you're a young marine, you're just like, you bitch, not gonna do your work. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You yeah, couldn't yeah. use. That's exactly. You couldn't what I was go thinking. on the pill. You can use protection. Like you, I don't give a fuck about your baby. I don't give a fuck about. It. Well, there was like a. But now that I'm older, I do. Yeah, you of well, course. Well, she. Well, yeah. she wasn't. Wasn't she like with? Someone else. Uh, she was with a lot of Shopshire before fucking. No, no, not Shopshire. Uh, who was the cosmetic lifter? He was the <laughs> he was the dude that uh, just went and lifted. He was still pretty. He was also in the supply warehouse. Um, I remember Shopshire and um, his name. I don't remember Spivey being dude, with It's so Shropshire. crazy because this is so much like we're totally throwing out names too. No, no, but this is this is so much context. It's true, right though. Now. It was like four. But this is four, so much four. shit we went bet- went through and like. I you two are like two of my best friends from that, but then I have two other friends that I'm just as close with, uh, Montavlo, the girl from Radio, yeah, and and uh, Leo from Supply, yeah, Bolanos, yeah. It's Good just old crazy how I, I had I really had two different lifestyles because yeah. you guys left before I did. Yeah, you, you were getting around. Going I think, through your shit. I think Bolanos Bolanos came to Supply. I, it, he was there long enough for sure that I that I remember him specifically, but uh, he came. I remember that in the back end. He he came sometime after, uh, or pretty close to the time that I left. Yeah. Well, I remember Chapman trying to storm the first sergeant's office because he went off on Spivey for complaining about oh, he was, stuff. He was doing. I want to go kill him. Go he was him. he was doing the protective boyfriend yeah. thing. Yeah. I remember kill my baby. I was like, hey, I can blame your your. I can't blame you. You're upset. God, can you imagine well, how, you know how bad your life's about to be? Can you, can <laughs> you, know, you, can you imagine with the, with, yeah, that, yeah, no, sure. with that line of thinking? Can you imagine how they reacted to COVID? They probably lost their minds. Like, oh, well, there was just some. Nah, it might be different than that. It you think be, so? I think well, Chapman's I pretty Chapman. anti-military. Well, no, shit. I bumped into Chapman and Quantico years later. Him and Spivey separated. I liked. Oh, I liked Chapman. I love Chapman. Yeah, I, Chapman. Was he awesome. was a good like. Good solid dude. Well, he was hardcore and he could do fucking twenty five pull ups. Yeah, on dude, he was dime. he was he a always, beast. Like, to me, he always kept him to himself. Just you know what I mean. Just like nothing. He crazy. was he was cool as shit too. Where was Chapman from? Does anybody remember? I don't remember. I remember when Chapman uh, beat up uh, Chavez in uh, Cobra Gold. I, I I mean I wasn't there, but I, I remember there. the story. Yeah, I don't know that I'm coming back, but you I don't know. Do, Mac, you remember Corporal Chavez? Uh, Sergeant Chavez eventually. Vaguely. He was. Uh, <clears throat> he was guys one. like that because they were chill and they stayed back and they didn't. Fucking Chavez. 
Chavez. Oh no, Chavez, Chavez was a little fuckhead. I'm Chavez. thinking about who am I thinking about? Contreras and the other one, Gonzalez. Sar- Sergeant Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Okay, he was cool. Who, so Chopsar cool. beat the shit out of fucking Gonzalez. Oh, I remember being in. No, the- no, Chapman. Chapman beat up Chavez. Oh, Chavez. Chavez. I had to go to Korea Ch- with Chavez. Chavez. He was my sergeant. <laughs> Chavez was a sergeant in supply. Chavez was my was sergeant just, in Korea. He was an fuck idiot. him, dude. Fuck him. He was an idiot. <laughs> He used to be like, why aren't you doing McMath? And I'm like, dude, I just fucking tapped the dude out and almost broke his ankle. Let's, uh, let's, let's I don't need to do McMath with your dumb ass. Let's, let's talk about like, you know, 20 years, Mac in particular, man, you've had, you just retired. Let's talk a little bit about like world views. Like what, well, where man. are we at now with what's going on in the world today? You know, um, so I could tell you my perspective from, Enlisting on 9-11. Yep. And then That's literally all of us, right? ending. That's our career, era. Yeah, 20 years in. Yeah. And getting out just now in 2022. So I got to see uh, joining after one of the most like horrific events in America. When like when 9-12, everyone's united. Super and then united. retiring in a time where we're probably like at its most divided. Right? That is. That is and, and all 20 of your years. Wartime situation. At least 14. Yeah, at least 14. I, I mean, na- na- so, nationally, we've been, uh, uh, unless, what, you, if you consider we left, uh, you know, he pulled Afghanistan out, like, what? Uh, you were at 19 and 0.9 of your years we were in probably. Afghanistan so, like, and Iraq. You know, we bounced around a lot and we were just reminiscing in, like, my career. But my career went like this, like... Joined in 2001, delayed entry program. Obviously, 2002, go to Okinawa, 7th Com. Uh, Afghanistan was hit, but it looked like it was like just like this military operation that, you know, we, we, it wasn't a main thing yet. Yeah. Task Force 58 or 56 hit it hard and done. And then no talk of Iraq. Then we got to Okinawa. It's gearing on up. We're doing the loading on up. Um, 2003 going into Iraq, stop loss, stop move. The only way for me was go to embassy duty. So I was at Minsk, Belarus, um, Pakistan. I opted to try. I tried to go to Kabul, Afghanistan, or Baghdad, Iraq, but they're only accepting O3s. So I said, what else is up? What else can is available? They were only accepting O3s. captains? No, no, they were no, only grunts. Grunts. Yeah. You had to be O3-11. Anything within the O3 field. And at that time, I was engaged to my first wife. Um, she was a, and still is, adamantly involved uh, in politics. She was at Capitol Bro, Hill. Is she now? She's at Capitol Hill um, working for, fuck? at the time, U.S. Senator Pat Roberts. Right? So I come back. We have a year left here. I'm at MSG school because they said a spot's open here. You come back being an instructor. I was like, cool, I'll do that. That's cool. And I was up for reenlistment. But because I was getting married, I was like, hey, I'll do one more enlistment. Bro, you were a trophy Marine in your first marriage. <laughs> so I do this, right? I pick up staff in four years, and I really went after staff because I was like, well, why not? Right? Like, it's an accomplishment. But when I pick it it's up. It's also more money. It is. Come on. It like, is. And it's, I, an, and it's an extra 50 bucks a month. Sure. I was in a tax-free zone, so I was like helping out. And by this time, I'm engaged, so yeah, I'm yeah. saving up for yeah, a wedding, exactly. right? And my mindset is, okay, I got these orders to Quantico. She's at Capitol Hill. Yeah. 
we felt like this young, like I would say, like power couple. Like we're tough shit, but we're not. We're young. I'm we're, we're being young. She works for politics. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be on so, CNN someday. Oh yuck! So <laughs> uh, I'm at there. I do two courses for MSG school, Marine Security Guard school, and then a bill comes down saying, "Hey, there's a job at the Pentagon." I was like, "Fuck yeah, Pentagon, Capitol Hill." This works out perfect. Like, then we're close, you know? And the billet that comes on down is to go be an admin assistant to, and now I'm the operations chief at MSG, but to be the admin assistant to Sergeant Major Estrada, uh, leading Sergeant Major Marine Corps, 15 Sergeant Major Marine Corps. It was one of the worst experiences in my entire career. You went and did that? Yeah. I got accepted. So I went on him. They said, hey, uh, so we had a Sergeant Major Werchez, retired, awesome guy. He was already retired at MSG. Um, and I went to go pick his brain because by now, Sergeant Major Kent is selected to be the next Sergeant Major Marine Corps, and I had this interview coming on up. So right? you're working for Rogers while his his time at being the Sergeant Major is, is ending. Well, almost. Uh, Estrada. Estrada. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. So, but I'm at MSG school, right? <laughs> so, bottom line is to get back to the point because I know we've been thrown MSG school. Essentially, counter intel. That's I go into next, right? But I'm at MSG school, and I got this this fast filler comes on down, and they're like, "Hey, you need to go interview. They want to see you because they saw my track record, so they see I'm making meritorious this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah." And um, I talked to Sergeant Major Werchez, and I said, "Hey, it's like, what what can you tell me about either or? Do you know them?" And he goes, "Oh, I know them." And he goes, uh, "He goes, Sergeant Major Stratus, he could be a dick." I know him. He's like, he'd definitely be a dick. And I was like, okay, that's not good. Like, I have an interview coming on up. And I said, what about Sergeant Major Kent? He goes, and he pauses like, oh, God, it's going to be even worse, right? And he goes, not only is Sergeant Major, uh, Sergeant Major Kent one of the best Marines that I've known throughout my career and my life, but he goes, he is quite possibly one of the best human beings I, I will ever know. And I was like, oh. Jackpot. Interesting. Damn. So I go for this interview. It's a Friday at the Pentagon. All dressed up. They look at my stuff. They're like, you guys have interviews in the Marine Corps? They do. They get to, for staffs, they get to interview certain staff to pick them out. Yeah, man. So it's not some like, oh, you get to do it like, nobody can slip through the cracks. No, no. You got to be vetted. You got to be vetted. Vetted. Yeah, yeah. Vetted. Exactly. You got to have a certain security clearance because you're exposed around us all this stuff. I think think that's something that slips past like the average okie doke marine, right? Like, oh, for sure. At those higher yeah. billets, you have to be fucking vetted. Well, and it was a fast fill, so they're looking at Quantico, and they're looking. The uh, ideal thing is to go to MSG because you already got the security clearance. You have a top secret security clearance, right? So you're like, hey, you'll, you'll fit right in. You'll get the badging, blah blah blah. Yeah. So I go up there on a Friday. I meet with Gunny Calhoun, and um, she's uh, and uh, what's it called Gunny Wazo, who just got pulled from INI duty from Puerto Rico, right? And Gunny Calhoun has been with Estrada like the four years, and uh, and he's just miserable. From well, there's all this stuff there. I can yeah, talk yeah. about it later. Yeah, yeah. But um, she's very pleasant with me. This and that. I was like, cool. And I go in there for the interview, and he's already telling me I'm coming up. And you know, you're coming up here on Monday, and this and that, and blah blah blah. And I said, Sergeant Major, I was like, thank you, but I can't do that. And uh, he goes, he looks at me like, who the fuck are you to tell me, Sergeant Major Marine Corps? No, I said, what hey, was your rank at this time? A staff, oh. brand new staff sergeant. Brand and, new staff. Yeah, brand new. Coming out of MSG, kid, thank you. Yeah, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll do that. Them, but but uh, I said, Sergeant Major was like, I was like, I can't just show up Monday. I gotta check out my unit. You know, man, I gotta 
process orders. Maybe you don't because you're the Star Major Marine Corps, but this is how it works for me. And he's like, and he started laughing. He's like, okay, you got one week. And I <laughs> said, okay. So then I go back and I tell my fiance at the time, and she, oh, this is cool. Like, I'll be at the Capitol Hill and you'll be there. And so she works for Pat Roberts, right? But why we were just, um, I just got back, but why we were dating, her roommate was the secretary for Hillary Clinton. Right, so here oh, she is. Oh God! Oh, dude! So here she is, <laughs> super conservative. Such an adequate response. Yeah. Super, oh, dude! Super, super conservative. Um, a rising star in the Republican Party. What, what exactly? Your girl. Yeah. What, okay. exa- what exactly is she doing? She's like. Uh, she's last. Like, I. I. I mean, um, like, is she like office? Oh no, is she's she like, like writing policy. Okay. She's a staffer. So she's an actual to, politician herself or not and at the time a staffer. She's a staffer. But she yeah. could run yeah. any day now. Oh, for sure. For some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The last time we talked was twenty sixteen, maybe twenty fifteen. Because she called me. Oh, they sent me like this short email. I was like, I need to talk to you. I was like, Okay, hello. <laughs> like, uh, we weren't married or anything. You just at least say hello. Hey, can we talk? I don't know you nothing no yeah, more. Yeah, like, like, I need to talk to you. That's how. I, and that's how my head is thinking when I'm reading the email. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And like, ultimate, it, it could have been okay, pleasant, but it's awkward, right? It's like whatever. We're, yeah, yeah. We don't owe each other nothing. We're divorced. And she asked me to call her, and um, I called her, and I said, "Okay." I said, "What's up?" And by now, I'm with. Ashley, my my wife, two. you Ashley know what I mean? Two. Yeah, Ashley Square, but the real the real Ashley, the real good Ashley, AJ the two. best Ashley, the good yeah. Ashley, the soulmate. Yeah, yeah exactly, um, the best one. And uh, she's like, bottom line is, she's saying that she's being considered to run for lieutenant governor of Kansas, and she's like, she wanted to let me know that when they do this deep dive for opposition research, that they're going to let me know. I said, Ashley, I said, listen, I said if they come to me. I always try to take the high road. I said, if they come to me, I'm just going to, I'll do the interview, but it's not going to be what they like. I'm going to tell them, like, hey, yeah, yeah, I got some dirt on her. Come to my house. And I'm like, yeah, they should vote for her because she'll do the best job. I'm wasting your time now. You know what I mean? Like stuff <laughs> like that. You know, I was like, I have no, I have, I, all that stuff is water on the bridge. Like, I have no ill will towards you. She got remarried, has a beautiful family. She's doing fantastic. And yeah. she ultimately didn't run. She asked, she asked me, I was like, would you think I should run? I was like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. In my mind, I, was like, I don't really. Why are you asking me this? Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, uh, she. I said, well, she's like, no, because I'm a mother of this and that. I said, well, it's like think of you with your kids. You want to set the example and do it. Fantastic, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But I was like, that's your decision. And we just hung up the phone and blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, and we didn't. We haven't talked since. And um, anyways, so that's later. But during the time, we're thinking like I'm at the Pentagon, blah blah blah. And it's all leading somewhere. But, uh, no, I, I trust you. Yeah, so then, like, while we were dating, of when I was on leave from, we called it the program from, like, embassy duty, we'd go out to, like, dinner in Alexandria and all these other people. And here I am, this, like, young Marine. Like, I believe in my world of the Marine Corps. This is how things should be, you know. And uh, when we met, she's just like, oh, are you a Republican or a Democrat? I'm like, I'm Democrat. That's what he told her. Cause yeah, all why I, did you tell her that? Well, here, I, this is why. All I knew was that my family would tell me that we're Democrats, we're from Chicago. Yeah, my grandfather loved FDR, right? But I don't know. I don't know their. Well, I'm going to stop, I'm gonna stop right there because yeah. my grandparents, yeah, are the most literally in their lifestyle. Yeah, they're the most conservative people I know. Yeah. With with like church and their you know whatever. Sure, of course, of course, guns, everything. Yeah. And but they're, they're like we're Democrat. They're Kennedy Democrats. They're That's Kennedy why. Democrats, yeah, yeah. and they, and all they say is we're too poor to be Republican. That's the propaganda. 
So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, but and I remember, and I look back on it because it was a, it was such a teaching point to me because when we were first starting to talk, she'd ask me my stance on policies, right? You know what I mean? And she'd be like, "Oh, what do you think about?" owning a gun and what do you think about abortion this and that and and every my answers now i don't declare either party but i have more conservative values especially yeah, today yeah, right yeah. and but but also based off the principles of which i was raised is like live and let live to a certain degree i definitely uh, in that year would have said i was a democrat yeah for sure yeah, this yeah. is mind you but, this is 2000 and like that's what I'm saying. Five, or that's what right? I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, well, five, yeah. and I, I had just, in 2000, no. So I got in 2006. So I was in Iraq from 05 to 06. Yeah. And when I got out of Iraq, I was like, I'm a fucking Democrat. Yeah, yeah. George Bush is a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He sent us into his war and that's, for yeah. whatever. That's, that's the stuff I, you I just read. And you, but you I didn't know any to. different. I didn't know any different. I, I, but I would tell you, I would go out to these dinners and her roommate would be there. Or when I'm visiting her room, I would not talk to her roommate. It's in that. And what you find out, in short, is that, like, first off, she was the secretary for, like, Hillary Clinton for, like, a couple years. That's so scary. And Hillary Clinton didn't even know her name. Is she still alive, but, this girl? I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah. She, she hasn't you know? got killed by Hillary yet? And what they, But the, the bottom point is that the staffers get along. And what you find out is I go to dinner, and I'm like, I'm hearing all this stuff. I'm like, that's not how it should be. That's not how it should be. That's not how it is. And we went out to dinner one time. I, looking back, and I feel like an ass. But the, we went out to dinner with a friend of hers and her boyfriend, and this guy was like this, uh, like latte drinking journalist. And he's like, I have Fag. more. Ac- it's like I have more access into Sorry. Afghanistan than you do, or the CIA. And I was like, he was like trying to one up you. He was doing that, and I'm like, no, that's not. Too, you know, and I forget what I said, but it embarrassed her. So I heard about it later. But I'm like trying to tell this kid, look, you're an idiot. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Damn. But my what I learned from it this is is awesome. that the people that run. It really run the the country and make the laws and everything because you you see them wave these bills they never read them it's all lying in wait right and um, it's virtue signaling yeah and it and it's a it's a, actually like a, a honor to she wrote two from what I recall at least two laws into effect because um, they give you a plaque of the law you wrote and they're like amendments and also she wrote them she go in her cubicle or whatever and go on in there. And um, those are cool. Congrats. Because then you're like, you're showing you're working hard. It would be no different than like, hey, so-and-so, what's well, different? But so-and-so did it, whatever, and, you know, in the Marine Corps, and you're acknowledging. But that's what they do, right? Yeah. So anyways, though, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm learning all this stuff. And I remember one time she came back, and she was really disappointed, kind of like sad. And, and I was like, what's going on? She's like, oh, it was a rough day at work. And mind you, my idiocy was that, like, I'm like, well, why don't you fix it? You know, like, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to, like, no, if you're going to say the solution, here's, or a problem, here's the solution. And I learned quickly to get better at listening, right? Because um, then... You guys are married at this time, right? Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're married or we're close to it. I forget exactly yeah, when we're yeah. having this conversation. Um, but she was in the office, and she's preparing, like, an amendment on the stance that is consistent with because uh, you got to provide briefs to the senator so he knows which way to vote, right? That it's consistent with his values, his voting record, and everything else. And like, hey, sir, this is what you're going to go do, and they go brief it. And what I remember being told is that one constituent, a major donor from Kansas, made one phone call, and the senator came in and he said, change it, I'm voting the opposite way. And they're like, wait, what? That's not what you've done in the past. That's not what that is. Like, that just shows you right there. 
And and I remember talking. I said, "Well, so what is?" So your... it's all bullshit. Oh, oh, it can be for oh, sure. Yeah, it's all money, right? Sure. But when I met her, I remember we were in Belarus and we go on a tour because I want to show her around. And um, to them, the senator was like this big thing, and they're like, "Oh, I work for a U.S. senator because she just got hired on after being a, an intern." And like, yeah, U.S. Senator Pat Roberts. I'm like, "Who's that?" Like, I had no idea. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, "Who's yeah. that?" And like, you, and they're like, "You don't know." Who... Senator Pat Roberts is? He's like your biggest supporter. I was like, no. I who is that? Such yeah. an so annoying. I, yeah, and I didn't think of anything of it. Annoying right? circle so, of friends. Like to we've be said, you've had your like you've had your toes dipped in this I've seen everything. shit. Yeah. I, I, God so damn. but it was so disappointing You're though, the because the biggest fly on the wall I've ever fucking met in my oh, life. Oh dude, it gets more. That it is goes, this, this is just two thousand four into two thousand five. You know, so like I'm mean, I was like, oh man, and I'm like now my I'm not problem even was, out of the Marine Corps yet. Yeah, my dude. problem is that like one of Irish Italian, and I'm I can be I used to be very quick tempered because I'm like that's not right, that's not what we do. And the Marine Corps, like, I joined up because I wouldn't say quick tempered. I'd I'd say strong willed in your beliefs. That's because that's you were, more, you didn't have yeah. a temper. I've never yeah. remembered you ha- like yeah. snapping like oh what the fuck. Well, blah, 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 blah. I appreciate that because I like I said before I come from yeah, a loud that family that was overcrowded but, but, in the house. So when I would voice my opinion, you never did it yeah. in a. Not, you were super tactful. That's yeah. that's one thing that I remember about you. I don't know, like, bro. Let's let's like. On a smaller scale, we all hung out as non-NCOs. Yeah, yeah. And that's like, you know what I mean? Like, like we're close because we went through the shittiest part of the Marine Corps together. Mm -hmm. My my view of We're talking about politics with you now, and this is huge. So this, because I want to answer your question, and it is going somewhere. We're leaving to, but just just hold on to it. But uh, so I hear, I'm like, oh, that's not a speed of snatch. He's obviously disappointed. So anyways, um. Sergeant Major Kent, the worst 58 days of my career, well, second worst 58 days of my career, working for Estrada. Horrible, and I could talk about that another point. No, let's do it right now. So the, the bottom line is um, I'm coming during a period of transition. Sergeant Major Kent did not choose me. Estrada did. So Kent doesn't know anything about me, right? From those interviews and From shit. those interviews. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Estrada fired but somebody. you're smartly doing this for Kent, not Estrada. That's in my mind, yeah. yeah you're, ah, and, you're the genius. And because in my mind, I'm like, I'm closer to the missus, right? So it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be fun. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We'll be all right. Yeah, we'll be good. And um, the future missus, but like, we'll be good. So anyways, um, it's a point where I was just like, I'm the youngest guy in the office, even though I'm a staff sergeant. Wazo and Calhoun, Wazo's good people, but Calhoun has been with Estrada too long to where... He just accepts it and goes with it. Not only no she, oh she, excuse but me. she. But there was plenty of belief to believe to know or not to know, but plenty of of suspicion that them two are in a late relationship. Okay, really? Yeah. yeah, partly because like she was like married, but in a, in a separate place. And I remember Sergeant Russell showing on up once, and he was a was driver. Was a single? No, he was divorced. He was white behind the scenes. She had been in a vicious car accident years before when he first got in the office. You guys are getting the Marine Corps dirt. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Sergeant Major McMichael, good dude, great, great leader. He was under with Sergeant Major, I mean, not Sergeant Major, with General Jones. But Sergeant Major McMichael yeah, I was think there. I remember him. Sergeant Major Estrada was uh, selected by, by General Hagee um, mm-hmm. to fill McMichael's spot. Well, what a lot of Marines don't recall, unless you're from that time and everything, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm very happy she survived. She, Sergeant Major Estrada's wife, who was also a Marine, was in a vicious car accident. It was pretty bad, from what I heard. 
I remember that. So, but ultimately, whatever happened and what, happened. And what like need a, a lot right of care. when he was being selected? Yeah, yeah. Like she had a to lot be of care, event. and it just like tore the relationship and part. Initially, she needed assistance, and I don't want to speak to because I don't know for fact. Yeah, All yeah. I can say is like yeah. hearsay what I heard. Right. Let's just talk about facts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. hearsay. And I'll tell you what I what I believe is hearsay. But with with Calhoun, what I know is this: is that I know Sergeant Major Star was do, going through a divorce in the back end because uh, the divorce papers were faxed in right before his post and relief ceremony. So yeah. like that was yeah, his yeah, divorce. Yeah, yeah. So I came across those, right? <laughs> and then I remember Again, Sergeant the fly Russell. On the wall. Yeah, I remember Sergeant Russell coming on in. Good dude. He's a nurse practitioner nowadays. Great guy. Solid values. And he's hey, uh, Staff Sergeant Mike, is he going to talk to you? I was like, yeah, what's up? Now mind you, this is like day thirty, and we're planning the post and relief ceremony getting guests in from around the world, sending a flag around the world at every single one of Estrada's posts so that he could have it for going away. Like, pain in the ass shit, man, right? And meanwhile, I'm still going TAD with him. The pain in the ass shit that if you don't do it right... You're done. You're gonna, yeah, you're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. And he's fired a plenty of Marines that ended their career. I mean, like, yeah. I thought I was done, right? And this is like day 30. Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, I'm in a relationship with, with uh, my ex, and... Democrat before I get to Sarge, before I get to Sarge Russell's bit, I went to. Well, she was conservative. She was very conservative. Yeah, oh, yeah she Republican. Was, she was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> full on Republican. But it was funny yeah. what you were saying. Yeah, but before I get to Sarge Russell's spot, I remember this is how bad leadership could be in the Marine Corps. But you'd expect it different, and this is key because of how it was under Sergeant Major Kent. I go to um, Kansas City because they have Mobcom there, Mobilization Command for the reserves, and he's going to do a talk uh, to other reserve sergeant majors. Right, so I go there, I land. Your job is to go get a rental, mm-hmm. pick them up in your drive, and you fall asleep, Where's right? What city? Uh, Kansas City. Sorry. Kansas City. Kansas City, yeah. Kansas, not Missouri, okay. um, I believe. And um, I go pick it up, and I'm like, what do I do? So he was specific that he wanted a Dodge Durango, right? I'm like, okay, because he drove one, right? Okay. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So they have a green one and a white one. And it's a forest green versus a white one. So I'll get a white one because all the government cars are white, right? And I'm like, oh, sorry, I made the green color. And then he's like, here, take my luggage. I was like, what the fuck is this? I gotta, I'll be carrying this man's luggage, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. Total servitude, total abuse. It's not uh, servant leadership, right? It's, listen, it's listen. self-entitled. I've, I served five years yeah, and never saw a sergeant major like belittle a staff sergeant. Yes. Never once in any kind of oh, like. Oh, this now, is. I'm not saying yeah. that like, they don't yell at them when your unit's fucking off or whatever, whatever. Oh. But to treat you like a fucking servant. Oh, no, it gets worse. So be- leading up to this TAD, I went to go pick him up from the house in my new sexy Ultima that yeah, I just yeah, bought, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and um, it's just me and him. So I pull up in this because it's Sergeant Major Marine Corps and all the senior enlisted of each branch have their own designated houses. It's military housing, right? And um, I pull on up, and it's like 5 in the morning or whatever, and he comes on out, and I'm thinking, like, he's going to sit up in front with me. The guy gets in the back you seat. Got white. Oh, I was like, God, yeah. are you kidding me? So anyways, yeah. fast forward, I, rent a, I get this Dodge. I come around, I pull around, and I dodge drink. When he comes up, he's like, what the hell is that? I was like, uh, the rental car? He's like, he's like I'm going to tell Gunny Calhoun, you got a white one. I'm not getting in that one. I was like, what? So he jumped in is the this seat. some kind of racist shit? I don't know. He jumped in the seat, Let's drove to the unit. I had to follow behind. I get back. He drove the Durango by himself. No, he he went with the the representatives from the unit. He got in the car with them, what and I'm the- driving behind. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" I'm like, "Oh man, I'm Diva. in trouble." So we go out there. The rest of the trip goes fine, right? But when I get back to do my travel claim, 
Um, they're like, hey, you owe 200 bucks. I'm like, what do you mean I owe 200 bucks? What are you talking about? He's just like, the, the SAR major, regardless of their senior enlisted, they don't rate a SUV. They only rate up to a minivan. I was like, hold on. I was like, and now I'm, I'm trying to save for a wedding. You were literally told what yeah. to fucking rent. <laughs> I'm trying to save for a wedding, and as a staff sergeant, like, a wedding well, come no, no, up. Let's you know not I mean? even, whether it's $200 or $2,000. Yeah, it's a principle of it, yeah. right? I was like, wait a minute. And I went down like numerous times face to face. This all is going somewhere, I promise. No, no, it's all It goes face to face. And I was like, I was like, hey, the sergeant major of the Marine Corps told me to get this video. I was like, it doesn't matter. The orders doesn't state that. Like, you got to pay it. And I was what? like, you got to be shitting me, right? So, anyways, that's my like, okay, this is going to be bad. I can't wait for Sergeant Major Kent to get here. So then we start seeing out these invites. And the, the way it works, the Pentagon, when you're hosting these events, like a post and relief ceremony is at. Eighth and I, right, with the silent drill platoon, all this other stuff. And they have the sunset parade and the evening parade. Yep. And normally, general officers, and especially the Sergeant Major Marine Corps, they get one of each, and you get to invite a guest to honor them. It's a good way to, for, to honor the traditions of the Marine Corps, but also, like, public relations. And, and the public gets to come to this stuff. It's really cool. It's, oh, it's, it's purpose is bad gold. Ass, it's bad really ass gold. You know, and, and some people will knock like when generals invite politicians, but it's like, hey man, that's a smart move when you're trying to get more money for your Marines, yeah, right? Yeah. And they get to feel special and they get to get to invite people. So if you're the honoree Good publicity. Yeah, you get to invite a ton of people. So Sergeant Major Estrada got to invite more than Sergeant Major Kent did because he's the outgoing guy, yeah, yeah. right? So they have a um, political affairs office. These people are on top of their game. And um, one of the, the lead guys, his name, he went by the nickname Hawk. He comes to me and he has the invites. You guys send the invites. And only the officiating party gets to wear dress blue alphas because of medals. Every other guest has to show up in dress blue, dress blue bravos. Or the equivalent, or not the equivalent, but or another uniform or a suit, right? Yeah. So I'm looking at them like they each say dress blue alphas. And I'm like, Hawk, I was like, is this right? Like, he's like, oh my God. He goes, we got to get them reprinted. Or the common the orders. Yes. Or the, the invites. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, how long is that going to take? He's like, like at least like two weeks. And you're I'll, the one in charge of this shit? Well, I'm, I'm helping court. And I was like, you're killing me, man. I was like, I'm so new here, <laughs> you know. So, like, oh so, so I'm so. So new. we have the list. I'm, so I'm like, guys. we send this out. I'm the one that caught the mistake, right? I sent out or contacting people. So there's one douchebag chief warrant officer that was a mentor of Sergeant Major Strada. and mind you, now Sergeant Major Kent's on deck, and we got to start taking care of him. So like. Me and it waves Commandant, are, you said. No, sorry, Major Kent. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah, checking yeah, yeah. in. He's on deck, yeah, yeah. And it's bringing um, him and Miss Liz. These are like my extended family. I love them to death. And they have their dog, Bello. And it's Sergeant Major Kent's daughters are older, so you don't have to worry about them. They're going to come visit, obviously. Yeah, but, but they're, they're older. They have their own lives. It's not like fucking but now we got to find like this hotel because Estrada wants to stay in the, in the house because he rates it and we got to find this hotel that accepts pets. We're jumping through hoops and me and Waze will turn to each other like hey, we're getting chewed out daily by Estrada, but we have to take care of Sergeant Major Kent, oh, yeah. right? Because that's our new boss. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So anyways, all this stuff is going on. At one point, Sergeant Russell comes to me and he goes, um, he goes hey, uh, Staff Sergeant, can I talk to you? I was like, Sure, what's up? He's like, hey, um, 
do you know why Gunny Calhoun was at um, Sarma Jashada's house this morning uh, making pancakes? And I was like, well, the chick, I mean, yeah, the I was chick. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, and I and I and I knew that Sarmage Estrada was was <laughs> having people babysit his kids. Whatever, dude. Right? Well, <laughs> so, you know what I mean. In my mind, I'm like, okay, because I knew that Wazo. Dude, and his now keep in mind, everybody, we're still like 22 years old, yeah. 23 yeah, years I'm old. Like 23. Dude, like, not a, now, in, in my 38-year-old mind, I'm like, oh, that bitch was cooking in pancakes. <laughs> yeah. But well, back then, I would have been doing what you did. But I said, okay. I was like, well, I mean, was she babysitting the kids? I knew that Wazo done it, and Wazo and Calhoun told me. And I said, I think right, right off the bat where them and I weren't getting along. Wazel and I would get along later. Yeah, yeah. But they said, hey, you may have to babysit his kids. I said, I'm here to tell you now that I'm not babysitting his kids. <laughs> I said, that's not something I do. That's not that's part of the not, deal. That's not, no, I was like, that it's is not, not right contract, off the bat. Bro. They're like, oh. It's you know not, what I mean? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, I said, well, was, was, I mean, was she in uniform? Or like, maybe she's just helping out with the kids. Like, no, she was in pajamas. Right. I was like, that's okay, awesome. that's um, that's weird, and I'm like, uh, you know, well, so, it's probably also so, just a cover question. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, what do you even make... do with that? And Russell's so stressed out from driving this guy around that he's like, um, he goes, uh, I, I think I'm gonna go to the top Eat of the, the Pentagon. Is I think I'm gonna go to the top of the Pentagon and, and just jump off the roof. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I said, Russell. Gotta I said, man. Shit, I said, Russell. Let's 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 go for for a lunch. Let's let's go <laughs> for some awesome. coffee or something. Ugh. You know, just talk him down off a ledge. And it, Russell's good people, really good people. So, anyways, these invites are sent out, and um, I get a nasty gram from this retired two four officer. And what I didn't know is that he BCC'd Estrada, right? And he said, hey, uh, this is messed up. I didn't get an invite. Um, this is very disappointing. It's unprofessional of you and this and that. And I wrote him back. I said, uh, sir, really apologize. There's an issue with the invites. Um, I said, don't worry about it. Show up. I have your name on the roster. You'll get in. Just ask for Staff Sergeant McManus. Never heard anything again. So Armando Estrada comes in and tears me a new one, and and um, he has a, like this BCC. So now Sergeant Kent. Is, Bro, it sounds like Estrada was looking for reasons to tear people apart. Well, he's just, just because, just because, he's just an idiot. horrible. But horrible. just because. But I promise you, just stay with me. This is all going somewhere. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. stay with you. Yeah, yeah. So now, like Estrada's taking care of like what he needs to take care of because it's getting close to the ceremony. Um, we're focusing on Sergeant Major Kent. And Sergeant Major Kent did not interview me. So he's there, he's checking on it. It's first time meeting him, right? Yeah. And he's not in uniform. It's like 6 o'clock in the evening and all. And um, he goes, and he looks at me and he goes, uh, what's up, Mac? And I was like, uh, Sergeant Major? I said. Who's this? Sergeant Major Kent. He goes, okay. what's up, Mac? He's like, I didn't, he's like, something like, I didn't get to meet you, but what's up? I said, I just turned to him and I said, at the time, there's a Mar admin and a policy on like every Marine to the fight. If you didn't get to go, you go. Yeah. Right? And Headquarters Marine Corps is coming up with a, headquarters, a task force, Headquarters Marine Corps. So you go, Task Force HQ. And I said, hey, Sergeant Major, um, I was like, I need to get to Iraq. I was, and, he, and he started laughing. He's like, uh, how soon can you go? I said, I already talked about it with my fiance. I get married on September 8th. I could leave on the 9th. And he started laughing. And he's Why like, did you, you know, feel like you needed to go to Iraq? Guilt. 
Just guilt. You know what I mean? Not like having so- wait, 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 wait. This wait, is yeah. a whole other thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're we'll going through it. all that. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah. this so the story is like you're working with Estrada, you're yeah. about to start working with Kent. Yeah. But the whole and time then, and you're then sh- the, the right turn that we just took is yeah. I want to go to Iraq. I want to go to Iraq. So yeah. during this whole time with the Australia, yeah, yeah, no I was shit, not no expecting yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. so this whole time you were stressing about what's going on in Iraq. Oh yeah, and my guilt of personal guilt of enlisting on nine eleven. Damn, bro. and not well, not feeling well, like, but hold on, but feeling like I didn't do my part. What I joined up for was weighing on me. So I turned to him. And he goes, I, could, I was getting married on the 8th. I said, I could leave on the 9th. And he started laughing. He's like, no. He's like, we'll give you a month, at least a month, and then we'll send you. He's like, I got the perfect thing for you. I was like, what's that? He goes, I'm going to send you on a military transition team. I said, I'm in. I don't know what that is, but I'm in. He's like, you'll go and train the Iraqi military. I was like, well, Mac, I'm but in. Jesus but like, how, like this Man. obviously was like a toxic situation with Estrada, with Estrada. Yeah, hands down. How, so you know, did I mean, it ruin did, how you did, did that have something to do with oh, what the fuck? Oh, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, yeah, because okay, okay, yeah, okay, so, uh, it's like okay, I want to get the hell out of here. Oh, for sure. But that had nothing. Send to me do. to fucking hell. Yeah, that. <laughs> so that honestly had nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. This had been everything of me like. For me personally, had you been to Iraq or Afghanistan? Yeah, I've been to Iraq. I deployed to then, to both or what? To both. Like, yeah. So, so you had you already had a, a deployment to both locations. No, not then to, you didn't. Not, no, not to them yet. Oh, okay. So had, so this would have been your first Iraq. This is after embassy duty. I, did, I went to Belarus. I went to Pakistan. Yep, now yep. I'm at the Pentagon. And I turned to Sergeant Major Kent, and he said, "I want to go to Iraq." Go, and he's just like. <clears throat> Okay, we'll get you there. So you didn't serve under Kent that much. No, no. Well, you yes, I did. Would. Yes, I did. Um, so, anyways, the invites come back. Um, we go through the post relief without a without a, a you know a hitch or anything. But the post relief is the uh, command change between Estrada yeah. and Kent. Estrada stepping down, Kent come on up. Standing but I remember. Place. So when when you look at the this is important because it's really indicative of like Kent's career, which I would also model my like later as a grown man, like my leadership after, because I'm, yeah. I, I'm very grateful to have had that man and his family, like in my life. Like they are how, amazing. How, how much time did you get to spend with Kent? Like three years. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So it was so a good it was amount of time. Significant. It was a good amount of time. Um, so towards the, after the post and relief, I was like, well, Sergeant Major Kent's now the Sergeant Major Marine Corps. Like yeah. he's, he's right now guy. No, I mean at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got that. He's yeah. at the time. So at the, at, yeah. but the funny thing is, so there's all the military pay scale, and you can look it up on the internet, blah, blah, blah. But what most aren't tracking is that there's a pay grade called E9S pay with a star. And that's for the senior enlisted advisor of every branch, right? So Sergeant Major Army, Master Chief, like, oh, Master Chief Petty Officer. You get like Navy. a bonus or something? You get like an extra $1,000, yeah. right? But this speaks to the, uh, the, like the selflessness of Sergeant Major Kent. Because Sergeant Major Estrada was like, hey, why is my payoff? I was like, I had him off by like $1,000. And he started um, voicing up his opinion to like the director of the Marine Corps staff, who's like pretty much the chief of staff for the Commandant. Probably in many ways more, I could be wrong here. I probably am wrong, but more uh, authority than the assistant Commandant in some aspects because your, your hands are on everything, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes on it's up like to the him. Chief I mean, he yeah. just handles the stuff that the higher up doesn't want to everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, court, yeah. I mean he, you got to have a strong director of Marine Corps staff. Like, yeah. he's good. And, and the, um, I'm forgetting the general's name, but he's fantastic at the moment. So, Major Kent goes and complains to him. 
And um, he goes to Sergeant Major Kent first. He complains to Sergeant Major Kent. He goes, he goes, hey, John. He goes, uh, you know, if if you need the money, I'll, you could take the extra thousand from me. You could you could have it. We'll go put an order. He's like, and, he, and the messed up part about it is, is that Estrada paused. And, like, he was thinking about it. Anyone else of like, that was me or you. And you, these guys knew each other from the field, from yeah. the drill field. Like, no, man, I'm just frustrated. Yeah, you know, I'm, just I'm, I'm wrapping I'm just up 30. Yeah. I was like, yeah, give it to me. I'm wrapping up 30 years. Number, you know what I mean? Like, hey, got it. Like, we're all humans. You go through you some transition. But he paused. And it's like, yeah. you could tell in his mind, he's like. Bring some more shit back. He's like, is that true? Like, can you can you so, do that? Whatever. So Sergeant Major Kent goes to the director of Marine Corps staff and brings it up and. And um, he goes, you know, Sergeant Major, that's very magnanimous of you, but you are the Sergeant Major Marine Corps, and that's that's your pay and all. And he's like, and and he said, um, I will kindly rem- remind Sergeant Major Estrada that we all serve at the discretion of the Commandant and like these billets, right? So, anyways, from there, um, I get assigned to go to. Uh, IMF. I go to uh, advisor trainer. Between. I, IMF is what? What does that mean? Again? Uh, California. So first uh, Marine Expeditionary Force. Okay. IMF. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, some would so, say the Imperial MF, but that's all right. It's a fun nickname. One just MF. like the yeah, just like the the Carolina Magtaf, you know, type yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, now we're going on to advise Iraqi military. And this yeah. is like 2007 going to 2008. Uh, at the time, the military advisors, the MTTs, so you had your military training advisors, tra- training t- uh, teams, you had your border BTT, like border training teams, and uh, police training teams. So it was an all-round thing to, to fix it on up. And um, what's it called? Uh, they were losing a lot of people. Because you're like having a lot of blue on blue, so that's starting to weigh in my mind, right? But you all asked earlier, "Hey, what was the impact with the MRAP?" So this is what I respected most. One of the one of the things I respected most about Sergeant Major Kent and General Conway, because when General Conway got in there, first off, what many people, if you look at the timelines, you'll see. But many people don't know is that General Conway pretty much asked. In other words, told Sergeant Major Estrada, like, you need to leave. I need Sergeant Major Kent, right? And whenever you're looking at a like billet. absolute dickhead. Yeah, but whenever you're looking at a billet like that, if you want you want people that don't want the job, right? Now, Sergeant Major, you're all good. Sergeant Major Estrada definitely wanted the job. Sergeant Major Kent, what many people don't know, was that um, he was like, he uh, was offered. No, he was offered. He was interviewed at the same time as Estrada. And he went to General Hagee and said, um, they said, hey, do you want to be Sergeant Major Marine Corps? He said, thank you. That would be an honor. But he said, I want to be with the Marines in the fight because the Marines were over in Iraq. He's like, that's where I plan to go next after UCOM or something like that. Um, so Sergeant Major Kent would go over to Iraq during Fallujah 1 and 2. So he was with Conway. They were battle buddies. And he was with General Sattler and battle buddies. And Sergeant Major Kent, would, uh, to the much, to, to, from what I know, to the best of his ability, was greeting, like he lived right next to it, every single med flight that was coming on in and spending time with the Marines. His, his Marines are like bringing the fight to, to the enemy, you know what I mean, and facing some heavy losses. So then he's called up for this interview, and it was with General Conway. General Conway and him are battle buddies, right? 
And um, he's interviewing his people and um, top quality individuals. And um, General, to my knowledge, General Conway said, hey, Sergeant Major Kent, do you want to be a Sergeant Major Marine Corps? He said, you know, I've been, uh, thank you, sir. It'd be a great honor, but I've been promising Liz and family I'm going to, like, retire and be done. He's like, wrong answer. You're coming up here, buddy. And they just <laughs> brought him on up, right? So, like, cool, whatever. So, anyways. Um, so, he was Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps by default. Oh, yeah. Well, that, but, like, but if point- you saw how, like, genuine he is right. Do you think? Do you think they took him because it's like, no, motherfucker, you're the best qualified. Oh, hands you down, you have to take it. Hands down. Well, I mean, probably. he he's so like, he is who he <clears throat> is, and and he um he's an inspiration. Yeah, you know, and he's consistent throughout. He looks for the best in people. He like gets you to to apply your best self. You know what I mean? So very fortunate to see it because when I'm up there now, y'all asked about the MRAPs earlier. So when General Conway got in there, he said, hey. I want to see all decisions that have been pending a decision uh, over the past however many years. I want them on my desk, and we're going to make decisions over the next two weeks, right? And one of the very first things he did is comment on because you're talking about this is a theater commander coming on in, and he knew the casualties. He met with the families. He met with these Marines. My bad. And um, he goes straight to Capitol Hill and says, these are the vehicles we want. They can save lives now. I want them now. And these are the MRAPs, Right. But the army wanted a different model, so they're trying to do like so one the commandants point, so. fight between each other and shit. They can, but it's a brotherhood. It's elite brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. professional. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, you know? we got. You don't disagree, yeah, yeah, yeah. but there are all these generals, man. They're all on like first name basis for the most part. You know what I mean? And they've deployed. But General Conway brought up with him at headquarters Marine Corps his entire war staff. So, like, Lieutenant, or Lieutenant General Krimlich, who was the director of Marine Corps staff, that's what I was thinking about. He was there, General Sattler. You know, I mean, all these people that, like, General, General Mattis was, like, IMF at the time, and then later on CENTCOM. And I'd be in the room at the General Holland Matt Smith conference room, and all these generals in the office, and they're like, man, this is Have you cool. met General Mattis? Yes. Yeah. Why is he held to such high regard? Well, we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah, 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 Sorry. You know, so, so right away, General Conway goes in and gets, uh, gets the funding. And you see, like, Marines are getting hit with MRAPs, right? And injuries are banged up, but they're not dying. And saving lives, like, the casualties are dra- drastically dropping. And now what I will say is that after three years I've been up there, and, like, I got to see at a very young, early part of my career, a crucial part of my career as a young staff NCO, of what it takes to stand up to do the right thing, regardless of, like, the adversity before you. And you might be scared, you might be frustrated, but you have to put up the fight. And you see it for the right reasons. And then the problem for me, like I was kind of spoiled. Because now when I go back to the fleet, right, I'm like, this is not how it should be. This is not what I know is going on up there, right? And that, that'll lead to other, other stories. But I go to Iraq. I train the Iraqi military. A vast majority of my team were, were not reservists. They were war vets that were recalled. They're in their last year of their contracts. You know, you do the four. They didn't give a fuck. They recalled them their last year. And now I'm dealing with, like, great guys, fantastic dudes, right? But 30 pounds over fucking standard. No, 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 no. They were good. They were good. They were just just short timers. They're just like, hey, man, I've been through Fallujah. I've been through Ramadi. You know, the Iraq, they know. Get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, like, well, I did my time. You know what I mean? I thought I was done. And, but that's what they did. And now here I am filling the role because Sergeant Major Kent and, and General Conway implemented every Marine to the fight because now what they did is they did, this, they did the, the surplus, the plus up, 
you know, with Patrice, he said, I need more. Let's plus it up for a couple of years to get the violence down, put in the tea barriers, get them wraps there, and really, like, solidify it. So we did the surge. Yeah. Did the surge. You know, we were all part of it and all. But now, yeah. like, what you saw is, like, El Anbar province, real drop in violence and everything. Like, we're, it went from, like, a couple ticks, like, troops in contact a day, a dozens a day. It's like, if you're lucky, maybe, like, a handful a month. Right, like, yeah. like drops significantly, but now we go to Basra. To we did the first ever Iraqi-led operation to clear out the city of Basra under Operation Charging of the Knights One and Two to go and, and push out. There, well, we my team was one of the first ones to find actual weapons being facilitated from Iran. Yeah. Right when there was all this stuff going, like, Iran to where? To Basra to the mil- militias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we pushed them on out, and it was like a mixture of like. I personally, in that instance, never, like, engaged the enemy like that. But if you were talking about, like, IDs, mortars, drive-bys, stuff like that, and, like, Iraqis engaging, and us behind it, like, yeah, we were we were there for yeah. First iteration of Operation Charge Down the Nights was, like, it was messy. Like, we, they weren't prepared for it, but it was really messy. Like, a lot of people died. You know what I mean? So, anyways, that's a whole other bit. Come on back. I finished up my tour. I got selected for gunnery sergeant out of the below zone while in Iraq because this comes full circle with that Estrada thing, right? So before I deploy, getting I'm getting ready to get married. Sergeant Major Estrada has to do my fit rep. Now my reporting senior, oh shit, was a sergeant major of the Marine Corps. My reporting officer, reviewing re- reviewing officer, was a commandant of the Marine Corps. Right? Damn. So <laughs> if you do good, you do good. You're you're good. You do bad, you're you're, you're done. What right? did Estrada give you? So check this out. So I told, uh, I'm stressing, man. I'm like, oh my god, my career's he over. Hates my you, you probably, I, hates me. I, I picked him up in a white whoa, Durango. Whoa, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. But dude, there's another part I left racist out. because of that. Yeah, he, I, there's another part I left out where this is after you know he's transitioning out, and Kent is now a Sergeant Major of the Marine Corps, and. Um, he, Sergeant Major Strada blames me for the invitations gone wrong, right? But I'm the one in your it. like in your fitness rep. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked. So up. no, but check dude, this out, dude. dude. That's so, like so a, my I, birthday party yeah. didn't go well. Yeah, you <laughs> straight yeah. up, dude. So I'm, he calls the, the office fuck? and he is chewing me out to the point where I got to hold the phone away. I'm just like, I'm like, because you're going up for a fitness rep, you're getting chewed out. I don't because of the invitation. Okay. 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 But this is leading up to the final fit rep. Yeah. Right. And he's chewing me out. I'm thinking to myself the whole time with my uncle, my uncle Rick, uh, God bless him and rest uh, in peace. Yeah. But, uh, rest in peace. It, Rick. Uh, he is like, just play the game, Tim. Let's play the game. And like, I sorry, major. No, sorry, major. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. So sorry, major Kent walks in and he can hear him. And I said, Roger, that's our major. You have a great day. And I hung up the phone because he's done chewing me out. And Kent heard the like, whole thing. Whole thing. Oh. So Kent goes, Who is that? And I said, uh, That's our major Estrada. Sir, he just got done chewing me out, sorry, major. And he's just like, What? Get him back on the phone. I said, Oh, so he's like, I said, Star Major, I was like, I'm raising my hands. Like, uh, I don't want to be, be the middleman here. Yeah. Like, you, he picks up the phone. Feel free to go down there. Calls him up and he's like, Hey, John. So you can't be calling up here giving these Marines a hard time. I was like, you are not the Sergeant Major Marine Corps anymore. Shit. He goes, 
These Marines did everything to take care of you. You cannot do that. You know what I mean? He's just like, he's not Dude, chewing that's him like up. some serious peer yeah, pressure. Not I, you. I really Courage. don't think people that are going to listen to this understand what the fuck is going on, <laughs> yeah. dude. This is Sergeant Major of the is, fucking is, is Marine there, Corps. Well, let, me ask, let me ask you this. Is Kent and Estrada, is there a difference in time and grade? No. Same. I mean, technically, there's no, there's no I like mean, seniority I mean, I know, thing. No, Actually, no. Kent's higher at this point. No, 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 no. Same. He's just a 16th. Yeah, but but, majors but but Kent just is. But is, where's Estrada no, no. now? He's getting not, ready for retirement or whatever. The oh, fuck I'll tell you where. Why well, don't I don't oh, mean? Oh, comes oh, okay, damn. Yeah, I promise you, this all comes full circle. Dude, your fucking shit is crazy. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I yeah, promise yeah, you, it all comes full circle. So he chews them out, and I'm like. Oh my god! And Kent's like, you can't do that, blah blah yeah, blah. And, so hangs up the phone. and he does it and right he goes, in front of you. Yeah, what, right in front did of you hear what Estrada said back to him? No, no, no. He uh, didn't get okay. a chance to talk. Yeah. Oh shit! He didn't get a okay. chance to talk. So Estrada looks at me. He goes, "Not Estrada." Sergeant Major uh, Kent looks at me. He goes, "He calls back again. You tell me." I was like, "Okay, Roger that, Sergeant Major." Yes, sir. Roger that. I was like, okay. "Nice." So we don't hear from him again for a Kent. while, right? Fantastic. Oh, Sergeant Major Wurtz is right. Fantastic Marine. Yeah. Outstanding human being, right? Nice. Hands down. Yeah, yeah, Estrada, yeah. Estrada was the sergeant major, I think, when I got out, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. So now it's fit rep time. And no, um, yeah, Sergeant no. Major Kent goes, uh, hey, did Sergeant Major Estrada give you your final fit rep yet? And he already knew, like, it's it probably going to be bad. And uh, I said, no, not yet, Sergeant Major. I think I got to meet with him tomorrow, right? So I go on down there. I get called. Go on down there the next day. Pentagon, Henderson Hall, the old Navy building. Yes. Navy Annex, right? Yeah, yeah. Sergeant Major Estrada, it it's not gone now. Oh, it's gone now. It's yeah, tore yeah. down. But Sergeant Major Marine Corps But this is a, Quantico, right? No, uh, D.C. D.C., D.C. Yeah, so okay. Arlington. The Arlington it's close to Quantico, yeah. but it's... The Pentagon. Gotcha. Yeah, it's so like we DC had area. a um, satellite office over there, and, and that's where he's working out until he's done moving his family, this and that, whatever, you know? So I go on down there. Uh, Gunny Wazo comes with me. And uh, Estrada's like, I want to see Staff Sergeant Mac first. I was like, okay, well, I go stand like position of attention. Bye, guys. I stand position of attention. He's like, oh, you just chill out, be a parade rest. I was like, okay. And um, I'm looking over the fit rep he gave me, and he lowered like everything from C's to like D's and or to C's Jesus. to B's, almost adverse. I'm like, oh my god. I think now in my mind, I'm like, wait, this is my wait, first fit wait. rep as a staff sergeant, like one of them, one of the first few. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting like a almost an adverse from the sergeant major of the Marine Corps, right? And then, and by the time I've wrapped up my time with him, there's only 58 days that I worked completely. Now, anything less than 90, unless you feel that it rates an observed fit rep, you have to write that in there. But you're supposed to be like, hey, this is a transition. But it's a shitty ass appeal uh, system yeah, and yeah. all that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, I'm I was like, you got to be kidding me. And he goes, uh, you got anything simple marketing? I said, well, you know, with all. Fairness, our major. I was like, I don't think I rate an absurd fit rep. I worked for you in a period of high transition. I haven't worked for you for ninety days, and you wrote in there like, uh, Staff Sergeant McManus needs to know what it's like to pay attention to attention to detail, like a, a massive, not a velvet dagger, Dude, like a, da, like a machete. Da, 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 da. <laughs> in the Marine Corps, whether you're enlisted or an officer, if yeah. someone says. You don't pay attention to detail. You're done. It's the worst fucking thing. Like, but, but mind you, in, a, in the if, board process, when they view you up for promotion, they go through all your fit reps during that grade. I mean, they know what velvet daggers are, but they're also looking at your RS. You know, like, and like if your RS is a colonel, like, uh, colonel, what's RS? Reporting senior. Okay, gotcha. Or like a colonel or, or general officer, like, hey, the general says he's a shipper, he's got to go. Now, this is the sergeant major of the Marine Corps. Yeah. Now, sergeant majors don't do fit reps, right? Like throughout, like it's not a thing in the Marine Corps. 
but they were allowed to do it. The Sergeant Major Marine Corps during for the longest time. So he went out of his way to fuck you. Oh you know, yeah, but there, but even the previous ones were allowed to do it because you're traveling with them a lot. And most of the time you're taken care of. Like ninety nine percent of the time you're taken care of because yeah. you work hard, right? Yeah, like you're yeah. not again the vetting process. Is thorough. You don't, don't even get in that back. position unless yeah. you've worked hard. So he wrote a bunch of velvet daggers in there, and, and I said, well, I, I, Sergeant Major said, I respectfully disagree with you. I don't think I rate that. And he's like, well, you ruined my friendship with Sergeant Major Kent. I was like, what? He said that to me. Oh, He my goes, you God. ruined my, we were friends for 30 years. What a, what a oh, high school. Yeah. What a pussy yeah. fucking personal. What a, and a, what a high school girl, this yeah, guy so, If you did that oh, in corporate, in a corporate world. I want you to hold that. Feeling right now because when you when it's revealed at the back end, you'll be like, "Oh my god!" Right about our system because you asked about our current yeah, state yeah. of affairs. So I even I even went on my way to explain to him. He's like, "Oh yeah," he goes, "You messed up the invite thing and you wrecked my friendship with Sergeant Major Kent." And I said, "No, I can't in fact, you said that." And without with sparing too many details, make this short. I said, "That's not true. This is what happened. I caught the mistake." And so I'll, I didn't know that. Thank you for correcting me. I was like, "And the other thing's not true." You were chewing me out over the phone. I understood your 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 position on it. He came in and told me to pass in the phone or call you back. I was like, "Am I going to tell so this our major? Don't do that. Like that's not my place." Yeah, yeah but not to yeah. mention you got him a Durango. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we fucking talking about here? And government white. <laughs> so government I'm white. I'm so heated, dude. Right. And um, you could take a bus shuttle. They used to do a shuttle down back to the Pentagon to go back to the office. And Wazel was with me. Wazel, to his credit, tried going in after me and be like, hey, I don't agree with that design. He's like, I tried, Mac. I said, I get it. He's like, well, let's get on a bus. He said, no, I'm going to walk. It's like a, like a quarter mile, half mile away. I need to chill and get some air. So I walk on up. I got up there. And I'm starting to change over. Wazel left. And so Major Kent comes in, like, happy, motivated. He got, he's got boots and utes on. He's what are you so happy about, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. And he's changing over because he's got to go to New York with the Commandant tonight. And he's going to go home and like, have dinner with his wife or whatever, right? It's like maybe 5 o'clock, man. They're leaving at like 7. Or I don't know. It was early. Whatever. It doesn't matter. He's going tonight. Yeah. And um, he was Mac. He's like, uh, did Estrada change your fit up? I said, like, oh, he changed it. All right, sorry, Major. He's like, yeah, what he changed it? I said, like, he actually made it worse. He's like, what? Uh, and I said, here, look. And he grabbed it from me. He's like, I'll be right back. And he put his uniform back on. He went down to the commandant's office. The commandant was not there because he had to go get his uniform prepped for the event on Saturday. He talked to the military secretary that we call it the Milsec of the commandant, who's a colonel. And then uh, he said, he's a, he's, he came back like a half hour later because he told me, he's like, you wait here. And I said, okay. And he comes back, he's like, hey, like, don't worry about it. I'm going to talk to the commandant about it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, man, right? <laughs> so fast forward. I'm getting ready to deploy to Iraq, That's and spicy. I see my fit rep, right? And it's Sergeant Major Estrada with all his velvet daggers and markings, right? And then under RO, normally the RO will just say concur, or maybe they have their own opinion, or they fluff it with some stuff. But they're usually uh, just like, it. go with what, the... What, 90 what something percent, they're like concur comments. Yeah, yeah exactly, that, exactly, you know? exactly. And you rate them on your Christmas tree, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So um, I'm looking at this one. And by now, I think I'm in, like, I'm doing training for the deployment. I'm in, I'm in California. And I'm looking through it, and I, I'm pissed off when I read Sar Major Estrada's comments. And when I look at the General Conway, I'll never forget this, because he goes, uh, um, Marine reported on MRO has unlimited potential. Markings of such and such should be a D or an E. And he went over them, and he said, promote now. 
And I was, uh, he's like been an asset to the team, unlimited potential. I was like, that, wait, this is the comment. Commandant General Conway Shit. at the time, yeah, on the fit rep. So he's conflicting. The active commandant yeah. of the Marine Corps. Yeah, Dude, that's like the most. That's like the most controversial. Oh, yeah, he's directly <laughs> convicted. He's directly conflicting, conflicting your conflicting report. Estrada's statement, right? God, and I'm Estrada like, was the commandant of the Marine yeah. Corps was conflicting your priors. Sergeant Major well, no, of the Marine Corps. They're talking the same fit rep, but here's the RS above. Ro's below, and his comments directly go against what the RS is. Yeah, it's like right? a, it's like a performance review. But that's right? but yeah. what I'm saying is, is he took the official report and contradicted the whole fucking thing. Yeah, he said this is what it should be. You know what I mean? Like he, he marked him B uh, here. He should mark. He should be a D here. Marked him B here. Should be a D there. And he and he said unlimited potential asset to the team. I'm, I'm like paraphrasing. So here. that probably definitely helped the. Oh, staff, when I uh, saw uh, that, just like dude, when I saw it, I was like. I'm gonna get promoted, dude. Yeah. That right? story—that's that's how it was, and I didn't say. And like, that's why you got the below yeah. zone gunny. Yes, and here's the so thing about b- it. below so zone means you're, they pull like ten percent out of the below zone. Yeah, yeah. Of the top ten percent. So, so there's, there's no. Is Basically, there, you're in the below <clears> zone because you're an, you're a new staff sergeant. So the way it works, but is, it, but it's not a cutting score anymore. No, right? no, no, no. It's yeah, all yeah. fit rep based. So the way it works is you have your below zone in the zone and then above zone. Above yeah, zone yeah. means you've been passed. In the zone yeah, means yeah. you're up for promotion now. Right. Below zone means like, hey, next tier you'll be in the zone, but there's a chance because you're you're a stellar marine you or get, whatever you might get pulled up to get promoted now. So yeah. it gives the board options right yeah. to go through. It. Dude, that's in but. So the thing so is, thank, though, I wasn't you. happy. This, this shit happens on the so, lower levels. Yeah, but we're so, talking about the commandant yeah. of the fucking. But, but also, car. to a certain extent, thank you to fifty-eight shitty fucking days of working of with. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Where, yeah, yeah. Like you because, put in your work for that shit because you got karma back in a big way. Well, no, yeah, that. but like you talk about the stress of working up there in a high transition period. I'm young, I'm getting married. And I'm, I'm slated to go on a deployment where they have, like, at the time. That you requested. Yeah, okay, that, so here's one thing I'll say. Yeah. Is whatever you're doing with marriage or your relationship or where you want to live or what you want to do, that doesn't matter to them. Oh, no. You know what I mean? No. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not saying that it, that it shouldn't. I don't want to like, say them as an all-encompassing uh, Marine Corps statement. or whatever. Because... Because Kent and fucking what Connell tell hooked you, you the is fuck that up. The staff under, I can only speak to the staff under, like both Estrada Lib on the back end, but Commandant General Conway's staff was taking over. Sergeant Major Kent was there during that window of time. Yeah. It was not like that. So, so don't you think that this goes back to the things that we get in life that mean the most and that we really want? You got to go through some fucking bullshit. I think you. Do you know what I mean? I, like me and my wife. Like have yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, you went through some bullshit, but you picked up Gunny in six and a half years. Yeah, but I was probably the most miserable Gunny to be picked up, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I already got promoted to staff in four years, mm-hmm. right? And I'm thinking like, okay, I'm still young. I could take the next three, four years to grow. That would put me like seven, eight years when most people are picking up staff. I could get some more experience in my belt because I want to do things the right way, what I deemed was the right way, right? Now, I did chase Does what staff. you deem as the right way different now? It, I, I guess it depends. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a, a right way and wrong way I'm not way doing saying, things. like, if I could look back, I'd do things a little scummier or whatever. Oh, but no, I like, would do things different. Maybe you yeah. wouldn't have put up with as much shit or, But like, I, what I will say is that, like, to, what... what 
I've well, learned not really any options. No, but what yeah, I yeah, learned, yeah, 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 yeah. That's another. Yeah, thing. through that's my career and my that's life. Thing. That's yeah, big. yeah. That's big. Through my career and my life so far, I'm a firm believer. And me and my wife say this all the time: is that everything happens for a reason. One hundred percent. And you may not like it at the time. It may maybe make you question your existence and put you in a dark spot. But if you fight and push through it, like I promise you. It's going to come full tilt. You're going to be like, I would not be here unless I went through that shit. And mm-hmm. I don't think the listeners understand of how much of an example of that. Like, you speak it because you lived it. Well, like, I, yeah. like what it, you've done and where you are now, Mac, like, I have so much respect for you. Oh, I appreciate that. It was a journey. But, but I will, so what I will say is that being, like, the most disgruntled gunny suck at the blows are because I wanted more time. Right, and you gotta understand. Like we know this, when you get promoted, there's only so many billets per promotion, right? Yeah. And they limit your options. And now, so I go to Iraq. Um, was not ready for it, right? I went with guys that this is like their second, third tour. Here I was thinking I could read books and prepare my mindset for deployment. But first part of it was easy. It was hard being away from like loved ones, but it was easy because it's like, yeah, man, like I can't, I can't complain. I'm not. One of those warriors that, like, in Fallujah, Ramadi, and other things, like, neck to They neck already built houses. the Taco Bells and all that well, shit. Well, <laughs> it's, it's on the way, right? But um, I can't really complain. Yeah. But then when we go, because we're, we're doing a 712 or, or 721 uh, mitt and, and leading the, they called it the, the gold battalion, um, down into this operation, we wound up going into Basra, which was actually a British AO. But the Brits had policy where they were not allowed to go in the city. So there was some really nasty shit going on. They only could go in the outskirts. And it was so bad that al-Sadr, Muqtada al-Sadr and his militia were taking over, um, using it as a staple. And then the Iranian Republican Guard were filtering weapons and making their way up north, especially with IDs and specifically EFPs. And EFP was designed as a, a not a buckshot, but like a slug shot of an ID to puncture MRAPs. And unfortunately, one of the Marines we lost was Lieutenant Vandergrift, Matthew Vandergrift, um, amazing guy. We trained with him and all, and which is a crazy experience. And this is something I, I live with because we talk about those that deal with the v, uh, PTSD and guilt. Because you already have the guilt of like not going and not doing your part. And then when you go there and you encounter a near death situation, like you're like that could have been me. So there's a time we were leaving the base, um, our not our base. We we live downtown. We had a, like a little we call it like the cop, you know, combat operation post. And we're going on a route. We have to go do another supply run to like Buka. And me and my buddy Templeton and my battle brother love him to death. Um, we always switched to be either gunner or driver, and we were always in the lead vehicle. And we either teamed up with like Captain Munkel or like Captain Luke, and we all, or this time was uh, Major Blodgett. And we we're all going, and there was another team behind us from another cop, right? So we go. And we have the route, and Major Blodgett turns to Temple. Then you could kind of hear because you're all talking into the mics. And he's like, hey, something doesn't feel right. Turn here. And I'm like, are you sure? And Templeton, I could hear Templeton be like, are you sure? Like, that's not the pre-planned route. This is what we briefed. He's like, something doesn't feel right. He's got that combat intuition. Yeah, and this guy, he did the invasion. I mean, he's been a grunt for a while. They turn here. So we turn. We go down. And then about, like, a few miles on the road, we hear boom. And you hear it come over the radio. Well, Vandegrift's vehicle took the FP straight on. It was on a corner. And it took it, killed him, and it burned up the gunners. Like, it, it was boy. really bad. Your boy. Yeah, and, and that could have been me and Templeton. So you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? You're just shaking off that stuff. So anyways, you know, so now you're dealing with all that stuff. My relationship with my ex is not going well, partly because I'm in Iraq. 
she got selected to run uh, Pat Roberts, Senator Pat Roberts' re-election campaign. And she's going under her own stress, trying to run it, get more reelected. In my mind, I'm like, hey. You're going through combat yeah, stress. Yeah, going through <laughs> combat. You know what I mean? And I'm young, and I'm, I didn't realize. So she I want, has, like, a report due tomorrow. Yeah. But, but, but let's, let's no. not let's I don't not want to dismiss it. I don't mean it like What I'm saying is, like, eh, I am kind of dismissing it a little bit because she's worrying about civilian shit. Yeah, her stuff. And she can't relate. And you know, and the, and the thing is, like, we're starting to get heated on the phone. Yeah. And um, my team, when we when we cleared out Basra, we were on. We had Fox News reporters and other reporters with us, and we have pictures like with Sergeant Haley and Sergeant Salgado. They're holding uh, weapons, rocket launchers, all this other stuff that literally says "Made in Iran" six months ago. And Iran was denying it. General Pace is like, "Get me that video," and it went on up, and we have it. It's up there. I have clips of it. You know what I mean? And like that was a definite proof, and Iran couldn't deny it. Now they were filtering it through the militias and killing U.S. troops. Like that was my team that we found it, right? So meanwhile, all this stuff is going on. I'm pretty sure I'm getting a divorce now. <laughs> Absolutely getting a divorce. My my ex at the time said, "I don't believe you." I've talked to people over there. It's not bad. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Holy, you know, bro, and, bro, bro. Let's stop for a minute. <laughs> yeah. You're in Iraq seeing the shit, and you have a wife back home telling you that, like, no, that's not what's going on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. That's, um, that but is again, fucking insane. That's what's going on in my mind. So now, like, and you know me, like, so I walk around normally besides like my. Fat, I mean, I do know you, but like not in these situations. Yeah, this is, this is catch up time. That's crazy, bro. So aside from my, I joke around, call myself Fat Thor right now. Yeah, I yeah, normally yeah, would yeah, walk yeah. around about like two ten, right? And what are you uh, walking around now? Like a sexy two forty. I'm Ephesus about 240 right now. I should be like 230, You're 225. <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. Uh, but, uh, but, dude, so my normal weight is like 210, yeah. right? I shrunk down to 157 in Iraq. I have pictures. Because, like, we're I got to see those pictures. I'll show bro. them to you. I got to see them. Um, I, there's, uh, there's one mean Anxiety? You couldn't eat? Anxiety, fucking... stress, um, like the you're in you're there's there's Iraqi weather and then there's Kuwait weather and we're on the border like near. Kuwait. I remember Kuwait. I've been yeah, Kuwait. I mean, it's yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, been sometimes there. you got days where you're up to like 130. You know what I mean? Like when I got to Iraq, we landed and it was like 125 degrees. Yeah. So multiply that, but like we don't have air conditioning. Yeah. We're yeah, living. Yeah. We were living in. I had I had shacks with fucking air conditioning. Yeah. A vast majority of the time, we were living in a broken down, um, like mechanics garage until we could get the tents there to build up our stuff and then they see what year is this 2007 or 2008 and it was crazy because we were in but a, that's weird because i was in iraq in uh i was on uh uh tq yeah Tukatum. great uh, we had a great facility there now before we moved. now Tukatum is completely overrun by isis now oh for sure did we yeah. build a fucking 10 million dollar chow but hall see, there what you're what you're talking about though is and and it's it's it leaves you in dismay, right? Because you're in a, an American AO. We were in a British. So when we were doing this, it still wasn't an American AO. Like, the supplies were not coming on through, right? Yeah. So we had eventually got air conditioning. We got generators power, but it was Whatever. going in and out. You know, and then you're like, oh, but by now, the weather, the stress, the anxiety, the depression, you know, all that stuff, like, I could honestly say that if people didn't send us out 
care packages at one of eight. Like there was a few times where I had Starburst. Hey, buddy, I'm gonna give you a <laughs> care package. You sent me in Thailand. Oh yeah, was, yeah I see one. Yeah, 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 the White Sox hat. Yeah, well, bro, 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 bro. So Explain real that. quick though, there was times where my dinner were Starburst because I was like. I couldn't eat an MRE. I was like, I would gag. I can't oh, eat another. You know, and if it wasn't dog. for the guy, the falafel guy across from there was probably like an Iranian like bug. You know, we pay him like five bucks for like cheap falafels that probably cost him like yo. Just 10 a little sidetrack, so everybody's listening to this like fucking care package thing. I'm in Thailand, and I'm just doing my thing. I've been out there for years, and McManus is like, "Hey, what do you need out there?" And I'm like, I don't need anything, whatever. And he's like, no, 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 I'm serious. Well, I like Oreos, and I like fucking good underwear. This <laughs> motherfucker sends me like a $500 package of the best things I could ever fucking. And that's, awesome. that's directly related to the things we need when we're overseas yeah. and fucking missing our a family. taste of home, yeah. And like just a little taste of fucking home. Well, you were lucky because my wife loves Oreos. And she's like, hook him up. Bro, dude, <laughs> no, bro you gave me like six different kinds, yeah. dude. It was well, the well, shit. Well, I was like, get him I'm, the pistachio kinds just to make him throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I ate all of them quick, dude. So I remember seeing your pictures on Facebook when, uh, you know, I didn't I, I didn't know what was going on. But, but I could clearly see yeah. that you were in Iraq or Afghanistan. But, man, you were looking thin, dude. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'll show you guys the pictures. Because yeah, there's one of me and, like, me thin. and Templeton. Dude, you're 6'3". Yeah. 155 but like, look, is... One, you've, you've always been, you know, fairly stacked. Yeah. Bro, if I weighed... Know, but like, well, you I were looking them, thin, My dude. average was 210. And I shrunk down. I got so skinny. What'd you get to? Bro, hey, just, just for the... Holy shit. Yeah, yeah I was a pretty say, good. Man. I was a pretty good wrestler, right? When oh, we wrestled, sure. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one time where him, him, side story, him and I were wrestling and doing like some jujitsu. And my problem is I never went full tilt ever. Yeah. And I had, yeah. a, I had, I learned a lesson from this. This was key for me. Oh, nice. And I never went full tilt because I don't want to want to hurt nobody. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, McKelvey got me, choked me out, right? And I said, oh, man, I know we're all like, I was trying to recover a little bit. Of the ego. He goes, I could have got you, but I didn't pull up pressure. He's like, well, that's what you get, bitch. Didn't never quit. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I said, you know what? That's, I'm not right. doing that anymore. Yeah, he said, but it, from there on out, I don't care if you're my son. I choked that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting no. one up on me, bitch. I love my kids. But, yeah, they're, they're amazing. But no, right, it was a lesson you, learned. Right, yeah. right. whooped up on me, too, in Okinawa. He doesn't, I don't think he remembers it, but we put on some boxing gloves that we had in the supply office. Was is that when you showed up with a uh, black eye? No, that was the time that I fell down the stairs. Oh. <laughs> in okay, the, in the Johnny subway. Depp, you pushing him? <laughs> no, no. no we, we had headgear and shit on, but he just, I mean, we, we, we went out in the field right next to the supply warehouse. I got long arms. We you had, do, uh, your reach is insane. well, yeah, I mean, you got like six inches on me, like height-wise. Yeah, yeah. I'm like. But now I practice it, so it's like. Well, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm going to yeah. try to mess with you now. But like back, even back then, I was, uh, I, I, we went out there and created like a little boxing thing in the grass. Like, I don't remember how we did it, but we just started sparring, and yeah, I That's couldn't cool. even fucking reach you, dude. You were just pounding me out. Man, this is the best conversation. Well, <clears> to wrap that time. up, though, because we were talking about getting promoted so quickly. So yeah. I think that was like the miserable, most miserable gunny to get selected, right? Because I wanted time. <laughs> you literally were. You were in yeah. the stats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, I there's a gunny. Um, 
I, no, he's a staff sergeant, star of the G. I want to say it's Glotke. I could be wrong. Um, great guy. He was our comm chief on the mid team. And he already been passed over at least once, maybe twice. And he's checking. We finally got internet. We had to go side story. Um, we helped this Egyptian internet provider that was in Iraq. He was going to murder. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was going to murder his kid Jesus. because she went for AIDS. She had pneumonia. Um, I got pictures of this too, man. It's crazy. She she went for AIDS? No, no. He, she went for aid. Oh, aid. Aid. He took her to go get aid. <laughs> did, she had, I thought you said AIDS too. I, I was like, yeah, she's hot mic. My bad, um, my bad. So but she had. in these countries. Yeah, she there. had like pneumonia or something like that. This is an Egyptian girl. Where? In Iraq, in Basra. He was. Why was there in. an Egyptian girl in Iraq? Great. No, it was, it was. She was like five, dude. Five. Yeah. Tell me this story. So so. Our support's so bad is that we started looking around for any way we could keep the, the stuff going to where we were paying out of pocket for internet in Iraq until we could get the USO and whatever to come on out and Just to those. talk to your wife or yeah. whatever. The yeah, fuck. we were paying out of pocket for it. So then um, how fucking we go, we come across I mean, this guy because we set up a... Mac, one second. Yeah. Like, how fucked up is that? Like, how, is that... But, bro, this is 2006. There's no internet. Like, I, I met my girlfriend. Yeah. I, met a, I met a girlfriend on MySpace when I was in Iraq. Well, and I came back and dated her for a year. But, like, it's not like that now, right? No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, it was just the, because it was all new. So I don't want to knock the military in that part. It was messed up. It was very messed up. But it was mainly Bro, because... the military and whatever. Well, I know. Like, you know I, will. Like, I already did. You heard my story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but well, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, but my, it's along the lines my of cutting point the power. Is, yeah, my point is, is that... We were, it was a lot of conflict, very disorganized, because it was a political move to push the Iraqis to do their own milita- military operation. We were there to advise them. We went in, they cleared the city, and because it was a British AO, Americans in a British AO, like our logistics, I'm going to talk about that, insane. Totally yeah. insane. Yeah. Waste of money in many aspects, but totally insane. But the Brits didn't have that. Again, they weren't allowed to go through the city. They could only drive around it. The Brits? Yeah, the Brits. Why? Yeah. In Basra, it was just their policy, man. Their policy. Oh, okay, so, okay. Their individual policy. Yeah, gotcha. so <laughs> to wrap up the gunny thing, Stasar and Gottke's refreshing the shit daily, waiting for the message. And he wakes me up one night at like 2 in the morning, and he goes, hey, brother, you're going to need these. And I'm like, what? And, I put my, and he pulls my hand. He puts gunny chevrons in my hand I look and I look at him I said did you get it and he goes no and I'm like fuck threw that shit on the floor I'm like the most pistol pissed disgruntled why why, why, why? I mean, because it meant more to him than it did to me but you wanted him to pick up I wanted him to have it you know because so, I mean? he has a he, like mind you like he has a family he really wanted to me I was just like because well, part of me was like you know what if so, I was so you're the biggest it, sweetheart in the ring. I try to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You did notice that Andrews was in pretty good shape, right? Now. <laughs> no, bro, no, but like, it's but, impossible not to love you. But, but, <laughs> but is this, keep is, drinking. Is this a situation though that you got it over him? Like, do they look at units? Well, no. Do they look at units like that? It's not unit-based. Like, it's because, not unit-based. Yeah, like, so, like, if you pick up... Army is unit-based. If you pick up Corporal, you just have a cutting score, and, like, you can Yeah, it's have, across the board. No, yeah, yeah. well, so every MOS like has a cutting score. Well, just like every MOS has a cutting score, 
every promotion, like they have a quota, they do a review, how many people are retiring, how many people are getting out, what's the needs, the manpowers. It's all factored in, right? But it's but it's not like down to the unit. It's down to the MOS. Right, right. Yeah, not it's, the unit. Army, not- I think, tends to lean towards the unit, like unit promotions, and people have charged there. But here it's MOS. So technically, no, because Gotsky's calm. At the time, I'm admin. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So that now, like, I I'm, I know I'm getting a divorce. Like, it's like done deal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like coming back in a divorce. Right. We're back and forth. Very emotional. Whatever. And um, I got Gunny Select, and I'm like, man, like this kind of sucks. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I'm thinking, like, do I go back out on MSG? You know, my Sergeant Major Kent calls me. You know, we do satellite phones. Congrats, ladies. Thank you, Sergeant Major. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So I get I, back. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. You're 25 years old. This yes. 25. Yeah, I was going to say, That's so how long? Fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. At what age? So did, 2008. How, how, 25, when 25. I, when I When I think about people talking about their gunny career and shit, yeah. I'm thinking like 32, 35. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the average time frame during that period to so get gunny. So, so, so I'm, the, my main point is. You're dealing with a lot of responsibility for a fucking dumbass kid. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that <laughs> okay, never left ahead. Chicago until yeah, joining yeah, yeah. up on 9 11. So go ahead. Yeah, but Mac, you. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. But Mac, you were always like massively like mature and. Bro. and like, I was fortunate. Right now, yeah. Like, I was, we're all I, talking. I, I agree humbly, but I was fortunate with that. Two older brothers. I mean, out of all of my parents. Yeah, yeah. but. Out like, of all of us hanging out, I mean, you were you were like the. Level head, but that's but here's my thing. Here's the thing I respect him on the most. It's like we're starting to sound like drunk guys. He's so (laughs) no, no, fuck all that. Fuck all that. I don't care. He's so. Let's get Andrews in here. (laughs) Nah, man. (laughs) Hey, FaceTime over there. (laughs) He can he can keep that combatant composure, yeah. Still relate to us, yeah, yeah. Fucking dipshits. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I mean. 